seven, six, five, four, three, two. The following program is rated TVMAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for. It's showtime. Yeah! 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 It's showtime, ladies and gentlemen, and Woo! welcome to a special episode here for the Labor Day Halloween weekend, ladies and gentlemen, of a Circle Debate, episode 162162. Señoras y señores. Bienvenidos, the host of the evening is what I've been seeing here with my other hosts, mi familia, my family, is right here, mi sangre, damn it. That's right, baby, because we got, of course, he is a notorious one for, for a reason, because he runs the place every Friday here on this channel, ladies and gentlemen, and on the watch-alongs and whatever he, the hell he wants to do. There's no right. restrictions here, damn it. The hell with that shit. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the notorious one himself. Oh, I love that fucking music, yo. <laughs> Can you feel it? Labor Day weekend, yo. Can't tell I'm pumped to be here. Let's fucking go. That's right. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. The DOM right here. What is happening, DOM? What is going on? Whoo! What a day, y'all. What a day. I'm just happy to be here with my brothers. God damn. Oh, man. And another person I'm happy that is with us, that is now fishing a part of our familia here. And you'll be seeing him soon here on the COD or TRT or Watch Alongs. Anything. Because right here, they're everywhere. There's... No such thing as regulations and rules. Fuck all that. We break the rules. That's what we do here because we got the man that brings the power to us here. The real man who represents Pepsi here, ladies and gentlemen. The real man who gives us the real name, not the other one. I'm not going to mention until we'll talk about him in a bit. The real <laughs> person right here, our family, our brother, the one and only Pepsi. Bill, ladies and gentlemen, what is going Thank on? you. Try to get us some Pepsi endorsements, people. What's up? Well deserved, man. Well deserved. I also would like to thank you for the TVMA rating because I don't, I don't plan on acting right this episode. Yeah, none of us. <laughs> oh, Justin. Justin Thomas. Hey, oh, my dude. Hey, man. The man that, that gave me this nickname. I love you, bro. What's Excellent. happening? That is right. So, <laughs> that is right, ladies and gentlemen. We got a lot to talk about here today because we got a lot to get into because we're heading into the Labor Day weekend. That we're going to be doing a lot. It's going to be a lot of professional wrestling happening, but that's just the beginning of September. We got it next week too coming up, but we'll talk. We'll say that for next week because we got a lot. We still got Impact coming up. There's a thousand episode coming up for them next week. We'll get into that next week. We'll talk about who got involved, who's going to be returning. We get we got a lot of things to talk about today, so you know, let's get into it. Since 
we're not going to get into every match, ladies and gentlemen. Just to, We're just going to talk overall. And that is, of course, the all-in that happened. Of course, you saw our watch along this past you know, Sunday. Here with Pepsi Phil and the DOM as they were hosting it. And we had the director himself as well. Myself, I was at the director's house, of course, watching it. And it was a crazy Sunday. Having an alcohol like at night in the morning. Whoever thought I was drinking alcohol the last <laughs> Well, right. it was like one o'clock in, in England, so technically you were drinking too early. You were on British time, so you're exactly good. right. Pepsi money, Pepsi money. Hey, now we got another nickname. Hell yeah, Pepsi money. Fair I, right here. I, 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 no shame. I will take Whoa. Pepsi or Coke. Yeah, what's going on, Tim? That's a banger. banger, and I mean banger. And I'm podcast. TK. I hope you have a great weekend too, homie. Enjoy your weekend, brother. Appreciate <laughs> mm-hmm. you very much for tuning in. But let's Thanks. get into it, gentlemen. We're just gonna talk about it overall, mm-hmm. and then we'll talk about, of course, <laughs> the elephant in the room. We'll talk about that in a bit. Mm. Man, what a fantastic not only just the watch along that we had, gentlemen, but also just the event was great. I loved it. I didn't, I enjoyed it. it. Remind me of SummerSlam, what was it 92? Mm-hmm. Kind of remind me that feeling. Uh, just the attendance of a crowd, of course. Tony Khan is happy. I'm pretty sure he's got mm-hmm. eighty-one thousand people. That's fine. Good for you. I'm happy for you. Yes, but you know the, the card was was actually great. I really enjoyed it. Congratulations once again to Soraya becoming the women's champion mm-hmm. for AEW. I was so happy. We saw a director. If you guys go back watch the replay, he was going crazy, and he 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 knew <laughs> he knew because he his prediction the Nostradamus became oh my god <laughs> that was it for him. And of course. Classic match, MJF and Adam Cole. I enjoyed it. Kind of reminds mm-hmm. me of the feud of Shawn Michaels and Diesel back in the days. I, I, I'm going into back in the days. Classic right there. And then congratulations for winning the Ring of Honor World Tag Team titles. Of course, using the kangaroo, baby. Using the kangaroo, <laughs> they fucking use it. They, uh, fantastic, man. But I got to give more shout out to you two guys for hosting the watch along. It was oh, such man. an incredible time. I, and I appreciate you both. Mm-hmm. Man, you guys killed it. I was, I was, I had a fun time. Most it was, a, it was a good day. It was a really good day. Honestly, I'm only used to seeing soccer games at Wembley, so I never really understand the <laughs> scope of how big it is. When you see all those people in for the shirt going, yeah, they were probably even the even the wrestlers had to be loosening a little bit, going, "Oh, this is about to get real." Right. Um, Look, I mean, oh, oh, overall, for, oh, right? It's like, ooh, no botches today. <laughs> um, I think for this event, honestly, I, and this will sound this may sound harsh. In the entire history of AEW for on their pay-per-views, in my head, they've only had one other A pay-per-view. They, so right this is the second A they've ever had the pay-per-view from top to bottom, where it was perfect. Like even going down to even the pre-show was kind of perfect. I mean, I'm a little upset Greedo didn't really get to wrestle. Oh, that's right. Because uh, he did show up at in the pre-show, and I understand that he was like technically not signed. He was like a kind of like local talent they brought out just because you know everyone loves him. But overall, it was one of the top to bottom, probably one of the most solid pay-per-views I've ever seen. I will say, for pettiness alone, the greatest match was Joe versus CM Punk. <laughs> Like just on a petty level, or literally on a petty level, I don't know if there was some person there or Joe was just feeling himself way too much. Joe was having fun, y'all. He seemed, (laughs) yeah, he was having fun though. He seemed extra petty that match, and I mean, (laughs) like, I mean, honestly, I rarely see Joe be flip off somebody after he puts a move on him. 
outside right. of the ring. So Joe oh, just for that moment where Punk does the tope and yeah. Joe kind of struts sidesteps oh. and he goes like this. I was yes. dead. So I mean, <laughs> I mean he did great. And I mean, playing up to the fact that uh, generally a lot of people outside of Chicago dislike CM Punk. Um, Joe played that up perfectly as far as I was concerned. So I was yeah. really happy about that. I mean, uh, you know, for whatever reason they felt that he needed the L, but I disagree. But overall, but now if we're going through the rest of the matches, yeah, it was legit. There was a moment where I was like, this is going to be the slow match or this is the cool down match. Never showed up. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never showed up. It just up. kept you going. It's like, woo, I'm tired. Are y'all tired? Exactly. I was sitting there just going, I'm I kind of missed zero hour. <laughs> Can we get show back in here looking looking big and beautiful and pimping? Yep. <laughs> I mean, obviously they spent I think we were making a joke about it. They spent all that money on everything, big show and the rest of the announced team got that small table. Like, get that man an adult table, please. <laughs> so overall, overall is good. Um, I would like to also say this to Saraya. If your mama's so soft she can't take a punch to the face, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> the scene with Mama was about to get back in there and scratch. That was the funny thing. Like I knew that they were gonna have. I knew they were gonna do something with her family because she was home. I did yeah. not know they were gonna let her get that involved into the match when she takes a punch for her daughter. I mean, right. like she's she's not even sound. So you think someone just went, "Hey, I'm gonna need you to take a punch for me, Ma." Okay. So it was whatever. Just, I got you. Like that's the, like that's the kind of like you know that whole pay per view oh. had a great story through everybody. Mr. Universal himself in our live Ooh. chat. I am that's honored. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Nate, Nate Peter, then that's right. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Universal himself. Make sure you subscribe to him True. and right, broadcast. Yeah, shout out. But yeah, yeah we, we can shout. talk about the individual matches later. But honestly, those are the those are the two moments. Like outside, like you know, you know the two moments outside of the matches that really stuck out for me. Um, even Jack Perry was pretty amazing, mm-hmm. um, and I think he he went on he went first, didn't he? Yes, yeah. he did. Yeah, he went first. Yeah, he was the first hey, one. Jack, even Jack Perry was like, Actually, you know what? I think they did the tag title match, and then they did Jack Perry and Hook. But the ROH match? Oh, you know, you're right. You're right. It was a ring of Aussie Honor open and better than you, baby, to open. Yeah. And then oh, they yeah. closed zero hour with the FTW title match. But e- mm-hmm. either way, it was a fantastic match. It was a fantastic match. Oh, obviously. yeah. And I, I mean, I think that might have been the most compelling Jack Perry has been. Like, he finally, I think he's finally figuring out his stride. And then it happened. <laughs> hey. We can talk about it later. We'll talk about it. We'll probably talk about it later, but boobies mm-hmm. will change your life. That's all I'm going to say mm-hmm. for right now. Shout out to Jack <laughs> Perry. <laughs> Shout out to Anna J for bringing it out of him. Right? <laughs> Finally. That's Anna, J's work right, that's Anna J's work right there. Somebody ought to nominate that woman for sainthood. Exactly. <laughs> you know what? But there is one thing when you mentioned about the Punk and Joe match. You know... Like, did they literally fucking insulted WWE? We saw the Cena one, the Punk, and then we saw the Joe busting the with Hulk the, Hogan. The you, you. Yeah. yeah. I like, what? I don't know out of here? I don't know what that was, but I mean, was it necessary? <laughs> Probably not. But it was, was it funny? Yeah. Because, I mean, Punk did a really good job of annoying everybody with that move. I mean, he was shitting on everybody that night, and Joe just thought, well, fuck it, went in Rome. So he mm-hmm. pulled out the STFU. <laughs> oh, man, exactly. Man. Well, when, in, when in Wembley, I guess, at this case. Yeah, yeah. 
And we not in a country it don't count when it's outside of the U.S. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like cheating if you're in another zip code. You know? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just happy overall. It was a great show. And then, you know, just the main event really, like, it, it opened really, honestly, more our question now. But now it is an extended, which is good. Mm-hmm. And that's why I, I why I mentioned the comparison of Michaels and Diesel mm-hmm. because it was kind of similarly the same thing before their feud became one and who who turned heel on that time. Well, you could say more face because it was the opposite because it was they were both already heels. So now it's like okay, now you're gonna have one of them turning a, fa- a baby face and the one mm-hmm. still being a heel. So it's almost similarly the same here between Cole and MJF, and and it still has us in that mind like okay, where is it gonna head it to now? And and I'm. I know a lot of people. I heard Corny. I heard everybody. Everybody else. Oh, Uncle Seltzer. I heard all that shit. Speaking of Joe, <laughs> I ain't got time right? for that shit. All that time, everybody. You know, I heard it all. I it's got more like... important things to do, like organize my sock drawer and empty the dishwasher. <laughs> I mean, honestly, this is. I, I think. I, I think. Dom, I told you on our, one of our chats. This was. I'm not. I'm not discounting. I'm not discounting the bloodline, but I'm not counting as the same storyline. This is probably Amen. the most exciting. For an individual storyline between, I mean, granted, there's two of them, but truth be told, the only time I've been this excited for a storyline where I didn't know how it was going to end was probably Kofi Mania at WWE. Because even though it was still Kofi, his entire, like, it was still the entire New Day storyline, but Kofi was the main character. In this one between Cole and MJF, they switched roles during the storyline to be the main character. Because first it was, is MJF going to turn heel? And then I don't know who this person was just talking about his feelings. Um, and then there's this MJ Cole. Then it's like Adam Cole, who's just like, we saw what you did in NXT. I don't know if we can trust you. <laughs> like, <laughs> we, saw what, we saw shock to the system. We know what you did. We know who uh, you are, Adam. Mm-hmm. We know. We've been watching. MJF's been watching as much as we have. He was a fan. <laughs> so, that was the one thing. That's the one thing about wrestling storylines I miss, not knowing what's going to happen in the, in the next moment. Because we were all waiting for we we were waiting for them to turn on something. Like we didn't right. think the ROH championship made it real complicated. That was the whole thing. It was like who's going to turn on who? You're just sitting there going back and forth like 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 you are the new day. Just who who? <laughs> <laughs> and neither one of them did. You're like what? <laughs> And that little bit, and that little bit where they're pretending to cheat, so they do the Eddie move with the chair, with the chair. <laughs> like I know oh. we just, I know we just gave Punk and Joe crap for like trying for for doing all of, doing the rest of the WWE roster with like seeing that Hogan, but for some reason when they do Eddie Guerrero, you're like, that's fine. Any Eddie, any <laughs> any Eddie tribute ever is always allowed. Mm-hmm. That man, that man transcends any promotion. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But uh, notorious Dom, any fight, any thoughts overall on the mm-hmm. incredible event? Give us your take. Oh hell yeah! I mean, I, I won't go into each individual match. I, I, I'll just say, this whole night had so many emotional, feel good moments. Like, even when you did think, because go back to the main event, and you thought, like, oh, one's going to swerve the other, one's going to swerve the other. And then we get to the, the the double pin, and you're like, oh, here we go. Five more minutes, and MJF's going to say, hell no. Nope, we're going to a fucking finish. <laughs> what? <laughs> and then by the end, you know, you, you got you got Roddy out there, you know, doing his Stacy thing, throwing the title, and Adam Cole's like, no, get out of here. You're like, oh, man, come on. <laughs> 
ends up winning, and and they end up hung, and and. and and the tables turn again. Oh, this is all you fucking cared about. Here, take it. Go ahead. Go ahead. MJF standing there like Cole was a few weeks back. Just go ahead. And Cole drops the belt, spins him around, and hugs him, and the crowd goes wild. And at that point, I'm just going, bravo. Bravo. <laughs> so, here's my, so here's my question on that storyline. Huh. Between MJF, Adam Cole, who do you think – I mean, I know they got over as a team, but mm-hmm. who do you think as a character – progressed the most like i mean mjf went from heel to like obviously face to heel but even in that M- adam cole was kind of like a tweener to a face but who would you say like their storyline got them their gimmick got the most over i i would lean towards max a bit mm-hmm. because his it, it, it's rare that you get to see him actually vulnerable mm-hmm. I, I think this was the first time very true mm-hmm. and and even when they had their story time promos back to back, like <laughs> Max slaughtered him mm-hmm. with that story. And it, it it just felt like you got like what we got out of Adam Cole. We haven't seen for a while. Mm-hmm. What we got out of MJF. We haven't seen. Yeah. And so to me, he gets the slight edge, but both mm-hmm. of them elevated one another. Mm-hmm. Ivan? I mean, honestly, oh, Honestly, you know, I always try to look for for similarities and promotions for people mm-hmm. don't watch this shit to describe it. This is AEW's attempt at a bloodline saga story. Better than you, baby. Hmm. The emotions are back and forth. You're wondering if this guy's going to check out or if this guy's going to turn or who, who's going to take the title. This is a two man with with some you know, supporting cast, bloodline saga storylines in the okay. I like that. Uh, for me, is this really needed to benefit more MGF. I've been mentioning this on the show prior before with the director. I mentioned that AEW is missing a face. They're missing a hot commodity. And I look, believe me, I'm a Kenny Omega fan. That's who I am. I, I'm not going to say I'm a Bucks fan. So forever, like think, oh yeah, he hates the Bucks. No, I've seen the Bucks no. in PWG. I've been there. I I've seen it all. I seen whatever generation me. I seen it all. But do I oh, think yeah. they're the best? Yeah, mm-hmm. they're, 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 they're they're up there. But they're I'm good. not gonna say mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say. Oh my God, they're like no. Uh, they had the opportunity when Adam Hangman Page, and they were going with that. If you notice when they were making him when they made him champion, so that that storyline was actually great because it was the first storyline in AEW that was really big because he had the the elite civil war mm-hmm. and hangman page was already up there and now that dropped off because of course him you know personal reasons is irrespective now when it comes to having a face in the company uh hot commodity you need to build who else are you gonna do it mgm is a man mm-hmm. is you this the way how this direction is going and we'll head into dynamite when we'll talk about it but but the way how this direction is going is this is where Tony Khan needs to really push the button and really decide to say, you know what, I'm gonna make Adam Cole now my top heel, and now make my MJF my baby face. Because I've been saying it, AEW has not had a baby face; they only have heels. We've never seen a top baby face star. Well, maybe not. Elite, since, you know, 
Well, yeah, well, not even, not even him because the fact that at he, one point he was at, at, at one, one point. point, but we all know that the fans were like, No, it's too obvious. Even himself, he even said it himself in his own freaking documentary in the cock that it was fucking obvious. Yeah. It's too obvious that he was gonna sell like him being the champion would make too obvious sense. It's a rub in through, through WWE where he's at now. So, look, I'm a type of champion somewhere else. But of course, you know, they're going to be like, well, you're a champion because you forced yourself. You pretty much told the guy to make me a champion. So, but in this case, MGF came from MOW, from everything mm-hmm. I could go, I could go into details, but I'm not trying to go, I'm not going to overwhelm it. But we already know where his background is. This man is now the hottest commodity right now for AW. I will build this man to be your, your baby face. Make him, I've been saying it since day one when I said it. Make him your Stone Cold Steve Austin. Make him your DTA guy. Still talk shit to the crowd. I'm still, I'm still your scumbag, though. Yeah, I'm hey, still scumbag. I'm, I'm still I'm devil. Ba- I, I'm mm-hmm. your baby face scumbag. I would really take advantage of this and make have Adam Cole be your, your top heel. Because it benefited him, too, for the doubt. Because he wasn't really doing, you know... NXT, yes. WWE, Vince, damn fucking Vince, he fucked it up. He should have stayed at home. <laughs> but yes, stay in uh, the home, Vinny. Yeah, stay <laughs> home. But you know now, oh, Cole is now in a position that he's back where he where he used to be back in the days, and now mm-hmm. he's able to do that. But I feel it should be the opposite. I think he should be your top heel, MJF your top your top face. So I would go with face. I will go MJF to be the hottest commodity for all elite wrestling, which he yeah. is right now currently. Because I see somebody else we'll get into, but you know what I mean. I mean, that's I mean, who, who would have thought after that entrance where he came out on the on the on the podium <laughs> in the throne with the devil mask and everything that he would not swerve Adam Cole at the end? Nobody saw that coming. None mm-hmm. of us. We all predicted what was going to happen. We were all fucking wrong all the way across podcast land, not just this channel. <laughs> So you know what's funny? What Ivan said, that's kind of a Paul Heyman move. Because if you ever listen to him talk about how to build your main roster, because it's what he, honestly, it's what he did for uh, SmackDown when he took over as writer. They, um, basically, it was like you build two guys and then you give them matches with like mid-carders to bring them up with them. And then once they get to the, once those four get into the main event status, you take the, the the second two guys you brought in and have them fight mid cards, and at that point you have six main eventers who pretty much have proven themselves. Kind of like what some what they do sometimes, but sometimes they fall off. Mm-hmm. But honestly, when you have it like to Ivan's point, when you have a top heel and a top baby face, you yep. can literally you really can build an entire organization around them. Which I know some companies get a little weird about that because it's like eh, a little. No, it's but, good. Strategy. But honestly, you need to do it. You just, you need to do it that way. It, it's good strategy, though. <laughs> if you go back to ECW, if you remember the summer series, because I think I talked about this with De Niro on one of his shows. They had Jerry Lynn versus Just Incredible, who were mm-hmm. both just coming in. And they did a whole series of matches that I think Just Incredible ended up winning. And by a year, within a year of that time, both of them were in the main event picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was when I fell in love with Jerry Lynn. Like that's when he that's when he, became, that's when he became one of, that's when he became one of my favorites because that like you want to talk about a workhorse that dude I mean you look at Jerry Lee, you're going 
he's an ECW guy? Like, yes, 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 he yes, is. he is. <laughs> he is <And> now. <laughs> like, 100%, I would watch him and just go, oh, this is going to be a good match, period. It's and, the, and the thing about it was, it was like Paul didn't have some, you know, some stars at that point. Yeah. But why not make more? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Amen when you said that. And that's how Amen. SmackDown, and that's how SmackDown started. That's where people started getting worried because SmackDown was getting better ratings than Raw when Naaman mm-hmm. was in charge. Mm-hmm. And I remember that the documentary talks about the fact that Vince was a little upset by that. And like there was like this weird competition between the writers of SmackDown and the writers of Raw. And let's I, I will admit, I enjoyed SmackDown during during the Eddie Guerrero, the Edge years, even though it yeah. took it took a yeah. long time to me for me to like adore. That was like, the A yeah. show. I'm sorry, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> but the ability that SmackDown had to pretty much make it more interesting. I don't know if it was just the time frame or the fact that everyone there just seemed really, really hungry. And Eddie was just like, just go ahead and put this on my back. I'm good to go. But it wasn't just but it wasn't just him though. I mean, they were just they, they just came in going, yeah, we're not. That's how Paul's always done it, and it mm. makes total sense because yeah. what if your your top star gets hurt, can't go, mm. is exactly. out for mm-hmm. in, in a period of time? You want to have these this pool of guys that you can plug and play in that spot, and everybody's going to get behind it. Mm-hmm. It worked in ECW. It worked in SmackDown. It's how we got Eddie. It's how we got Edge. It's how we got a mm-hmm. lot of people. Batista, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember uh, I that. Mean, but Raw has seemed to never learn that. Raw hasn't ever learned that, which is because when well, when Finn went down, they had a huge vacuum. Right. Oh, and they gave it to Seth. Major. Um, and then Bray, when he like when he got sick, they this was like not before he passed, but before when he actually just got sick and had to take some time off. Mm-hmm. That 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 belt was pretty much floating in around. They had to have him lose the belt quickly. I mean, yeah. I remember that. Remember that one? Uh, was it WrestleMania where like? Um, was it uh, someone like he was supposed to show up, but he actually just did it. He just didn't bother showing up. We thought he had left the company and it went to Alexa Bliss coming out of nowhere, taking like stored up in his place instead. And everybody was like, where is Bray? And why is Alexa still in Bray's gimmick? Right. So, <laughs> and that has always been a problem I've had with Raw. It's like, yeah, that's a great champion, but I don't see who is he going to fight? Yeah, I mean that's kind of like not to not to veer off all in, but that is a problem they have. There, that's a problem they're kind of having right now. Shit, um, I veered us off when I started talking about ECW and shit. That's fine. Sorry, it happens. Yeah. So, especially with me on a show. Sorry, y'all. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. It's going. ECW. But shout out to ECW, man. I appreciate mm-hmm. you very much, brother. Another fantastic show they have. He has and subscribe to him. He been a big supporter since day one. I appreciate it. Appreciate you very much. I was right, watching the SCU. Let's get let's oh, get the man. elephant out of the room because oh, I'm tired. Oh. I, don't get, I, I just want to get out of out of the way. I just yeah, you're right. Oh, you're right. We can't have nothing nice with this man. We just can't. We, we can't. I we mean, can't have something named all with this man involved. We can't because it, it, <laughs> I think this paper should be named after after him. You all. You want it all in or you want it all out? What the hell do you want, punk? Mm. Damn it. This is why he's a real Pepsi, though, not you. He just wants <laughs> it all. That's right. So here's, so here's my take on CM Punk. <laughs> take it away. When he first started his, shall we say, his complaint, his bitch moaning, he was absolutely valid. Like, legitimately valid. Every issue he had when he was at WWE, legitimately valid. When he took his vacation 
and decided to go and need to take care of himself for self-care, perfectly valid. I am never going to say someone shouldn't take care of themselves. And WWE was a toxic environment for that man. However, somewhere along the line, he became a bit of a like locker room bully. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, he's a like he I mean, he became a bit of a locker room bully. I don't know if it's overt or if it's just like that's his personality, but like you're sitting there going, You haven't wrestled in how many, how many years? Almost a decade. And you want to come in, you want to come in as a locker room leader just because of your name? Dude. Wow. I'm sitting there going, Jack Perry. I mean, I don't know who swung on who if if there was swinging involved, but well, I, I mean, just hearing the reports now. I mean, mind you, gentlemen, just to clarify, we are only giving our opinions. We're not Uncle Seltzer. We're not Wade Keller. We're not. Man, we don't have any Brian, facts on. We're it. not Ooh. piece of shit Brian Alvarez. None of that. Just to clarify, you know, just before you know, you know, Pepsi Phil finish it off. Of course, the incident happened. Punk and Jack Perry before the mm-hmm. show. They had an incident because Jack Perry made a, this is real glass. You see, cry me a river. And then there you go. The whole shit started after that. Miro got involved, but Miro say, hey, what happened? And then Punk was, he went to fight me too. No, none of that happened. It was clarified. Sean Ross have clarified. Everybody clarified it. But it's still investigation. But go ahead. My, my apologies. Go ahead. Continue. Yeah, no, no, no. You're good. Yeah. And like I said, we don't really know what set it off. I mean, it could have just been, it could have been, it could have been the English tea that was bad. I don't know. <laughs> somebody uh baby, I don't know but somehow they went off on each other and which is genuinely surprising because if you want to talk about someone who is who's been considered one of the most even kill members of the roster mm-hmm. it's Jack Perry like you, it's rare you hear him stepping out of line like that dude's just happy to be there he has worked right. his ass off on the indies trying to get to this level and honestly he went from jungle boy walking around in a thong to now being a man who's finally been given some big boy pants literally um i i mean i I guess i don't know man somebody just could have said something off i'm just curious what was the point yeah like if someone said if you're going to be a locker room leader you can't be going off half cocked every time somebody annoys you can you imagine? Can you imagine Taker doing something like that? No, no, exactly. I, I don't. Could you imagine Taker putting up with someone doing that? Yes, I mean, hell even, no. Even John <laughs> Cena, for the most part, like yeah, he wasn't like a full, officially a locker room leader, but people looked up to him. I mean, yeah, before when he before when he was coming up, he might have been a little knucklehead here and there, but towards the end, it was just like he understood what that need, what that locker room needed. Yeah. yeah. And I'm a little, like I said, CM Punk, it just seems he a little, like, I don't want to say erratic, but I feel like, how do you still have the same chip on your shoulder 20 years later? That's a good point. Hmm? That is a good point. But, man. But what do do y'all think? D.O.M., take it away. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, there's been so many reports this week, even a report saying that after the whole encounter, Punk chewed Tony Khan out and quit. Yeah, and, and and if that's the case, good. Bye. See you. Good riddance. <laughs> I, I, and this is I. You can go back and watch our shows. I was on the punk bandwagon. There, we did a live watch along of the United Center show that he was supposedly going to debut at. My wife and I, and we freaked the hell out when he showed up. 
I, I remember you excited because they even came with the same music. You was mad excited. I, oh, I love that song. I love, I love Living Color. So as soon as that shit hit, it, as soon as I could hear it, because the crowd was so crazy, I went nuts. Mm. And since I have backed off because the honeymoon is over mm-hmm. and the real CM Punk is showing, I don't care if it's ROH, WWE, or even now. If you add gold to the mix in this man, his ego gets just out of fucking control. There have been reports since ROH of him flipping out after winning the world title because this didn't happen or he didn't get this or he didn't get that. And now fast forward two decades and the same shit is happening. When the same shit happens for two decades and when you have all these different run-ins that have the Elite or Hangman or Ryan Nemeth for whatever reason. What, what did Brady <laughs> Dolph do to you? Or Christopher Daniels or whoever else. And CM Punk. CM Punk is the how do you get mad at Chris Daniels? He ain't even wrestling. Right. Right. If anything, he was leading the locker room while you were gone, and he was doing a damn good job of it. So mm-hmm. maybe you should have took a few lessons from him. But that's beside the point. The point I'm trying to make is this. When there are so many people involved, and only one is the common denominator in it, and that's the man below me, you're the one with the fucking problem, not them. It's you. You might think it's all of them. But you know that old phrase, when you point a finger at somebody, there's three pointing mm-hmm. back at you? That That's punk right now. It's 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 not his problem. It's the elite's problem. It's Hangman's problem. It's it's Ryan Nemeth. It's Christopher Daniels. It's Jack fucking Perry. It's, it's whoever else it's going to be if he decides to show up this week. It's you. It's you, punk. Because you're the only one who has a problem with all these people. The only one. Who else has had beef with Jack Perry in the years that he's been in AEW? Nobody. Who else has had beef with Christopher Daniels ever? Oh, no, no. Never that. You know what I'm saying? I think follow, seldom yeah. well, the impact, like, well, the impact like, years don't count because he was he was in a bad spot. Yeah, yeah, he was a little wild back then. <laughs> but but like, nowadays, like Christopher Daniels in AEW, mm-hmm. nobody's had a problem with him for four years. Punk has. Uh, who... Who has ever had a problem with Ryan Nemeth? The man's been on the AEW <laughs> roster since pandemic. <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. CM Punk. That's the problem. It, it's the gift. It's the it's the meme moment. It's nobody. CM Punk. Fuck you. So what? I, so what I will say is, this is the funny part. When he said he would be for Ryan Nemeth. Now, this is no disrespect to Ryan Nemeth, but he's low. On, he's he's not. I mean, he's not. He's not. He's a little bit below mid card level. I forgot he was there. I'm like, are you going to play with <laughs> I, I honestly don't blame you. It's not like it gets a lot of TV time that's on right. any show on TV. Exactly. So I don't blame you. That's that, what I'm going to go Brian Nimmitt? I mean, he's it, not a jobber, but he's not a mid-carder either. But you're sitting there just going, you pick, that's, that's like picking a fight backstage with the Brooklyn Brawler. That's yeah. right. <laughs> but it's just, if you were, if you were, yeah, straight up. Uh, okay, you got me. I was trying. Hey, you got me. Hey, hey, I'm sorry. I'm not worthy. That you. <laughs> that's well, no disrespect to the Brooklyn Brawler because he's still, he's a legitimate no. worker. I yeah, enjoy. He's a, he a legendary I, jobber. We love that man. But, I, but I, thank you. That was deserving. But but I think what I was trying to say was like if you're if you're looking for a locker room leader, look at Christopher Daniels, look at Dustin Rhodes, look at guys who are respected and don't catch heat in a locker room and actually have something to pass along other than if you don't like the way it's going, pitch pitch a fit, bitch, take your ball and go home. 
That would be number one. As far as what happens with these people, I I would love to see Jack Perry move along from this and come out a better man because mm-hmm. of the situation. I, I'm if if CM Punk quit, good. Are you moving the needle? I've seen them collision ratings. Mm-hmm. It don't look like it. And you're on prime time, not not ten after SmackDown on mm-hmm. Friday night. You're you're prime time Saturday night, and you can't get numbers. And they're saying Punk moves the needle to where? To where? The only the only needle he's moving is seltzers with all these reports, man. Just swing, <laughs> tweet, swing. He, he is just moving Alvarez and shit. He, not uh, fans, not not people who want to watch wrestling because even most of the people if you're like you said if you're not in chicago are booing the living shit out of him he's he, he's what i referred to as he has the kardashian effect <laughs> yes he does people don't want to watch him wrestle they want to watch him to cause a train wreck that's the mm-hmm. only reason people are like what's he gonna do this time and I, thing, you I, can't get the tra- the train wreck on tv so he's getting people to hit twitter and not even aews so I mean, uh, it, it's it's one thing if you do it in the ring as part of a match, but at this point, it's just you just pick a fight for anybody. But yeah, but it's that Kardashian effect. That's the only thing I can describe it as. It's like he gets heat outside with people because he can't really do it in the ring. That's, well, that's it, not. I don't say that's not. I won't say, uh, that. right? say that's my. That's no, not my they, you're gonna. Go I mean, he kind of. It, it carry. He carries it into the ring. Jay, Jay what's Love going you, on, Jay, Thank yeah. you for tuning in, homie. It's we'll Brian Cook, baby. That's right, bro. Brian, hey, gotta Brian, Brian. Go. you gotta remember though, it's circle of debate now. We're we're they're, like they're cool, but we're not on there. <laughs> no, yeah. We're not on. We're there. here. Right. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So I mean, yeah, that's I mean, I, that one I spoke around. See, but yeah, but it's one of those things where it's like your sole ethics of getting heat shouldn't be fight with dudes in the locker room, for real. <laughs> Look, in this one, I'm gonna say about this. Mm-hmm. That's why I've been saying it for quite some time. They need Tony Khan. You need to have a, a person in charge of the insane asylum, not fucking, not CM Punk. No, no. You need to have no. someone to control that shit. Because I'm not gonna put full blame on Punk, or you know, or you know, Jack Perry too. For I would say he did really. Why? Why would you say it on the camera? I get you. I get the point. It's real glass, crying me a river. Mm-hmm. Bro, the, okay, but that should have been. If I were punk, I would have left it alone. No fucking yeah, big deal. Because that's a young and dumb it's, thing. It, exactly. Then that would have been more for him. Mm-hmm. And now you're a grown ass man. Okay. Yes. <laughs> but I was younger and dumber than Jack Perry. <laughs> but honestly, he was playing to the camera. He was. I don't think he was trying to be personal. You, um, you know what, but but okay, but what he said real is where it back. came to the con- assumption that he was bringing up that that situation that he had with Phil, you know what? Yeah, you know, yeah. So it, it kind of brought it up in that in that way. So that's why it kind of like why CM Punk, why the approach occurred, and now they're saying that they have it on film. They better not release shit on media because if it does, oh, I want to see. Believe, it. Man, oh, that's, gonna gonna be, that's gonna be the next live watch. Yes, <laughs> I want to see it. I want to see it. You know, so, I, I, I've been with you when it comes to you know either Tony Khan needs to step up or so get somebody to control this this kind of stuff. But if you think about it, nobody's been able to control CM Punk. Nobody in WWE, nobody in ROH, 
and now nobody in AEW. So this is the way that he operates. So, and, so and and it's made him famous, but it's also mm-hmm. made him an asshole deluxe because mm-hmm. the ego. That's a problem. The ego, the ego. Exactly. The problem is that what we as fans give to him, like, hey, you're right of what you bitched about years ago. But mm-hmm. does it give you that impression? You that ice cream bars. Mind you, <laughs> mind you, that we're not in that era no more. Mm-hmm. You know, that era was gone. We're in this new generation. Even though us, that we still relive those eras. However, mm-hmm. we're accepting where it is we're now as fans. It is what it is. But we still give our opinions about it. But does it mean that we're going to be like, oh, well, this is that? No, no, no. The hell with that bullshit. That's why so, Tony Khan. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So I know we blame Tony Khan, but you know whose job really is to keep that locker room in order? The Young Bucks. It's why <laughs> Cody left. I know it sounds insane, but honestly, when Cody left, which granted Cody wasn't necessarily like a locker room leader per se, but he was like a guide, a base which you refer to as kind of like a little guiding force to keep the people in line. One of those go-to guys, you know. Lennox, yeah. what's going on, Lennox? Lennox, hey, what's happening, my dude? But, but honestly, well, he he left because he knew. He couldn't wrestle, be a CEO. He could wrestle, be a locker room leader, but he couldn't be a wrestle, a locker room leader, and people. Uh, but honestly, at that point, it falls to the next in line, not Tony, because Tony got a company to run. It's hey, the Steve. Young Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> but the That's Young Bucks, the Young Bucks, whose job it is to pretty much, who basically, they're the reason a lot of them dudes came in. Like the young bucks, like they were friends with a lot of them. They work with a lot of them. I mean, look, I mean, and so basically, they're kind of the ones who pretty much helped them get into AEW. So pretty much maintaining the peace. Like we'll we'll skip the fact that they got into a fight with Punk later. But this second time around, they should have been like, "Yo, we're at Wembley. I'm gonna need you to calm but down you, and don't screw this up." And I know I'm. A, of course, I'm a little biased. I get it, but mm-hmm. if you watch the reality show, which I did, Cody was kind of like the head of talent in AEW behind yeah. the scenes. Yeah, yeah he was. Yeah. And and they exactly. haven't really found a guy to replace him. And Punk kind of put himself in that role, at least on Collision. And the thing is, he don't belong in that role. It's one thing when you got a guy who's willing to forego title opportunities and do whatever to give younger talent rubs, even if he is winning. And Punk mm-hmm. did that at the beginning. If you if you really go back, like he gave people rubs, even though he got wins. Guys like Darby, guys like whoever. Mm-hmm. And then he got that title. Mm-hmm. Once he got that title, all of a sudden, there went that Gold. ego again. Gold <laughs> fever. Gold fever. That's true. Yeah. I but, mean, I, I mean, I get your, I, I get your point, Pepsi. But I mean, I'm not saying you. Like, yeah, they really have. But the thing is, but the here, the problem is that they're not mature enough. Like I feel that they don't, <laughs> they're not, they don't have the experience. They're not mature enough. They can barely control themselves. I mean, I know they're mature enough because they don't drink. I know that, and you know, they're Christian AF. What they how they always mention under all the you know BTE. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get, it. but you, it's not like they can be the EVPs. I don't. For me, I don't care. Well, mm-hmm. what matters is they need someone. I've been saying it's like you need a fucking William Regal. You need someone like that, man. You need someone like that. I know people. I know Dom mentioned Ricky Steamboat. I think a while back. I think it was last week you mentioned it, or a week ago, before, if I remember. But 
I, I mean, maybe so, but someone really strong that is able to capable to control the asylum. You, yeah, Tony Khan Steve, even Chef Jared, get him out the ring, put him behind the scenes. Uh, I mean, he, yeah, but I would, prove he could get the job done. I would with TNA. You know, honestly, who I would pick right now if I had to pick my dream person, honestly, I would I would kill if it was Edge. That's true. Oh my you, god, can you uh, like I know he's still. Uh, like, he, he still decided what he wants to do with his career. Right. Like if right. he's playing, but if he ever decided to go back and just doesn't want to renew, like now keep in mind, a WWE does want him. So don't start that rumor that they didn't want him. But if he ever decides he does not want to go to WWE and goes to AEW, that locker room literally would be like he would get that locker room in order because he's yeah. from that generation that can still wrestle, uh-huh. but understand like what it takes to make a locker and, room. And not all toxic. those young guys respect the hell out of him. Yeah. And he's been in that position where you're like on the cusp, haven't mm-hmm. really gotten there, and then found a way to mm-hmm. push yourself into the main event picture. Now, uh, now I'm not a lot for guys I'm like not, Jack. Yeah, I'm not doing. <laughs> any, I'm not doing any rumors or dirt sheet rumors. I'm just saying it would be. No, if it no. was Edge, I'd be really excited if it was because, like, I'd be like, if Adam Copeland can take the opportunity to go over there and work on that out, I will be happy. I would not be mad about it at all. Mm-hmm. Oh, and and, and, oh. and I think it. Here's the. Yeah. That lineage needs to go. I know we're in this era that we gotta be careful what the fuck we say mm-hmm. and all this crap. But mm-hmm. I, thank I, you, I, Lennox. I agree with you. I agree. Uh, yes, Lennox. I let's see. That's a fact, yes, bro. It's a, it's facts, Lennox. You got a good mm-hmm. point there, brother. It, it, you got a good point. But man, all I know is that Tony Khan needs to find someone to deal with this shit. You need I'm to serious. Tell- I'm not gonna sit back and take this fucking shit. <laughs> You're bullshit, Tony you Khan. You gotta take it. Keep in mind, also Tony Khan, he a little, he a little young and immature himself. Well, that's, that's the point. You need someone to run the show. You mm-hmm. take control of marketing. You're, you're more of, you're a mark. You're, you love. That's fine. I'm okay. Which with is that. why, which is why, and excuse me for this. You're bullshit, Tony Khan. <laughs> you're bullshit, Tony Khan. You need love that. To run I love shit. for that. Truth be told, honestly, I would have never brought him out on camera ever. Oh my never. god! Oh, Brian, you made a point here. If you you need a taker, like oh my god, a Mark Calloway. Oh, Shoot, oh, oh my god! Ooh. Ooh. I'm not yeah. saying he would do it, but if you get Taker in there to run that to to run things behind the scenes, mm-hmm. shit's gonna change real quick. <laughs> I will fucking change real I fucking mean, quick. Like I don't even know. If, I don't even know if it counts as respect. I mean, it might be like just walking in legend well, status if you well, walk in. Better to show him respect because they grew up watching that man. Mm-hmm. They saw him all over the world, oh, and shit, you know, man. they saw the mania. Get this Sting guy. to do it for God's sake. God, what are you fucking doing, man? Honestly, Sting, Sting. Here's the problem. Here's the thing. Here's the, I thought about Sting. Here's the problem with Sting. Ever since WCW shut down, he actually hasn't had any real direction. And I don't mean like as a like I don't mean like as an individual or person. I meant like as a wrestler. He went to WWE. That run was extremely lackluster. And honestly, he ends up getting hurt where literally he can't wrestle anymore because he has to quit. So it's a little bit, if you think about it, that run was a little bit dejected for someone like Sting, who is a top-tier performer, even now at close to, what, 60 years old? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. About right, yes. But so at this point, I think he just wants to, I think he just wants to wrestle the last of his days and like locker room, that locker room leader politics, that was, that, I mean, even when he was younger, that was never his thing. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah he has the, yeah, he had the, he has the stroke to do it. Mm-hmm. But let's face it, 
that's never been his big thing. Because truth be told, if it Jesus. was, NW, NWO would not have killed WCW if it was. By the way, Sting is 60 fucking four, y'all. Oh, he doesn't even look 64. No, he, he don't. Doesn't. He don't. He, he looks, looks like the icon I remember. Mm-hmm. But he's 60 fucking four. I was like, I know he's got to be at least 60. You know? So I, I, I looked him up right quick. 64. I mean, I mean, look at Billy Gunn. He's like what? Well, what is he? Fifty-five. He's damn near. He's he, he'll be sixty in November. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about so. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He looks. I remember amazing. looking that up on the watch along. <laughs> he looks amazing. Yes, he does. But no, you know, like, like John Rick, you know what he said. I mean, yeah, good point there. I mean, it'll, it'll be like the courtroom. They'll be having their courtroom yeah, right they'll there. Just go back mm-hmm. to wrestlers court and take her mm-hmm. straighten it all out like you yeah. did. In other words, and then the shit would be squashed. You know, it it, it just it worked. It, and it was also at a time where there were a lot more things prevalent in locker rooms that really aren't anymore. Mm-hmm. This is for you right here, D.O.M. Yep. From Brian. In other words, this is for D.O.M. Paul Heyman <laughs> ran a ship at ECW. Be outside like of like RVD who would you image was the locker room leaders back? What, an ECW? That's what he said, bro. That's what he said to you. Uh, <laughs> honestly... Honestly, guys like Tommy Dreamer, because he was mm-hmm. basically the dude that would never go anywhere. Yeah. He's like, you can shut this shit down. I don't need a title. Like he was Cody before Cody. I mean, he was doing he was doing talent relations at some on some he level. Was. He was doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes for ECW, and he had, and he was training a lot of the ECW wrestlers mm-hmm. too, uh, along with alongside Taz. Taz was another guy, locker mm-hmm. room leader. You know he. And he had a little bit of anger issues and ego himself, but he would keep that shit in check for the benefit of his promotion and his here's, students that he was training. Here's the funny thing about the ECW locker room that you, if you watch the documentary and you notice, it wasn't so much that they needed locker room leadership because the entire squad literally thought they were just like under siege 100% of the time. So it was yeah, like... It was them was, against the world. But exactly. there was this little there was this little click of like Tommy, Taz, the Dudleys, yeah. who would who would run things behind the scenes in the locker room and then literally help out doing like ECW's marketing and merch and yeah. whatever they had to do to keep that, th- to keep that train rolling. And everybody else so, kind of rallied around them because like yeah. they didn't want to do it, but they literally respect the guys who would do it. I'm not even imagining. I'm telling you, these are the guys that mm-hmm. ran those shows with, you know, next to Paul, like going into the event and then would run the locker room mm-hmm. for him. I mean, mm. I, I will say and you didn't hear about a lot of shit in ECW outside of New Jack, and mm. that's because he's New Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I, when you were a kid and watching New Jack, you're just like, that dude is not for real. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I got an honor, honor to meet that man, and mm-hmm. me too. God rest his soul, man. Mm-hmm. He's a very humble guy. He still so did. The, he still did the greatest line in pro wrestling. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> That he line can of, pull out a character in character of all fucking the days. line where he goes, I've been to college and prison, so you know I know how to make choices. <laughs> <laughs> still, still, we have of, that in common. One of the real one of the realest declines I have ever heard. I'm like, yeah, he does. Like you literally can't fault that man. Like when they say wrestling, your character should be you. That was like that was the most new jack, new jack I've ever heard in my life. I love it. I was that. I think he was at OVW when he made that line that I love. I think, think yeah, you're right. I think you're right. He said some wild shit in OVW. Mm -hmm. Wild shit. So, but I think for the, I think for the, the, the thing about ECW after, I know we're talking about ECW a lot, but honestly, I don't think people give enough credit as being like 
I like I refer to it as kind of like a hinge point where wrestling churned from being just like your main roster guys like WWE and WCW to like making the independence seem like a viable option for a lot of people. I agree. That's, that's where we got folks like Lance. Um, that's where, Lance, like, honestly, I mean, say what you, yeah, exactly. Say what you want about public. Say what you want about Public Enemy. Before they came to WWE, they were a legit tag team until they, really they decided were. to annoy the APA. Um, oh, yeah, that was bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But, uh, but, but he, but, but, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know he did that. Oh, right. You got to yeah, say that. You gotta that's say right. That. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, but, like, those guys kind of set the tone of what, what indie wrestlers should, what their mentality should be. If like they weren't doing like you know GCW stuff and like that, but the mentality indie wrestlers should have came out of ECW, which is Absolutely. honestly should be Paul Le- Paul Heyman's legacy. Like, I agree he, with you. He influenced the entire generation of ECW. I absolutely agree. I've said the same thing, man. <laughs> there, there's a reason people wanted ECW to come back. Nobody was looking for WCW one night stand. Okay. Yeah, I remember Nobody. that. Someone said. Vince was annoyed they kept yelling ECW at matches, so he gave himself the belt so people would stop talking about it. I was like, I don't think think you know these fans as well as you think you do. (laughs) Vince, you got to understand, man. You have to understand that back in the days, back in the days, it was aggression. (laughs) I understand. Speaking of aggression, let's get into the next topic because this is the one that people want to talk about, and I'm really. Let's bring a part of So let's bring it up. Of course, now there's, once again, mind you, we're our pin leaders. We're not the ones, uh, yeah, we know the reports. But of what we read of our different stories, scenarios, there have been talks of the return of Authors of Pain. But this time they're, they're saying, oh, well, okay, we'll come back. But however, we got to bring back Paul Ellering with us, though. So that's the details of it. There's other rumors, supposedly. Rumor your window. That they're <laughs> they've been signed already, but they haven't been used on television. Yeah. Mind yeah. you, we haven't seen these guys in what I would say. Mm-hmm. How, long it, how long has it been? Like two, three, probably mm-hmm. a little bit longer than that. For a couple of years, we haven't seen them. Mm-hmm. Former NXT Tag Team Champions, former Raw Tag Team Champions, the Authors of Pain. Are you guys ex- are intrigued or invested in having these gentlemen back? And bring him back alongside with the original, how they started originally, with Paul Ellering running the show. I'm going to let you take this one. D-O-M. <laughs> I, I mean, it's intriguing, but like I was I was reading something about it before we got on saying that AOP might have been signed with WWE for almost a year now. And, they, and I'm like, so Why? Like, what are we waiting for? Are, are, are they going to be, like, honorary members of the bloodline? We're just waiting for everybody <laughs> to decide which side of the fence they're on, give it another year. Like, what, what the fuck? If you, had them, if you had them this long, how come they're not coming back? If they were to come back and come back with Paul, it would be long overdue because I still remember them debuting and then shortly after getting stuck with Drake Maverick instead of Paul. Mm-hmm. And Drake coming out with the little, the little, you know, tack vest and the, and the <laughs> pants like them, and peeing himself, and it was just, it was fucking embarrassing, y'all. Mm-hmm. These guys were so brutal and dominant in NXT Black and Gold, and Paul made a made a tremendous addition because this, this is a Hall of Fame manager. This is the guy who ran LOD. Mm-hmm. 
and to to remove him when you get to the main roster and replace him with Drake Maverick. Nothing against the dude. I love him. I think he's funny as hell. He does not belong with AOP, especially when you got that as your option. Mm-hmm. So, so for that to return, I would actually be kind of excited. It would be kind of long overdue. I just don't understand. Like, if, if if y'all really did have him for a year, what the fuck are y'all waiting on? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, unless, they, unless they had personal things, that, you know, because I know they run a restaurant, they run a business. I know there's some, they have a yeah. business. Yeah, I get that. And um, I've seen them pop up here and there since they left, like at NWA or uh, the Indies uh, or something. So I got a little bit of a different opinion of Dom. So do not get me wrong. I love AOP. I think all mm-hmm. this it's been a long time since we've seen a really dominant force that actually looks like they could beat somebody up. Mm-hmm. And I think bringing in Paul Ellering makes a whole lot more sense. Because, I mean, bless them, they, they are not Mike folk. They need a whole lot of work. And honestly, if you want to get, like, their attitude and moment down, Paul Ellering can get it to them in five minutes, easy, with just two minutes of conversation. I think the problem I have with AOP is that, honestly, <sighs> While they have some great move sets and they have some great hits, they really they're not compelling. Like they genuinely need like if they're good in dark matches, they're amazing because mm-hmm. there's like it's like it's a match. It's one. It's like two on two or what have you. Paul Ellering is a, it's a factor that they need because Paul Ellering makes them you know and you'll forgive the phrase relevant. Yes, on a mm-hmm. tag team on a tag team circuit. Because mm-hmm. right now, if you look at tag teams that they have right now, you have folks like the Street Profits. You have you have you have you have the New Day. You have well, we don't have the Usos anymore. Uh, no, <laughs> no, not really. But, but yeah. we got Sammy and Kevin. Like Love honestly, that. if you look at Office of Pain, where do they fit in that? Where do you fit in there? Now, don't get me wrong. It's also WWE's fault because they don't do a good job of like actually like shepherding in the tag team division like they should. Yes. But honestly, Authors of Pain will pretty much get lost. Like, um, who was it? Uh, uh, what, uh, not American Alpha. Um, who's the Chad? Uh, well, the Ascension is one as well because they they were a legitimate tag team. Oh, and they, they, they pissed the APA off too. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. I forgot about this shit. But like Chad Gable and when he when not Chad Gable, who's Chad Gable with right now? Um uh, Otis. Otis. remember Otis's original partner where they were um oh yeah, heavy machinery. Yeah, heavy machinery was like they could they could have literally been like one of the big dudes who big tag teams that could actually run through the roster and like actually make you a compelling. Um, but the problem was they don't have their they weren't there was no like your X factor against them. Like they need a foil to go against them. If they don't have it, mm-hmm. they're just a bunch. It was the same thing with the Brothers of Destruction. Yeah. At a certain point, they just beat everybody. But like, that was, was so fun to watch, though. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was so it was. fun to watch them just destroy motherfuckers. Yeah, but at the end of it, your sitter just going. And I don't think it was the Bludgeon. Yeah, the Bludgeon Brothers. Same storyline. You you have like you look at them and go, oh, they just ran through the entire tag roster. Who who they have now? You can't put two singles guys together because that just doesn't make sense if they lose. We so. gotta bring the brothers of destruction back. <laughs> <laughs> that is right. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, like, if they would have kept AOP with Ellering and everything else, when you mm-hmm. had these teams like the Bludgeon Brothers or like 
yeah. heavy machinery or like that. You mm-hmm. could have had these guys be the perfect like other side of the coin mm-hmm. to any of those teams. Unfortunately, like Brian had mentioned, you kind of spayed and neutered them, stuck it with Drake Maverick, and turned him into a fucking joke, and then got rid of him. So mm-hmm. by the time you got these other big badass tag teams, you didn't have anybody to put them against. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's mm-hmm. a problem. It's, the, it's your main event. It's your main eventer problem. Mm-hmm. If you don't have anyone to build around, what are these guys going to do? They can't get built against air. See why yeah. you need to be more like Paul. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and, and good, and, division too, y'all. <laughs> and good point. I mean, what Brian mentioned in the comment about it was with WWE spaying and neutering all these badass tag teams yeah. once they come up. I'm with you, uh, Brian, on that. My opinion about this, I mean, I would bring him back. Why? And I don't mind Paul Ring because what we're missing nowadays, again, we're missing more managers. And I know mm-hmm. Paul Ring's age. We already know that. We respect that. If he can do it, I'm okay with that. Because yeah. you know this man really introduced these these two hottest stars, mind you, when they were in that you know in that faction with Seth Rollins, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I think it was the greatest move for them to do, and they were and they became the Raw Tag Team Champions. So I was like, okay, hell yeah! So the, the, you know, oh, no, they were great. The story was kind of oh shit. my god, hell they yeah. were great. I wouldn't mind these guys to come back and. Mind you, if we go back to seeing, you know, their matches at NXT, I know people criticize, oh, yeah, they're heavy, they don't do much. Oh, yes, you do. It's just you have to pay attention. It's called storytelling, ladies and gentlemen. It's mm-hmm. called storytelling in the ring. You got mm-hmm. a heavyweight. It's like, it's like a, you know, you know, David and Goliath type of style. You need to mm-hmm. really have the mentality that this right. is what it's supposed to be. That's storytelling is all about. So be, this, right. these mm-hmm. guys could do that again. Mind you, we need the tag team division to be really again WWE currently going up because mm-hmm. at this moment, they're not really doing much with it. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not disrespecting Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, I'm mm-hmm. happy they're the champions. Oh, no, but they're there's, there's, but we need to see a development of the tag team division. We've mm-hmm. been digressing about this for quite some time, and now that we have the opportunity, this is a chance because now, now we got you know DIY probably coming soon, oh. coming back reuniting. And then now see Please. these guys, I don't mind. I don't like how you mentioned, uh, Pep, you know, Petsville. And about, who were you know, Otis who all those Chad. guys working under in black and gold? Thank you. There you go. Good call, D-O-M. Trips. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's why I feel why Trips was the one that I guarantee that went up to them. Hey, I, hey, I need you back, guys. You guys mm-hmm. were really, hey, you guys were the LOD of fucking, of an, you know, NXT. Of NXT. WWE. Mm-hmm. And as much people want to say no, it won't. I hate to break it to you, y'all. I mean, yes. Go back and just, watch. They go really back were. and watch and look at their historic, you know, their matches. Go back even from NXT to the main roster. Mm-hmm. They did a fantastic job. For me, they, they did not they did not break character at all, these mm-hmm. guys. That's what I enjoyed about these two individuals. Mm-hmm. I don't mind Paul Ellering coming back and doing that. If he can do it full-time, so be it. If he can't fucking do it full-time, that's fine. Here and there, that's okay. The last thing I want, and please don't make it happen, because if it does, I'm going to be pissed off, but I'm going to just say it right now. Please do not make these two guys be the man to be the fucking new faction for fucking Roman Reigns. I don't want yeah. that to happen. No, yeah. no, no, yeah. no, no. Because no. I'm going to no. be pissed. I'm no. going to be crying. No. I cannot believe this shit. 
for me because I don't want it to happen. And I'm saying it right now. I had a fucking time. What kind of shit is that? What kind of shit is that? <laughs> no. We don't want it to happen here, Devin. The hell with that. No. But it's it gives me that. Oh, that oh, oh, you know. I hope it doesn't happen. I'm not going to win. Because they're not fucking Samoan anyways. They're not. But it still just, it doesn't make any sense. I, I digress it. I know. But mm-hmm. yes, I mean, no, I don't mind. Uh, I don't mind them back. I actually feel like we need them back to build the tag team division and to give the Viking Raiders something to do. Because there's mm. another division, another, another tag team, mm-hmm. and I haven't done shit. It's like, just, uh, so much shit. Honestly, what I was thinking, if they came back and, they, and, the, and Paul decided not to come back with them, honestly, and this will sound, this this may a little bit, be a little too nostalgic, I'd make him the new APA. Ooh. And oh, I just, like that. And then just have Ooh. Bradshaw be their manager because he he's already done it once for Baron. So I mean I don't see why he could. Yeah, that worked well. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah. Like they all say, so results may vary. <laughs> right. Consult your position. All right, well, Brian, say that's like the problem with the NBA was super, super team in the era after LeBron and Curry. Yeah, mm-hmm. wait, wait a minute. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with mm-hmm. you, Brian. I get exactly what you're saying, brother. I get yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, but I yeah, am but- with you. But yeah, but like honestly, having them as the APA one does two things: makes them pretty much be able to come in and out of wars for no reason. What like for no reason whatsoever? It's like we got paid, and then Bradshaw just you can have Bradshaw just collecting the money while they go beat up people, right? Just yeah. sitting in the back with a stogie in his mouth. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Get him. <laughs> so we're looking forward to see what AOP. Hopefully, they do come back. We'll see, and if they do, I'm mm-hmm. hoping they're ready to build up that division. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to that. Definitely. All right. Now let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen. The prediction. The prediction. Yes. For this Saturday. It's a WWE uh, event. I'm excited it, for. Yes, we are. And I am excited because Matt Hardy is wonderful. wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> I'll tell you that because, hey, payback, I'm excited for it. So we're going to talk about payback. Apparently, there's six, seven matches. It's not six matches we see here in the card. Uh, because they haven't added the Cody Rhodes and uh, Grayson Waller match, but now it's just official that I've been... Yeah, I know he's going on the show. He's going to yeah. be a part of the Grayson Waller effect, but I didn't know they yes. were having a match. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are. So let's get into the action and start off. I feel like this is going to be the opening match. I know people are going to hate me. Yes, I am Latino, but hey, eh, it doesn't matter. But I think it should be the opening show either way. And that is, of course, the United States Championship on the line. we got, of course... Rey Mysterio defending the United States Championship against, of course, hey, Austin Theory there. So, man. Oh, I I'll thought the acclaim arrived. My bad. He'll be here. He, he's waiting for us. I know. He's like, okay, what's up with that? Hold on. Relax, director. Relax, Papa Chulo. <laughs> but, man. Yes. But take it away. I'm Pepsi Phil, who do you got on this one in this matchup? Here's the thing. I'm picking Austin Theory only because Ray don't need the belt. Ray does not need the belt. I mean, honestly, him him basically him having a belt and then Austin Theory winning makes Austin Theory look amazing. Ray Mysterio could Ray Mysterio was a nightmare on Elm Street. The man don't need any more rub. The man is like no. when they say legend, it's him. So I mean, I think him holding the belt makes does the one thing the U.S. title has missed a long time since Cena? Actually, people paying attention to it. I mean, honestly, no one's paying attention to it until Ray had it. And because let's face it, when Austin Theory had it, 
no one cared. But if he wins it from Ray, at the very least for maybe a couple of months or so, that belt becomes really relevant. I mean, not as much as the IC title, but definitely relevant. Because don't get me wrong, Austin Theory is still a great wrestler. Yes, he He's just not – he doesn't have it yet. And I think fight with Ray, and hopefully it's, it, it's, it's a longer storyline than just this one night, can actually make him a better wrestler for it. Because remember when he was having – Remember when he was quote unquote he had the money in the bank match money in the bank ladder match suitcase and he was arguing with he was arguing with Roman and they were in the middle of the ring and he had and Roman had the thing for the first time Austin Theory who got talked down to like a little boy because I think they literally kept I remember that was it that was the, when they began to chant who's your daddy yeah, because it's like, your daddy isn't here anymore. Your daddy yeah. isn't here anymore. Yeah, but like, unfortunately, he's going to end up being everyone's favorite puppy kick, at least for a yeah. while. And if he beats Ray, that at least puts him at least a rung higher than he was before. If he loses to Ray, it's going to be a hard road back for the man. I mean, honestly, he might as well just pull the board and go back to NXT for a couple of months and come back later. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I might have to play it for you, Pipsco. I have to play it for you. Leo, where are you then? Damn it, Leo. I love it. Shout to Leo. No worries. It's DOM. Take it away, brother. Now, now I, I will say to Pepsi Phil's point, uh, Austin Theory definitely fell off, but I think he fell off since he moved to SmackDown. Fair. Because he did a lot. He did a lot on Raw after winning that U.S. title to raise himself up to the point where he got to WrestleMania, beat John Cena. Then he went to SmackDown and and just ended up on the side of a fucking milk carton mm-hmm. with a championship. And I, and originally, going back and watching SmackDown, because, you know, I'm live every Friday at 8.30, so I, I can't. 8.30 I can't Eastern, 7.30 Central, 5.30 Pacific. On the West Coast. <laughs> Right here at Circle of Debate. Hit that subscribe. But I digress. Uh, I thought watching SmackDown back, we were going to end up with Santos Escobar and Austin Theory for the U.S. title. Mm-hmm. With Santos being the one to take it. Because, yeah. you know, Theory kind of, you know, people, he kind of wore out his welcome, I guess, after the match with John Cena Mania or or things just weren't working on it, working for him on SmackDown. But Santos has come a long way mm-hmm. it's getting with the lwo getting with ray you know i mean he had a fantastic performance of money in the bank he's you know he's been over with the crowd and i thought that's where we were headed and then all of a sudden you know he gets hurt ray jumps in takes the u.s title and i'm like oh, again why why does gold somehow lubricate his plastic knees? Like, what What the fuck does Ray need a U.S. title for at age, I don't even know, 72? <laughs> Come on now. Like I said, I mean. And, and, and I have all the respect in the world for Ray Mysterio. I watched this man in a bingo hall against guys like, like Psychosis and Hoobie and everything and, and loved every second of it. But that was like 25 years ago. <laughs> like since then, you have done every fucking thing. You've been a you're a multi-time WWE champion. And you weigh less than me. 
Yeah, what the he, fuck do you need another U.S. title for at this stage of the game? You're in the Hall of Fame. I think you U.S. title. I think you asked, <laughs> I think you answered the question though. Ray it's doesn't need the U.S. title. The U.S. title needs Ray. Well, yeah, at this point, but that's the thing. I, I think if Santos took it, yeah. he would have been able to kind of do what Gunther. Maybe not exactly, but he would. He might have been able to do a little bit of what Gunther did for mm-hmm. the U.S. for the Intercontinental Title with the U.S. Have a young, strong talent mm-hmm. holding that belt and defending it, and and putting mm-hmm. on amazing matches, and, and bring it back into the spotlight. Where with Bray, it's just like, oh, he got it again. Me, so uh, <laughs> that, that being said, that being said, I don't, I don't know why Austin Theory is in the doghouse on SmackDown. I know that he is. I don't know why. He got there and they were just like, "Yeah, you get in the back. We don't need you. Oh, we'll call yeah. you when we need." You. I tell you why to get in the doghouse because Vince McMahon was really daddy, daddy isn't here. Daddy ain't here no more. So it's So I expected something on SmackDown, especially after WrestleMania. Just nope. Nope. AJ Styles has done more on Raw than Austin Theory has done on SmackDown. That that is saying something when you when you look for AJ Styles on Raw. That is a good point. I think Austin Theory has a problem of like he did his job and unfortunately the wrong person gave him attention. And yeah. that, that that man who gave him attention is gone now on medical leave. And they're for good, like, I hope so. Jesus, yeah, you're like you're like you're like Vince's boy. We can't, and we and we belong to Triple H. So yeah. it's gonna so, it's gonna I take think, him a while. I think at this point, it, it, it. I mean, it could go either way, but I'm leaning slightly towards Ray retaining in this one. Mm-hmm. And I, brutally honest, I don't even really care about this match. I don't even really care. It's like let's just get this out the way because this is the the rest of this card is kind of hot. And I want to see that shit. What do you think? Why I put this is is gonna be the opening mm-hmm. because it has to be the opening for this one. So I mean, I mean guess yeah. what match we're gonna open with tomorrow when we talk about payback. <laughs> oh, I know. Wait, wait until you hear I mean, the I mean, he might. It might surprise. Like, oh, Santos could swerve Ray because he wants the title back. I don't know. You, you never That's know. Sad. Like That's I said. I mean, Santos is like, you know, you can only be second fiddle for so long before you decide, I want that gold. Yeah, see, that, uh, that's the thing when I was watching, I was thinking like, okay, Santos will take it. And then mm-hmm. eventually it will be Santos with Grayson Waller coming after him. And we're going to get some good shit out of these two guys, like one yeah. really young talent and one established guy everywhere mm-hmm. else mm-hmm. who is making a name for himself here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think Ray's presence makes that whatever rivalry comes out of this between Santos and Austin, or Santos and whoever, make it puts a little puts a little puts a little shine on it, because, like you said, nobody cares about the U.S. title. Yeah, the only the it's only a- way I would get invested is if they turned like Ray and Santos into their own Adam Cole and MJF, where like mm. Santos keeps thinking about hitting him with the belt. This is not. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. That's 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 my mentor. You know. Mm-hmm. That's my guy. He just kind of gives him a hug. Or I just it looks like Ray's gonna hold the tight. I can't do it. You know, like that might just, that might make it interesting. But right now, where we're standing with these two, I'm like, man, I just don't care. I'm just hoping, <laughs> I'm just hoping they don't pull a Judgment Day and LWO turns on Ray. 
that's the one thing I that I mean, I've seen that storyline already. And yeah, we I, don't need that. Yeah, we don't need that again. We don't need that. We already got we got it with the bloodline a couple of times where, where mm-hmm. it looks like we're gonna get it with the judgment date. We don't need that too. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, we'll we'll see how that's gonna turn out to be for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, me, I, I'll go quick. I mean, this is very simple. Mm-hmm. I say Mysterio, very easy. Um, <laughs> theory is needs to rebuild. Like, like Pepsi, but you got a good point. I mean, he needs to go back and rebuild himself. What's the one word? What's the three little words that Seth Rollins had? Redesign, rebuild, uh, re- whatever. I forgot. You see, I yeah. forgot. we know what I mean. He just oh, redesign, re- rebuild, reclaim. There yes. you go. That's what he needs to do. So go back, buddy, because Papa HBK might be calling you. Why not? I mean, Seth stole Sting's old gimmick. Austin can steal Seth's old gimmick. He ain't using it. Yeah, he can do that. That's fine. But I, I, this is going to be a good match for Theory. I'm hoping that it, Mysterio kind of puts him over mm-hmm. in the beginning of the matchup. But, of course, we know the outcome of it. And we'll see the future of what's going to happen. Yeah. So we'll definitely see. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like Austin Theory a lot. Yes. I do, too. Like, I think he's I think he's going on the way. But it's just – I mean, he's just young. I mean, he's just genuinely young. Like, it's yeah. not his fault. It's, I mean, it, takes a while, it takes a while to break through, especially now. He's a yeah. great talent, but mm-hmm. I don't know if he's if he's a WWE guy. Uh, we should have that. We should set for a debate center for sure. Yeah, that's an idea. See, hey, yeah, yeah. Tori's one has an idea. Because I've watched him for a while, and I know what he can do, and I know he's a great talent. But I just don't mm-hmm. know if he's a great fit there. Yeah, good point. Good point. That's it. This is a good point. Speaking of good point, this is what I want. I've been wanting to see. Hell yeah, yeah this, baby! Yeah, this is oh. this. Yeah, this, this is a match. match. Oh, yeah. 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 La Knights versus a Miss. Look, I know people don't want to give Miss the credit, but I do give this man the Miss the credit for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. He does help a lot of people to get over. Mm-hmm. People do not give him the credit that he deserves, mm. and Miz do that. It's the right man, really, really. Yes, no, really. really. It is, is really the truth. Really, Miz is, is adding. A... You put people over. You've done that throughout your whole career. Mm-hmm. Not only that, you dress like them too. You did it for Dwayne Johnson. You did it for this guy. I don't mm-hmm. forgot who else did it for. I respect that, and, he, and I totally respect that. I, this mm-hmm. match is going to be anticipating. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania is going to go crazy for LA Knight. And right now, Papa H is doing what he normally, I don't think anybody would not to do. I think he's mm-hmm. doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Is slowly pushing, pushing Knight to get to the to that top of the mountain. And this is the right time. Mm-hmm. Mind you, age doesn't matter, ladies and gentlemen. This mm-hmm. man, he could be at my age, but I don't give a damn. This man is still a hot commodity. He could be mm-hmm. the future. I will build Eli Drake to yeah. that fucking level. <laughs> and I want, damn it, that's what I want, damn it. Put Eli Drake to the point. And I'm going to clip this for you, Eli, so you can see this right here on COD and subscribe to us while you're at it. Eli, LA, whatever your damn name Eli, is. I don't LA, care. I'm with you. Damn it. I'm going to choose that at night. But it's going to be a good storytelling match, I guarantee you that. Because mm. I feel that Miz is really going to sell. Mm-hmm. Mainly, Eli's going to sell a lot for the Miz, too. It's going to be a, a, your normal 80s back, eight, like heel and face. That's what I see happening. Mm-hmm. 
That's what it is. But man, notorious. What do you got, they do? First and first and foremost, I have to, you know, you gave Miz a little bit of his flowers. I have to give him all the credit in the world for being a spot-on impressionist when it comes to pro wrestlers. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did LA Night on Monday, and and honestly, until he got in the ring, I thought it was LA Night. Mm-hmm. He's done a spot-on rock, a spot-on Cena. Like, <laughs> like this guy, he I I'm not saying his acting chops are that great, but when he does an impression of somebody live on it, it on Raw or SmackDown, don't you disrespect the Marine Corps? There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with that sacred movie. No, no, it's great. It's wonderful. <laughs> it was a franchise. Oh, he was say. phenomenal in it. Yeah, he wonderful. Like yeah, he should have had an Oscar, but but this this is by far LA Knight's biggest match main roster mm-hmm. so far. Yeah. It's there's no gimmicks, there's no nothing. It's just we we throwing down. And and the two of them have have shot like beautiful barbs back and forth. The impression mm-hmm. awesome. I fucking love no pun intended. Mm-hmm. Maybe small one. And the the Miz is the perfect guy to help LA Knight. Like he's done everything there is to do in WWE. He's a he's a two time Grand Slam champion. If yes, you ask is. him, yes he is. Even though he's never won the Universal cha- Championship ever, he's a yeah. two time Grand Slam champion. Mm-hmm. Technically, before the Universal Title came in play, he actually was a two time. He was Grand a Grand Slam, Slam before. Universal mm-hmm. title, and then he went back he, around the he horn. Getting, he's not getting that one. <laughs> so, I, 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 I've always loved LA Knight. Always, mm-hmm. always. The, these people that say like, "Oh, he's just doing this because he saw Stone Cold, or he picked this up when he got here, or whatever." I'm like, get the. I can show you clips from like 2016 of him doing the same shit. Mm-hmm. You have, you have no clue how long this man has been out here grinding and working and mm-hmm. getting to the point that he is today. Because maybe you don't watch anything outside of one brand, and that's fine. Do you? But then don't open your fucking mouth. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> you don't get to be right. forty. You don't get to be forty in this business doing nothing. And if you don't, again. Pick up your phone, hit the little Google tab. You can even hit the microphone and say Eli Drake. And they will show you clips of him with the dummy. Yeah, back in global force for fuck's sake. Mm. <laughs> Not hey. even impact, global force. <laughs> yeah, I, forget. Uh, I forgot about that one. <laughs> I mean, Love. fuck out of here with that bullshit. <laughs> And, and, and as far and now that I've gotten that out of the way, I'm sorry. Thank you, Brian. Good call. Ooh, I love yep. it. Yeah, so Miss came so far being the reality TV guy. That's saying, true, Brian. Hoorah. Right? No, you're right. Hey, Brian, you're absolutely right. About no, you're absolutely you. right. Yep. You're absolutely right. I, yep. I said the I said the same thing about Mikey Whipwreck back at ECW again. Ooh, that's with, right. That's I said, right. oh well, he never won the FTW title. He was a Grand Slam champ long before the FTW. He's their first. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and, and I'll put Miz in the same in the same bracket. He he is a two time Grand Slam champ. I don't care what nobody says. Mm-hmm. As far as this match goes, God damn it, it's got to be LA Knight. It's got to be Miz is a two again. Miz two time Grand Slam champion. Mm-hmm. LA Knight just getting himself established, getting mm-hmm. this win. 
under his belt will make all the difference and just shoot him that much further and that much closer to the moon. <laughs> to the moon! There you go. That is right. Love it. Hell yeah. Good fucking call. Now we'll get into it because I they, they're gonna have, they're gonna put this match. I know in the middle because it's Cody Rhodes. We already know. Grayson Waller versus Cody Rhodes is gonna happen, ladies and gentlemen. Whoa. You'll see. Wow! You'll I see. I couldn't it. help it. It was in my head. You'll see. You'll see it on SmackDown coming up tomorrow if you're watching this, or if you're watching it later on on a Friday. Mm-hmm. But yes, it's gonna happen. This official, this matchup: Cody Rhodes versus Grayson Waller. But shout out to Grayson Waller. Now he's, his injuries already kind of like come come down a little bit. Now he's able to wrestle. So mm-hmm. we already know. Cody Rhodes, of course. Grayson Wallers, welcome to the main roster, buddy. And you're facing one of the top guys. So, yeah, guess what? <laughs> Bye, Felicia. You're about to get buried. You know, but don't worry. Papa H will take care of you. He'll make sure you will after this matchup. Give me a eye. Look what it did for Ricky Starks. That's all I'm saying. Look what it did for Ricky when he came in. Okay? Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, you're right. I'm not going to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but DOM, take it away. I mean, it's very simple, but you, yeah, more than I welcome mean, to add anything. And again, I apologize. As soon as I saw his picture, the song started playing in my head. Just a brick yeah! in my soul. Something, something, something Out the curtain lights go off the moon. Something, something. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I can't help it, man. I can't. I can't. It's a catchy uh, song. It's a catchy Grace, song. Grace Waller, I love you, dude. You were one of the bright spots for NXT 2.0 for me, man. Uh, you, you and a couple other guys. And, and to get this match as one of your, I think maybe you even had a match with Rey Mysterio, if I'm remembering SmackDown replays correctly. That was cool. But, <laughs> By the way, yeah. yeah. It, it, but still, I mean, it, obviously, you must be doing something right to get matchups with a Hall of Famer and then this man back to back. Yep. So you're on your way, and, and you've even gotten the Rock's attention on social media. So you're doing you're doing a lot right. Mm-hmm. But but man, don't if you even if you even dream of winning this match, you better call Cody and apologize because you got no chance, none, <laughs> nightmare <Damn>. all day. <laughs> I I am gonna need that that clip. Not me. You brought it up. No chance. No but, chance to hell. Hell, <laughs> I am gonna need that. You're right. <laughs> come on, come on, come and get it. Oh. <laughs> the real Pepsi fell right here. Take it away. Yeah, buddy. honestly, Grayson Wallace should just be grateful he's allowed to step into the ring with that man. Right. And that's no disrespect to Grayson Waller. It's just he is really young, and he is. But he had, like you said, Dom, to your point, he's come a really a long way. And honestly, he went from being that annoying TV guy. To honestly being like an annoying radio guy on the main roster. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I have enjoyed him just because he is so annoying. Mm-hmm. And there is something about him that is really compelling. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, it's taken a while. Like, honestly, I'm pretty sure his gimmick's gonna change probably after he loses to Cody. But Maybe. there is something about him that honestly, I think this will be a massive push for him. Because right. I think he. Probably will this will probably be the best match of his to date of his entire life. Not because of like who Cody is, but I think this is when he steps up his game. Mm-hmm. Even though he loses, I think this will pretty much be one of like performance wise. I think he will, he's going to go huge. And, and, he's, he's, 
Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, and, it, and honestly, when you think about Grant Waller, like he was, he was the Mister Irrelevant in the WWE draft. He was the very last person taken off camera, and he's getting this match. Mm-hmm. I'm, into, I'm more into this match than I am the U.S. title match. And Austin mm-hmm. Theory was taken a lot fucking higher than mm-hmm. Grayson Waller. There's a lot of guys that were taken a lot fucking higher than Grayson Waller that aren't on this goddamn card or aren't or, or aren't on SmackDown on Fridays, but Grayson is. Yeah, I mean he he has the, like. Man. He's got that energy that Austin Theory does not have yet for some reason. Maybe it's his gimmick. Maybe it's just his like though his chemistry with people. Yeah. But I I, I feel I, the chemistry like I feel I mean, chemistry when he's with other folks. I, I'm, I'm peeping on the comments here, Jay said it like in my opinion, Grace Waller is better than Theory because he seems more authentic. Yes. Thank you. That's actually a really good call. And you know what, dude? Good call, Jay. Man. Facts. That's that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I couldn't have said it better, better myself, Jay. Thank you. <laughs> yes, Jay. Thank you for the script. <laughs> I'm sorry, Pepsi Phil. Go ahead, man. No, you're good. Great. <laughs> but like I said, Grayson Waller is uh he's just fun to watch and fun to hate. Like I see him and I'm going, like honestly, it's the same reason why I love Chelsea Green so much. <laughs> that yeah, it was- makes fucking sense. Why? Yes. <laughs> She's a total fucking Karen, and you're like, you know what? This somehow works. I, I know it does. Like honestly, the That's Chelsea crazy. got talent thing. I'm vested. I'm yeah. vested in that joint. And the fact that people on social media who aren't even in WWE are throwing themselves at throwing their hats in the ring is amazing. Right? I mean, like, yeah, Chelsea walks out, she's a Karen. Mm-hmm. Grace walks out, he's a Kevin. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> There you go. Hey, what's up? Hey, Temple, oh, what's up, Temple, man? Hey, man, shout out to Temple. He was there live at All In. At Wembley. Him, at mm. Wembley. And if you follow him on Instagram, he had a picture with, of course, MJF himself. Shout out to Temple wow. and subscribe to him as well. Fantastic video games he brings along at his amazing. underground. Amazing. Fantastic. But yes, oh. yes, Wembley was awesome. He was show. It was live. Just There's a little part that's jealous about that one, so. I don't envy you, man, because I'm mm. going to full gear here in Los Angeles, so that's what I'm happy oh, about. Nice. That's right. Mm. All right. Who we got next? Louis, oh, we got next. Oh, the steel cage right there. You see uh... it? Ah, oh, the steel cage matchup. Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus. We saw what happened in Raw. Of course, we're not going to get into Raw, but we're getting into Payback. We saw the outcome, what happened. Now this is the rematch. No interference. None of that. Now it's in a steel cage. Damn it. Damn it in a steel cage. And shout out to Trace for still going on and continuing with this feud. Let's hope this will be the end of it. Thank you, Trish. And, and thank you, Trish. <laughs> That's that yoga it. skills right there, man. That That's the is yoga right. Skills. You're absolutely right about that. That skills. woman runs a string of yoga centers and in Canada. Oh, yeah, definitely. But, man, I'll, I'll just get mine out of the way out of this one. You know, I think this just to end the story, Becky's going to win. Mm-hmm. I hope by pinfall, not to skip out of the cage. I think Zoe's going to get involved somehow and maybe get superplexed from the cage. Who knows? That could be the case mm-hmm. here. I have no idea. But uh, shout out to Zoe Starks. I've been following her for so long. I've been mentioning here in the show. But, yes, absolutely, I'm looking forward to seeing this. And, uh I hope this is the end of the story, and then we get 
Maybe we get Trish saying bye-bye. Say, you know what? I'm out. I quit. I'm out. You go back home and relax. You did your job. You did what you can. Unless they bring in Lita to come back and say, you the one who hurt me. You're the then. Oh, God, we're tag. doing that again. We're going to do that tag match. We're going to have Lita and, and Becky Lynch, which is Trish and, and Zoe. And Zoe, possibly. Mm-hmm. That could be the case. I mean, if it, if it does happen that way, that'd be fine. I mean, I don't mind the story still continue, but if you bring Lita for that, I don't care. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't mind. You know, but we get to see good legends to come back here. But I, I choose Becky. This would be a good matchup, but I think uh, I hope the story ends here. If not, there's my plan B. You're going to have Lita Potty come back and interfere. I'm hoping just for this and not be attacking. That's all I can say. But yes. Pepsi, Phil, take it away, my brother. Who do you got on this one? Just on sheer insanity, I'm giving it to Becky. Remember the last remember, remember the last war games where she jumped off the top of the cage and did a leg drop on somebody? Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, when yeah. have we ever seen her do that ever? Never. They, no Never. one saw her. No one knew she had a leg drop in her move set. Nope. So, Until that and, night. It was like, oh that, shit, that's in the repertoire. <laughs> yeah, she's been doing crazier shit. Excuse me. Crazier shit longer than like after that. Like just in, and if you notice her promos have gotten a little bit more, and you'll forgive me, Irish insane. Mm-hmm. And anyone who knows, and, and if you've ever grown up with the Irish, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Because mm-hmm. it's like, we're talking about... Like, Irish adjacent. Mm-hmm. I can vouch for this. Yeah, we're not talking, <laughs> we're not talking penny dreadful. We're talking, we're peaky blindest dread. Peaky blind is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Becky is on that level right now. And I mean, she's going legendary at this point. And I mean, I love Trish because you know that's that's mm. many a poster was on my wall with Trish on it. Um, but I think Becky's got this match, and I think it's gonna be because she's gonna jump off the cage and do something insane. And I think Zoe Stark gonna also catch some of that too. Mm. I see that. I, I, see that. See that. Mm-hmm. I really do. Notorious. Mm-hmm. Man, I mean, two things in this one. I don't know if you noticed, but lately Becky is like the queen of postponed matches. <laughs> Remember, she was supposed to have a cage match with Bailey, and they just they just cut it from the, from the show. And they and two weeks later they ended up having the cage match, and it was like, oh, okay. Then you get this, and, and shit goes south, and now they're like, oh, we're putting them in a cage. Like, oh, really? she's oh she's she's been mad about him, by the way. She's been pissed about him. Oh no, she's been mad as hell, but it just yeah. happens. And and as far as Trish goes, like I know she just had her first money in the bank. Has Trish ever been in a cage match? That's a good question. I don't I think, think she has. I think she had one against Lita, didn't she? I know they main evented a Raw. Oh no, you're right. It was a cage right, match. It wasn't a Raw. This was like after there was a feud. Remember the first one when they first main evented Lita won. And I think was the feud continued after match? that. Yes, it was. It was yeah. a cage match. Mm-hmm. It was. Okay. Well, you know, it's it's just you know, I the it, at least she has some experience because that 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 money in the bank was a little a little brutal to watch on Trisha's part. It was like, oh, boo boo. Oh, I know you're trying, but and you look good respectfully, but no, no, you shouldn't be here. <laughs> I mean, so I, I'm gonna. Uh, I, I almost wonder if Zoe tries to get involved during the pay per view and Lita comes out and stops her. That's a eh, you know mean, keeping it keeping it one on one, but either way, I I think I think Becky is going to win this, mm-hmm. and then we may get the tag match afterwards. But I, I I'm leaning more towards 
don't know if Trish goes away, but I think maybe Trish starts pushing Zoe to the forefront and like not exactly manager, but just kind of, you know, hype woman for Zoe Stark, you know, mouthpiece for for Zoe. Yeah. And and help further her career because we I mean, look at her. Trish is amazing. She's 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 a trailblazer. She's still Mm -hmm. fine as hell. But your best days are over and Zoe's are ahead of her. Push that woman. Help her get to where she need. Help her get to where you were. <laughs> I mean, that's a that's a legitimate call, right? There. I mean, as much as I love her, I, I'm not saying I always loved her. I'm not saying the business outgrew her, but I think you know she has had her day in the sun. Yeah. Do not get me wrong. She has still like she can still go. She can still oh, no. run. Like I enjoy satisfaction as much as the next person. But I enjoy I mean, everything that that woman does. Yes. I'm just saying, you know, you had you had your time, mm-hmm. and this has been a this has been a feud that I didn't think we were gonna get, and so I'm I'm grateful for that. But now let somebody else have their time. I mean, I'm on the other hand, I'm kind of glad because Trish finally gets to say a proper goodbye than she had before in the past because she remember, remember she just like went away she kind of dipped and had a baby and exactly. then went to the hall of fame back. we were like oh god trish is back wow mm-hmm. but you know and, and, and to your point mm-hmm. to your point pepsi phil about about you know maybe becky being a little you know a little more irish crazy you look at seth rollins and i've said it on my show and i'll, I'll say it again nothing will make you crazier than having a baby <laughs> nothing <laughs> and i'm a psycho and part of the reason I'm a psycho is because I had a baby. And, and you look, they had that baby. Now Seth is the Joker and <laughs> Becky's out here pulling this wild shit. Because they are literally on the point of exhausted and give no fucks all day, every day now. <laughs> I mean, so they're running honestly, on instinct, man. Seth's that, dancing and Becky's, Becky's Lady uh, Gaga one minute. And then she's back to being the man the next. And then she'll dress like Uma Thurman and kill Bill. She don't give a fuck. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's a good call. That's a legitimate call. Nothing, right nothing makes you crazier than having a fucking baby. And remember, they have the baby on tour with them too. They got a right. the baby's on tour. They can't. E- they can't even get away from the baby. It's with them in the in every arena on every trip. Now, oh. now, we, now, we do admit they love that baby, but I mean, oh, that, no. that baby, that baby drive you crazy to hit around six, seven I, years old. Even to this day, I love my son to death. I've spent the last three plus months with my son every day, twelve hours a day, while working. Mm-hmm. I'm so ready for this motherfucker to go back to school on Tuesday. <laughs> I can't even tell you. I am going absolutely batshit crazy. I can't wait for this little this little psycho to get the hell out of my house. <laughs> Everybody like, Dom really loves education. Nope, he like peace and quiet. <laughs> I, hey, I, I'm 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 cool with rackets, whatever. But when it's three straight months, twelve hours a day, seven days a week, I'm like, go somewhere, homie. <laughs> Go anywhere. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so I think this is the only women's match on the card, right? Uh yes, it is. This is the only one. Oh no, 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 it's not. No, no, it's not. No. Actually, no. Oh no, no, that's right. No, no, there's there not. is another. Yeah, there is another. <laughs> All right. We're gonna get into it then. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the Skywalkers. There is another. Yeah, I'm trying. To, <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to predict whether this is gonna be an A, B, or C match. Honestly, it depends. It depends on which Trish shows up. Yeah. If Trish is healthy and Trish is feeling ambitious like she was, like I mean, she's got some time in the ring and she's probably worked out some stuff. Maybe she's much better now. 
But right now, see it being like a solid B match, regardless, with the potential for an A, but also the potential Mm -hmm. for like a C. I mean, obviously, obviously I see Becky carrying. I see Becky carrying this match, though. Yeah. Right. Dom, final thoughts? Oh, just just give me Becky in this one, and I'm good. Yeah. Hey, there she is. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, Kev. Lady Psycho running through the show. Lady shot. Psycho, that's right. Mm-hmm. All right. She we was got... so good on that watch long, y'all. <laughs> oh, yes, she was. We got the undisputed tag team championship on the line. The tag team titles. We got Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens defending it versus the Judgment Day, and that's of course ah. Uh, uh, and of course, Damien Priest. But yes, but go ahead, take it away, Dom. The floor is yours. Man, uh, nothing, nothing against the Judgment Day here, but why did they have to pick the two guys that are beefing with one another to take on the tag team champion? Couldn't have been Damien and Dom. Couldn't have been Finn. Just bring JD in and say, "Hey, JD and Finn, you're gonna get a tag title shot." Something you you put. The, the two most incohesive members of the Judgment Day together in a tag match. Y'all are smarter than... I know you're smarter than this, Rhea. I know. That's called <laughs> drama. And, and I have no idea where this story is going with the Judgment Day. Like, are they going to let JD in? Are they going to beat Finn out? Are those two going to run off and start their own shit? I, I, that's that's intriguing to me. But just, just on the the... Lack of of cohes of cohesion on this side of the screen. I gotta say, Kevin and Sammy retain in a classic fucking tag match. It, it's going to be a great match, but they're going to retain, and something is going to happen with these two. Watch. <laughs> okay, I'm excited. Hey, for it. Pepsi, you. Phil, what do you got on this one, brother? Um, I'm gonna go outside the box on this one. In my opinion, Sammy and Zane's run, Sammy and um, Kevin's run has been boring. It was way more exciting watching them chase the belts because they were part of the bloodline storyline. Now they've won the belts, they're not interesting. I think giving the belts to the Judgment Day, bless them, would be more fun because, like you said, the two most inco- co- like literally the most toxic pair. Like they hate the each other practically. <laughs> and watching them fighting over Seth Seth Rollins is hilarious. And I'm gonna tell you right now, my greatest moment was that scene where like Damien is staring at Fed and with that look of and you just sit there going, We have all been there, brother. I know what you think. Yeah, we have. We have and honestly I know exactly they would they would at least be hilarious to see as champions. Especially if they're like, I want to fight Seth because Finn's reason I got beef with him because he took he took my belt and injured me. And Damien keeps fucking it up. <laughs> Damien's like, I'm taking him because I want my I want a belt. Right? And was like, you already got a belt, but I want his belt. I want his. So, so the drama, <laughs> drama <potential laughs> but the drama potential on, on the Judgment Day side would be great. <laughs> D- uh, Damien's going to turn into Debo. Yo, That's my Debo. Debo. That's my belt, punk. <laughs> Dom's gonna Dom's gonna be like, you got knocked the fuck out. Oh, man. <laughs> I think my favorite moment in all this stuff with Damien and Finn was that that main event on Raw against Cody, where mm-hmm. Damien slides the case in, it goes between Finn's legs, and that look on his face as he's got his hands down like he's about to snap a fucking football. Just mm-hmm. 
And then he turns around and gets a cold call. <laughs> That's probably my favorite moment. <laughs> the good oh, thing yeah. about the Judgment Day is that there are so different personalities, but they mesh so well together. Yes. And it is hilarious. And honestly, I love Dominic Mysterio. Guerrero. I'm sorry. First of all, let me just tell you something right now. That man is not a Guerrero because he literally has the worst mullet game I have ever seen. And that is just disrespectful to Eddie's memory. Oh, my God. He's young, man. He's young. It took Eddie forever to grow that mullet out. (laughs) But uh, the fact that Dom has pretty much gone all in on who he is and this is what he's done. Honestly, you can't be more proud of that kid. And he nah, and my nah. favorite though is him going, he's like he his debut was 18 years ago when he was a kid. Right. And that's when he considers his wrestling debut. And I, and I actually thought about it with he's not wrong. Nope. All uh, right. We'll save the last two matches a bit because we got a director who needs to come in and because oh shit, shit, really. Too. Oh, business has picked up, boys and girls. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> oh, hell business yeah. has picked up. About to become I, a slobber knocker up in uh, here. I have to move things yeah. around. Hold on. Let's see. Oh, no, hold on. I don't, I don't care know. where you put me. This isn't the I don't give a fuck. It's your show, man. <laughs> no, I know. But the thing is, that you I'm ha- the director up top. I don't care. I don't there you go. Hey, <laughs> yo. Hey, I have a puppet chulo here, ladies and gentlemen. And the raptor is here. Oh, that's nice. Right, ladies and gentlemen, the director himself, the one and only Papi Chulo. <laughs> that's nice. Also, yes. Yeah, that's some good shit. Mm-hmm. The director himself, Chris Kennedy. What's going on? We're hanging out, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, after after home, go home, joke or all in, all out, fucking change your goddamn <sighs> names, man. There's a lot of shit going on, man. I'm surprised it's not like all around, all inside, all outside, all upside, <laughs> downside, all everywhere. It's all everywhere, <laughs> man. We, there's, there's a lot of things that is going down, man. But mm-hmm. we'll save the other. We'll save the last all depending matches. on Punk's mood. Exactly. Right. We'll save the other two matches after the dynamite. You leave Punky Booster alone. <laughs> Punky Dooster. Oh, Punky Dooster. Wow. But man, it is that time. Oh, I'm it's calling it. I'm time. calling that from now on. It is time. It's time. It's time. It's beta time. I'm like, but there's no poster because they didn't make it one, unfortunately, because Sony Khan didn't know what the hell to do. Because right. obviously, we already know what happened. People were either illness or they freaking uh, were not able to visit the hurricane. A lot yeah. of things happened after, you know, traveling back here to the United States from London. So a lot of things happened. But mm-hmm. they kept a couple, couple people here. So we got the first opening matchup, of course, and that is uh, Commander is back. Versus John Moxley, Jesus Christ! I mean, I, I don't know what else to say, but I want to direct to take this one over, man, because I, mm-hmm. I it was a good matchup. Though, I'll tell you that. Good to see Commander back, Moxley. It was you got, just uh, you got them fresh chops. Let's let him uh, talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all, all I can say is that it was okay. That's all I can say. Everybody in my, but I'll let the director take it. Away. Go ahead, director, take it away. Uh, I'd have to look at the record, but this is like the ninth random luchador that Moxley's 
pushed over. And uh, that's kind of <laughs> the theme for him in singles competition to boost him. Uh, I think he's gone through – what's the guy with the cool mask I like? Gravity? gravity? Yeah, the new yeah. one, yeah, Gravity. By Kingo. By Kingo? I think he's gone through Vikingo. I think he's gone through Gravity. He's gone through, like, both of the Lucha Bros. I just mm-hmm. – a weird, like, almost jobber thing where he's going through all the Luchadors, where he's the, you know, the brawler, they're the flyers. And uh, they're, they're just – you're getting him ready for his uh, title, oh, fucking hope not, win on this Sunday. So mm-hmm. – they're just stat padding him up a little bit, and uh, that's pretty much all I got. Decent match. Um, you know, it's open the night, which Dynamite doesn't usually disappoint with their opening match. They get right to it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, they're, they're still just trying to just stat pad Mox into that title picture. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. D.O.M., what do you got on this one? I mean, you know, for being a course correction, it was it was a good match. And I'm sure, I'm sure Brian Cage is sitting in the back looking at Mox and like, Why'd you steal my gimmick, bro? I'm the Lucha Destroyer, not you. <laughs> me. I'm that guy, not you. Get me on TV and let me beat the shit out of these people. You got everything. You won belts. You got clicks. Sure, yeah. I'm on ROH. Get me on Dynamite Destroyer Luchadors. It's yeah, I'm looking, I'm, looking at, I'm looking at his like last 10 matches. It's like Commander, Ray Phoenix, Penta, LZ Ray Phoenix, mm-hmm. Penta, um, Artemis Spencer, El Desperado. Yeah. So maybe, yeah, maybe he's, he's got, got a, maybe he's got a Lucha come out with Alex Aberhante's mock or something. I thought you mm-hmm. I don't know. It was it was a decent match. It was pretty enjoyable. Like it was kind of like, all right, cool. I guess what's next? You know, like it, it didn't. It, it's not like I'm a. Oh, you know, if you're a casual, you need to go back and watch this match because it was amazing. Like mm-hmm. this will make you a wrestling fan permanently. Like no, it was just it was a match. It was good. Mm-hmm. Pretty much it was. Pepsi Phil, what do you got on you, brother? Um, so I've always had a little bit of a beef of matches like these because they're mismatched. Mm-hmm. And honestly, they, I don't really feel Mox should ever fight a luchador because it makes no sense for his style. And chemistry-wise, it looks terrible. Yeah. So I will give Commander credit for slowing himself down and actually wrestling mm-hmm. instead of just making it a high-flying match. Um. To your point, I don't understand what that match was for. I mean, they said it was a beef because he hurt Ray Phoenix. I mean, this ain't the. I mean, Ray 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 step off a sidewalk wrong. He hurting himself. So <laughs> like, I love Ray to death, but when you live like that kind of life, stepping off a sidewalk will take you out too. Um, and he's like I said, but don't get me wrong. It was an excellent showcase for Commander, and honestly, going against John Moxley, first match of the night. Lose, win or lose, he came. He came out looking great. He also showed he had a better move set than just jumping off ropes. So I was happy with that because honestly, I really get tired of luchas who just kind of jump around. Unlike Penta, who actually has a ground game, he just likes flying. Yeah. Like that was one I wanted. That's what I wanted to see from Commander, and that's what he gave me. So, I mean, did I think did I think he was going to win? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> But by the way, if, if Mox and Penta want to get together, I'm tuning in for that because those yeah, two exactly. just make beautiful violence together. I love mm-hmm. it. Oh, so man. yeah, so but yeah, but overall, I would say it's not bad. It wasn't bad. I was happy with it. Absolutely. I mean, uh, for me, I was just happy for it to see um, to see Commander. I was happy to see him back. I, and I'm with you. I mean, it doesn't really fit Moxie to fight high flyers. Like I don't get it either, in my opinion. He's just, he's just smashing them, you know. It's like it's just he's just grounding them. Technically. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I just yeah I I just don't care. I, also, I, it, I, it just looks like a weird match. See a dude in the mags fighting Moxley, who's like basically in his work pants. Yeah, mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. I absolutely agree. So all right. Now let's get into the New Japan Strong Champ Open Championship, of course. And then also we got the match that is booked for All Out. Mm-hmm. And you see right in the middle of us. We got Eddie Strong, Eddie Kingston defending the New Japan Open Strong Championship versus Wheeler Yuta. And you know what's funny? The director always called it. He called this his last week. He'd be called it the week before. He'd be called it the week after. He'd be called it we 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 way way back in the days. Back in the days when I was young. <laughs> I want to go that. Wheeler always takes a pin. He took one right here. Every time Blackpool loses, it's because of Wheeler. Whether it's uh, <laughs> it's a submission or a or a, or, a, or, a or whatever happened where he was getting choked and Mox tapped on his behalf, you know, it's always Wheeler, man. I mean, he, Wheeler is the intern. Who else is going to take the L? <laughs> you would think that with a club that's so high and mighty on their own shit that they would have bounced this kid already and put in Daniel Garcia. Where he rightfully belongs, but it is where it or is. Or just get another young boy for fuck's sake. I know. Takeshka <laughs> <laughs> quit. <laughs> went with Don Callis. <laughs> he was in a probationary period, though. Like they were like, "Yeah, we'll give you a shot. You can try mm-hmm. out." He's like, "Nah, I'm going over here." <laughs> yeah. Uh, when Brian, Dan- when Daniel Bryan comes back, he needs to fucking <laughs> kick his fucking head in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, uh, yes, because knowing you, you're going to tell Brian, and Brian is going to be all pissed off, and then Brian's going to go. Fickle! They're fickle! And now it's amateur! Well, go ahead, Bobby Chula, director, take it away. What are oh, your that's thoughts? That's good, on? man. Good match from both guys. I love the fuck you Wheeler chance that they did not censor on uh, national television. Right. Um, Eddie can wrestle. Don't let. Um, you don't, don't believe any reason that he cannot. And Wheeler is a good wrestler. He's fast, he's technical. Um, he's definitely, you know, not a bad wrestler at all. I, I'm just trying to look into his fucking face. <laughs> well, okay. Nope. Last nope. question, though. What are your thoughts now with this tag team matchup happening on All Out? You're going to have Eddie Kingston and, of course, Shibata versus Claudio Castagnoli and Wheeler Yuta. Well, who do you got on that one? Um, I don't see why the two champs wouldn't win this. I mean, there's three champs, technically. Uh, I don't see why Eddie wouldn't win this. He beat Claudio at the Stampede. He finally got his victory over him there. Um, I see Wheeler taking another L on this one. I I don't know if there's going to be a spin or a turn or a surprise, but I definitely don't see Blackpool winning this. Oh, no, we don't see it. Pepsi Phil, what are your oh. thoughts of the matchup and um, the matchup for All Out too? I'm I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a director on this one. Chris was right. Like I said, it was a strong match. I love watching Eddie wrestle. Um, Wheeler, I enjoy. I've always enjoyed Wheeler Yuta going back before AEW. So seeing it, which, what I do, what I find hilarious, however, is the fact that Tony, who will pretty much do whatever some wrestlers tell him, will not just give us a singles Claudio Eddie match. Like literally, they have been dancing around with it every single chance they get, but we will not get a singles match between Eddie and Claudio. And I don't know if it's because they got real heat, or you know, he's there, he's stringing it along. Because, I mean, it's been almost, what, three years? No, two years now that they've had beef and they've talked about it, but nothing's ever happened. So I'm I'm genuinely curious, like, mm-hmm. all out. Because you know when all out happens and they face each other for five, like, like five minutes in the ring, everyone's going to, like, lose their stuff. 
talking about ooh. So, and I mean, unfortunately, yeah, Wheeler's going to take the L probably from Shibata. Um, unfortunately, because you know that's his lot in life. <laughs> I mean, if, I mean, if Regal was here, he wouldn't stand for it. But you know, right. he taking care of his kid in, in WWE, and Daniel Hurt would you know you know he just recovering. And I mean, your leader is either Mox, bless his heart, or Claudio, who he still figured out his way at AEW. And he drinking coffee. If you watch, <laughs> if you watch Instagram, you actually know that joke makes more sense. To I you. think I had exactly. What you're uh, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, I, I was happy. Like I said, I'm always happy to see these two go for it. So, although I can't take Willie Yuta as a heel seriously, he's I like, mean, I don't think like, anybody can take this man seriously. Yeah. It's like Dom as a heel. <laughs> They're just going. That's adorable. You keep wrecking. You go be angry. <laughs> it's not oh, you. <laughs> it's not oh, and I think we appreciate you very much. Yes, we do. Love oh, you thank you, sir. Oh, thank you. The evolution. The Torres. What are your thoughts on this overall and the match for all out? Man, the 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 match at Dynamite was. Probably my favorite match of the night. I mean, it was hard hitting. It was intense. It was brutal. And yeah, of course, Wheeler's going to put the L in Wheeler as usual. <laughs> and that bothers me because I'm with Pepsi Phil. I have been following this guy long, long, long before AEW. And I love him. But when you look at who he's rolling with, he's going to be the one to eat that finish every fucking time. And then this match, I honestly didn't know about until Ivan put the graphic up. I'm like, mm-hmm. really? And, and then my next thought was Pepsi Phil's thought. Like, what? All Out is struggling to find a card, and you can't put Claudio in the ring with Eddie Kingston one-on-one. Mm-hmm. That makes no sense. That would practically be the highlight of the goddamn show right now, especially with, with Punky Douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> not sh- probably not showing up like redirecting to Eddie and Claudio would be beautiful instead we're getting a tag match it, it, and I'm always going to be happy to see Shibata and at the mm-hmm. same time going man just be careful just, just do just 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 be careful we know what happened to you like we we know the condition of your cranium just be careful yeah um, and you got to think that Eddie and Shibata are going to win this because, again, you look at the four people on that graphic and you got champ, 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 Yuta. Yep. <laughs> Very true. You already Brother know who's going to lose. I don't know who's going to pin him. I knew you'd come. I knew you'd come. <laughs> so here's, here's the thing, though. Did you see Takeshita pinning Kenny at All In? No. Yeah, the no, most no, devastating no. move in all of sports entertainment. Surprise <laughs> <laughs> <The> roll up. <laughs> Two wins with that with that move in the same night. <laughs> I mean, honestly, say what you will, but that's a solid move that when you break it out, you win by it, no one's upset. Like clean, clean win. It's protected clean win. SMJF. Mm, yep. <laughs> so I mean, here's the thing I love about Wheeler Yuta. If you go to the Blackpool Combat Club and you look at the entire roster, you go. 
he's the worst wrestler in the Blackpool Combat Club. You're going, <laughs> he's the worst wrestler in the Blackpool Combat <laughs> Club. Somebody, what does somebody, that tell you? Uh, Wheeler, Which means he could be one of the best wrestlers on the roster. Yeah, yeah, I say Moxley by far is the worst wrestler. I say Wheeler's actually up there as far as comparing him to Moxley goes. Hmm. Uh, Moxley, yes, yeah, true. Moxley don't really wrestle. Right, really? Silver Sandman. You know, would you say Sandman's one of the greatest Silver wrestlers Sandman. in ECW? You would not. No, no, not even close. But no. <laughs> right? he was the, not he even was top, top 100. No, he was a, Sandman was a great worker, not a great wrestler. He was exactly. a great gimmick. <laughs> he has a good point there. But I, De Niro, I know you're saying this. Uh, I look, De Niro I would agree getting... that Sandman was not a great wrestler. He was a good, you know, great entertainer, great man of mind. Yeah. Man of violence is what we're going to call that style. Yes, yes, it is. Well, De Niro, put your comment below. Say, you know, do you agree with the about Sandman? Give us your thoughts about Sandman. That's all I want to know. I, I, I definitely he, he, agree he, with. He agrees. He agrees. I agree with his comment. The card is kind of meh. And, yeah, and they definitely should have had Claudio versus. Who was the Mongol and Michael the BCC? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, there's not a lot of botch mania going on in, in there, there's only anime. one Mongo, and he was gloriously horrible. Mm-hmm. But who's, the, who's the Deborah McMichael of the BCC? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Renee Paquette. <laughs> in, Renee's, in Renee's defense, though, she don't wrestle, she don't get in the ring. Uh, Sam is the greatest wrestler. He's still alive. Yeah, he's he's a grandpa right now. Grandpa Sandman. <laughs> grandpa Man, you can Sandman. Just, you can just oh, feel man. the sarcasm coming off the screen right now. <laughs> oh, it's all really nailed it to a point. Like it's really Renee Paquette is the fucking terrible. <laughs> Honestly, oh, I love it. The best thing about Renee is she's like. I'm just trying to do my job, and no one respects that poor woman. Nobody, uh, nobody respects that woman. I mean, they respect, they respect the Lily Gar- Lillian Garcia more than they do Renee Paquette. Especially <laughs> Eddie Kingston just lost all respect for that woman. Like, tell your husband I'm gonna fucking kill him. I don't care what you think. <laughs> right? Exactly. I'm supposed to fix it. I'm supposed to fix it. I ain't fixing shit. <laughs> Any but. final thoughts? We'll move on on this one. No, nope. Renee's a glorified right. messenger. That's my final thought. <laughs> I mean, I'm I, honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I'm, ex- I'm, I'm, I was really happy when, uh, when Eddie won the strong open championship. Me too. Mm-hmm. I wasn't. I thought, ready I thought it was more. I thought it was more than ready for it. So it's about fucking oh, time. He deserves absolutely. it. I think he deserves yeah. that ROH title, but he'd have to fight. He'd have to fight fucking Claudio for. <laughs> They're probably gonna save it for the next event coming up, probably here in. California. You know how many times we've been saying that, <laughs> right? <laughs> Every pay per view. Well, they're saving it for insert AEW pay per view here. They're saving yeah. it for insert ROH pay per view here. Still ain't happened. I know, right? Hey, Tony just play with my feelings. Man, you're teasing us, Tony. You're not pleasing. Tony, us. That makes you, you bullshit. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, you called it. You called it. Uh, where are you, Tony Khan? Where are you? Because I want to play very quick. Because I want to play. Because I want to play. Damn it, Tony Khan! Where are you, damn it? That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> no, you're bullshit. bullshit. Tony Khan, you're bullshit, Tony Khan. I'm tired of this shit. Jesus. All right. Well, speaking of tiring, what is every going time. on with this? What the hell is going on with this segment? Okay, so we got. 
Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Oh, but you know what? You could have hit him harder with the bat. Oh, well, it, I don't. Director could probably break down the details of what the segment happened because I've missed the segment completely. But oh, I don't know where okay. exactly, exactly where they're going with this. I'd rather let the director break it down for us. Go ahead, director. What the hell is um, going on with this? Segment? Yeah, I mean, basically, they both apologized to each other in the most passive aggressive way ever. Right. Uh, and then they hugged it out and said the uh, sex gods are back and they're challenging for the tag titles next week. Oh my god. Well, they need a tag That's title. It. Yep. That's it. So I mean, where do you see this going then? What's that? I going have on? no idea. I I, can, I don't know. You know the best way, the on. simplest, the simplest way to describe this. It was like Sammy and Jericho went to Adam Cole and MJF and said, "Hey, can we copy your homework?" And they were like, "Yeah, but, but just change, change it up a little, bit. a little bit." Yeah, that's all it is. There you go. We're we're gonna passive aggressively snipe one another, then we're gonna hug it out and go after a tag team championship. Didn't that just happen at all in? Literally. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I just. It's the same thing, y'all. The same. <laughs> I mean, I let's face it. M- MJF and Adam Cole need a need a team to need a team to go after because no one on this panel believes they could beat FTR in a tag match. <laughs> yeah, nobody in this panel would be wrong then. I'm with Brother Nero on this one too. Like Sammy versus Jericho could have really done something for this card coming up mm-hmm. on on Sunday, and yet nope. But haven't I we mean, seen Sammy? Haven't we seen Sammy versus Chris already though? Have we? That's a good question. Have, I don't know. have you I seen the question? With Sammy and Chris. I don't think we have. With verses or with the titles? Versus. No, versus. Versus. Um, I think they might have didn't fought they have a, didn't, they have didn't they have the champ, champagne match recently back in the day? No, you're thinking of Orange Cassidy with that Mimosa oh, Mayhem kid. Right. Yeah, I'm just saying, as far as I know, it's been Sammy and Jericho since day one in AEW. Okay. I don't know if they ever fought each other. Yeah, I don't Could think they, they ever did. Man, maybe uh, they didn't. Yeah, I thought when I thought when 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 Sammy broke away from the JAS and was a sort of a face for a while, he was like, because it was him, it was like him and the anti MJF Jericho unifaction. But yeah, I guess they have it. So I guess, yeah, they could have been. It could have been an all out card match. It really could have. It would have made the card a lot better. But we're not yeah. getting that either. We're not gonna <laughs> get that either. What are we I saving mean, this shit for? <laughs> I, I am. Any fun. I mean, think about it this way. They can't, I mean, they put all their eggs in a basket and all in. They can't be doing, they can't do it twice in two pay-per-views. That's like programming. <laughs> all out, as in we're all out of cards. So here exactly. you go. I mean, any, any final thoughts of this segment? Pepsi Phil, DOM, what do you guys got on this uh, one? No, it was, honestly, I like Jericho. I don't like Sammy, and it's just not an interesting con. It's like, Saving their friendship is the least compelling storyline that I care about. Yeah, I mean, I like them both, but I feel mm. like we've just seen this, and we're still mm. seeing it, and we mm. don't need part two of better of better than you, baby, starting starting <laughs> this next guy. But but I'll give Jericho credit; he is still trying to sell this storyline because he's been doing it online through to, through Twitter as well. Like he's been trying to sell it. Like he's like oh, texting. He's like he's literally posting on Twitter, "Sammy, congratulations on your birthday. Please text me back." Kind of thing. <laughs> So, I like that. So he's like I said, Jericho's doing his job. It's just yeah. Great. So in the ring, they're better than you, baby. And outside of the ring, he's Roddy. How come you ain't call me? <laughs> <laughs> Sammy. Sammy. 
I mean, uh, we ain't gonna discuss Roddy and his mean girl moments, but no, no we're, we're not there. No, we're not gonna <laughs> We are not gonna get there. No, not yet. No, mm. no. We're, 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 what we're gonna get into is the woman's right here, baby. We're gonna get into it. That's right. We got the women's trio match, of course. Chris Stanlander. Dr. Rick Breaker, DMD, and of course, he's got a sheet up versus Nada Rose, Emmy Sakura, and Marina Shafir. Man, director. Oh, shit, Jesus. Excuse me. My apologies. Talk about it. Break it down. What do you got for us, brother? Yeah, I mean, besides Marina Shafir, you have the best and the best of the division right here. And I like that they're mixing up the um, women's title and the women's heavyweight title uh, roster together. For the longest time, you know, Britt Baker, um, Sheeta, and can you move the graphics so I can see who's on the left over here? Oh, uh, that's he could, so it's uh, left of, who's left of of of, of Nyla Rose. Oh, oh. Uh, it's uh, uh, uh Emmy Sakura. Emmy Sakura. Yeah. Okay, Emmy cool. Sakura. So you have legends. You have, like I said, Britt, Sheeta, Stanliner's got the belt, former champions, and then everyone who's going after the TVS title. I like the mix. Um, it's cool to see they kind of reset the play the the the, the board for the two titles because for the longest time you knew who was going after the main event title and you knew who was going after the mid card title mm-hmm. and you got different targets and different players and I'm cool with that they're kind of switching it up a little bit trying to make something out of Marina Shafir I mean best of luck to you she's been at- <laughs> keyword try <laughs> yeah I, I but uh, wow. yeah I like I like this new like. Wife swap of the titles is cool. I'm into uh, some fresh, fresh blood with new targets. MC oh. Phil, what are your thoughts about this matchup? Honestly, it makes me think they're starting to try to come up with some ideas for the women's division. Like they're actually trying to put in the work. And I mean, I, and, I, and I say that only because of the fact that it felt up until like the last couple of, I'll say, I'll say month. We'll give month. She's talking to Jade Cargill. Where the fuck is she? I mean, I was why is the Nero coming up? Jade Cargill went went a year straight, no time off. Give her some damn home time. Let her chill. Right, <laughs> right. Let her have her moment. But that is you know, hilarious. With the kids and shit. So. Damn, but see, that's what she did. <laughs> she definitely abducted her. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. She likes to pretend she's not an alien. But um, no, um, honestly, up until a month ago, it felt aimless. And now it feels like they have a plan. I've enjoyed this. I mean, I like I said, I'm waiting to see more fallout from all out, from all in. I mm-hmm. think bringing these back, bringing these folks back to the forefront means that they care about their women's division and want to actually do something with all of them. Because when was the last time Nyla Rose wrestled? Right. Like, uh, last week? Since the last show of Dark, <laughs> I, I think I think she got a match with Sheeta on Rampage before Sheeta won the title. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was maybe the last time. When was the last time Emmy Sakura was actually in America for a match? I mean, I haven't. I mean, I, she may have been, but I haven't seen her. Recently. I can't remember the 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 event. I remember she dressed as Freddie Mercury and actually mm-hmm. drew a mustache on her face, mm-hmm. and I fucking loved it. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, so seeing all of them, and like I said, it's great seeing Chris Stadlander back because I think absolutely, you got, if you find yeah. somebody who's like, I mean, you can't like you can't just be replacing Jade Cargill with a scrub. 
No. Um, so bringing, no, in, bringing in Chris Statlander was great, and she has done a great job offline through her social media, pushing herself, was like basically making her, make it, doing what MJF did, basically making herself a contender offline. So when people see her come back, it's like, oh, I'm ready. Um, and, you know, Hikaru Shida, she, you know, workhorse, Britt Baker, she's there. She's the women's locker room division leader, despite what some people might want to argue. Oh, no, fact. Yeah, so, yeah, I was happy with this match. Like I said, I still, it felt a little bit disjointed at times, Mostly because it was like, I ain't never worked with you people before on a regular basis, so what do I do? Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I was like, I was glad they had this. Is a, this is honestly their big guns they brought out for this night, which I was happy with. And there's a lot of wrestling, there's a lot of matchups in here. We've, I mean, I can't remember if I've ever seen Britt versus Statlander or yeah. Sheeta versus Shafir. You know, like, I like mm-hmm. that these are new configurations. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. BOM. Man, you know, I mean, Pepsi feels right where it looks like they're starting to find their way with the women's division. But when this match began, my first thought was like, this is day one OG AEW bookings. Like, like first first couple Dynamites, the shows before they got on TNT, they had these like six women mashup matches that were high octane and and Emi Sakura and Nyla were in a couple of them. And it was just to highlight the women. That's all. And it was before. just to yeah, yeah, put a spotlight on the women, and and this obviously led us into more of, you know, Ruby coming out, drop, dropping Statlander, and trying to get into that TBS title picture, and you know, I mean, yes, she is the Wheeler Yuta of the Outcast, but it's this still going to be a damn good match. Oh yeah, and, I'm just I'm I'm just happy with Tony. I will punch your mom in the face, Storm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tony, don't call me Barbie Storm. I don't know what all that shit is. She looked like she's, she in, Mar- she's in Marilyn Monroe mode. Which I, I'm I think Grandma said it. I think Grandma said it best yesterday during that promo. It looked like Tony needed a fainting couch. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> But I, um, I enjoyed the hell out of this match. Uh, it really was a good throwback to what AEW did with their women when they started. And I felt like that was a good direction for them. And they lost sight of that. And maybe they're getting it back. And maybe they'll build on that. We don't know. But it was nice to see, especially with these women. And I love Emi Sakura. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. It was cool seeing her back for the first time in a long time. It's been I mean, the outfit. It's, the it's outfit was dope time. as always. I just gotta say that too. <laughs> I may be, I'm, I may be the minority here, but I miss Maki Ito because there was there. <laughs> I kind of do. There I, I don't, I don't miss a, the performance for ten minutes on the ramp, but I do miss her in the ring. There is a special kind of sociopath in Maki Ito that I enjoy to no end. It's kind of like when you see, like, oh, it's so cute, but it's going to go kill something, but you can't, t- <laughs> but you can't turn away from it. That's what Maki Ito is for me. Wow, you just described my son. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. <laughs> but yeah, but I do. I, I, I enjoy her because literally she was like, she was like the weird one in the women's division that just kind of like made everything like, it's not going to be a great match, but it's definitely not going to be a boring match. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I enjoyed it myself. It was good. I already enjoyed mm-hmm. it. So we'll see the outcome. Good to see Ruby Soul yeah. come out at the end. And at least it's building <laughs> the, the BS title, at least for that. So we'll see. 
Speaking of titles, what do you guys said about the new titles right here? They are beautiful. I, I, I love them. them. Hey, I you know what? I, I'm going to say, too, I actually really enjoy these belts. I have mm. no issue with these belts. I like the fact how they introduced the belt of the back of the belt, but like with a scissor me, like how like, oh, mm-hmm. I like that. I yeah, really that's too. beautiful. It's beautiful. You know, I, uh, I, I was telling grandma last night because we have our, our little meetups every now and then. I said, we got to get these belts. And then when we meet up, we bring them with us and we just scissor as soon as we see each other. <laughs> well, I mean, Truth be told, and I, I I thought it was a really bad call at first putting the acclaimed with Billy Gunn because it made no sense to me whatsoever. And apparently, Daddy ass. It just put anybody can put anybody over. I mean, except his sons. Um, except <laughs> yeah, except his own kids. Yeah, but but that's probably. I mean, honestly, that's probably for the best because no no dad can put like even Dusty couldn't do it for Cody at first. Um, like I said, the acclaim they're like they came out. I don't want to say they didn't come out of nowhere, but they showed me something and bringing in daddy ass made him even more like definitely even made him more great. And the segments that they do together are some of the funniest stuff I have ever seen. And honestly, if you had told me scissor me daddy would be the hottest thing at AEW, I would think you were insane. It's literally <laughs> the hottest thing since two words for you. I, yeah. I will fucking fight. I yeah. To the, to the, yep, no, nope, you're right. Is it, exactly. Is it just me, or if you would have told me like five years ago that you know, uh, jump in the future and you know, Trips is going to be a shell of himself with a def- with a friggin' built in defibrillator. Mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels is going to be wall eyed and bald, but Billy Gunn is going to be a champion in 2023. I would have been like, get the fuck out of here. I mean, but here we are. I think what you said, you said he was C turn 64 in November. He turned yeah, 60 I mean, in November. Yeah. 60 in November. He's I mean, he's been amazing. Like honestly, like I said, he's in his he's not as fast as he used to be, but that man got technical skill that's amazing to look at. You sir leave that man no. alone. <laughs> no, keep going. Keep going. I love it. Oh my goodness. I love it. Just this reminds man. me of TJ giving all the daddy ass nicknames. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but to your point though, this new I actually enjoy the new belt. And actually like I, I enjoy they make like the trios championship should be fun. Like I mean, a six, a three on three match honestly makes no sense in wrestling because it's just like controlled chaos. Mm-hmm. So seeing someone it. properly use the three, like don't get me wrong, house, you know I love the House of Black and they me were too. great, but let's face it, not exactly the most personable people to hold a belt. No, but like, but, but boy, were they chaotic. Real, real merch. Even yeah. even in Malachi Black, his merch company is like his merch company that has nothing to do with pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. So. That's a, you know compared to the you know acclaimed being the number one probably merch sales I'd say across all brands of all companies right now. Yeah, exactly. So that makes perfect sense. And honestly, don't get me wrong, Julia Hart, love her. Yeah. But, you know, think about it. When's the last time? If when it wasn't Malachi, how many times you heard the House of Black do a soliloquy? Like like with the right. you know you just don't because that's not their shtick, and it's not their fault. They're 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 fun to they're fun to watch destroy people. However. The acclaimed is fun to watch them come out and do anything. Mm-hmm. And you know, if House of Black had somebody to go against, like honestly, I'm still waiting for that House of Black BCC crossover soon. Yeah. Um, but I um, like that. 
the House of Black Folk Combat Club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pepsi exactly. I've been talking about so that for basically years. Basically, corporate now. ministry point two, two point mm -hmm. yeah. Hey, I wouldn't buy that at all. Actually, I I really but, wouldn't. No, nah, I wouldn't either. There, but I, I'll 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 add there. There's two things we need on awshop.com. One was of course the painting of. Don Callis holding Chris Jericho's head. I think I think they, they've already linked trade to the artist who has those. Yeah, pretty much. And two, these trios championship belts because I need oh, those. In already up there. Probably yeah. already <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now. I, they I better be because I need one. But them things is AEW does not do retail well. I mean, was it? I wanted the AEW championship belts. That's a ridiculous number right there. That's like that's like six months of ramen eating right there. Yeah, I'll happily do it. I've done. <laughs> I've had to live on ramen for worse. I'll happily do it to get those belts. <laughs> so, I mean, like I said, they're great to watch. And honestly, I'm, I'm genuinely, like, to your point, I am genuinely surprised to see Billy Gunn with this, with this renaissance of his career. Because you, you, you heard the stories. Billy should, Billy did some wild stuff back in the day. Oh, yeah. Oh, we were, we, did, we all grew up watching. <laughs> we saw a lot of Billy's we saw it all. Stuff. We saw it all. I mean, let's face it. Literally, Billy, most of it. I mean, let's face it. The the New Age Outlaws got many a kid suspended or expelled from school because of this bullshit. Right here. Right here. Mm -hmm. uh, I told the me, principal to suck it. I was gone. I do. I do, <laughs> love, man, I do yeah. Right. I do love that. This is this is the new crotch shop. Yeah, crotch it shop. is. Crotch it is. shop is still relevant. People are still doing it. Mm -hmm. And they're still doing it. AEW and WWE um, and PCW Ultra. But I yeah. hope I don't know who, who's got kids that are like going. Who we were all probably going through puberty sort of through the Attitude Era. Any of y'all got I'm kids? Not... You no kids in puberty right now? Going through school? Yeah, I know a few of them, but honestly, in that, in that age range, are they on are the they, verge, are man? On the are they are they verge. fucking getting in trouble for scissoring it at school? No, but here's <laughs> the thing. Here's the thing, though. Adults are doing it now. Like people that are twenty, like they're doing it with each other on the street. So Thank God like, my son hasn't done it at school yet. Like we'll yeah. do it in the house. If we if something cool happens, that's like, gonna be a great bro. conversation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mister 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 Dom, uh, your son or daughter or whoever has been scissoring at school, yeah. and you got the process. Look, look. Little psycho tried to scissor his classmate, and uh, we need you to come pick him up. <laughs> You're also getting billed for the eye patch. Fuck! Well, he, did, ah. wait, he did ask for permission, though, right? Okay. <laughs> Can you tell him to stop calling me daddy? <laughs> he needs to bring back the um ass. Oh my god, I would love that. Yeah, oh, I would yeah. love that. But like I said, I'm happy to see him. Like, Tony wasn't going to cut the, ch the check for Queen in England. He's not cutting the check for no, he's man. not. No, he is not, man. I was like, really? you going to have half that album, but not this one? I spent too much on Metallica for Sting. Sorry, guys. That explains, <laughs> that explains a little death. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Any final, any final thoughts on this? Uh, I, I, I think I wish I wish it was that's more of like a salmon pink. I wish it was neon hot pink, like like uh, <laughs> I like hot pink. Like I, you can look at look at all my shit behind me. It's all hot pink. I want it neon. Yeah, pink. I like it. Yeah. I believe the hot pink belongs to the heart foundation. Yeah, I... that might be. <laughs> if you remember that first Owen Hart belt was hot was hot pink. Yep. So maybe I they said, had a little, maybe Martha was like, mm -mm, Tony. <laughs> I literally said two days ago on the on the boomer book that I was sick and tired of Bret Hart having a lot of monopoly on the pink and black. So I'm taking it back. <laughs> We're taking it back, Hart family. Yeah, that's that's totally mine now. 
Natty's okay. ruined it that, anyway. That, that got to be a debate center right there for that, for sure. The, the pink okay. black should belong to Add that area. to the list. Dun, 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 dun. Yes, we're going yes, to add that to the list. Speaking of this, another list of segment before we get into the main event is this damn fucking segment. Jesus, why? Oh, God. Uh, God yeah. you, uh, look, I, there's a reason why I brought this up. Because what does that look like Kenny Omega with a shaved head? Oh, yeah, I know, right? But it's Mike Bennett. And I was no, the guy above him, uh, the other one. Oh, yeah, it's Matt, Matt Taven. Matt Taven looks like fucking Kenny Omega from Wish. Matt Taven wishes he was Kenny Omega. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason why I brought this up, because I get this for a reason. You see how they're touching the story. Oh, yeah, back in the days, Ring of Honor, and you, you hear the stories. Of course, they don't want to bring up NXT, the Undisputed. But I, I <laughs> they kind of touched it. They kind of touched kind it. Kind of. But here's one thing that I am sick and tired of. And, I, and I, I'm and i digressing for a reason because I've seen this in NXT when it was the Undisputed. And I'm tired of fucking seeing Roger Strong with a fucking neck brace. I'm tired of that shit. Like, that needs to change. I feel like he had it back in NXT, too. That's what I'm saying. Yes, he, he did. did. He had it. He, he had did, it, like right? the it if wasn't the can... it wasn't the Velcro one. It was like the full on plastic. Yes. Oh my brace. god, dude! Yes. First of all, the uh, neck brace is one of the most famous piece of wrestling memorabilia <laughs> in the whole of history. The number of wrestler who has used the neck brace as a oh, storytelling man. tool cannot yeah. be counted. All the way back it's to like uh, a Jericho. Uh, stro- it's like a Jericho scroll from Nitro. It's just exactly. <laughs> So Roderick Strong, on it. Roderick Strong is pushing forward a legacy that has long since been forgotten. Right. And I'll give him, I'll, I'll give you credit for that Pepsi film. However, though, I am tired of seeing Roger Strong <laughs> in a fucking neck brace. Stop being with the neck brace. I <laughs> am tired of it. Like, I just I, look, I'm just tired of seeing then no, no, what about our friendship? He did the same shit in NXT. Go like, back enough with the Stacy. I need Roddy. Yes, I I need I need the full fucking aggression of ruthless aggression, right? That's what I. I'm tired. No, I'm. T- no, it's just, it's, oh. just, it's repetitive. We've seen it already. I need the Roddy that debuted on Dynamite. I need the Roddy that beat Joe. I need that guy. <laughs> I, I need the Roddy that beat Jericho. Here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing with Roderick Strong. He only got one mode. He can only fight. <laughs> that man ain't got no personality. Mm. Like think about it. When he was with Red Dragon, he oh. was that was his whole personality right there. Now that he's pretty much by himself. He's got to carry his own water, and they need to give him something to make him interesting. And do not get me wrong, I love Roderick Strong. I think he's a great wrestler, and in a lot of ways, he reminds me of he reminds me of Lance, and pretty much just as a technical skill master. The problem is, is neither one of them two dudes should be on a mic, and him whining, him whining like the fourth Mean Girl in in the Mean Girl sequel, at the very least, makes him interesting to hang out with. I mean, I mean, honestly, you like you want to see him get hit in the face with something the way he's acting. To your point, Stacy need to catch some hands because mm-hmm. uh, this is the most I have been. This is the most I have paid attention to him. Even back in his undisputed era, like, because let's face it, I never like everyone else. We paid attention to him. He was just like, Roderick's about to go in and wrestle. Cool, he's not wrestling. Oh, they don't need to pay attention anymore. Like that's honestly how I how I treated the man for no reason whatsoever. 
So, I mean, yeah, I can see your, your point, Doug. You know, why won't some, like, why won't love don't live here no more? I understand that. <laughs> but right? I, I told you we should see other people, Roddy. <laughs> fuck, get over it. I mean, I, that's, it's just, I need to get over it. And it's like, unless the only thing is that this is kind of sending us the story that eventually is going to come down the line that Adam calls him to give in and be the heel and create his fucking faction again. This time, what was the faction of Ring of Honor he had with Matt Taven and, uh, the, and kingdom. the Kingdom? The Kingdom. The yeah. Kingdom, Undisputed Kingdom. They're still using that. it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, I mean, we could see that. That could be the case. I mean, but it's, I think, it's a good, it's a good ceiling. It, look, it's a, it's a good set. The only thing for me is that bothers me. The neck brace needs to go. I, mean, I am with you. To but Chris's that, point, though, do we care about Matt Taven? No. <laughs> no. That's the problem. We don't care about it. Mike Bennett I care about. because This honestly, is the Mike, second promotion that has tried to get you to give a shit about Matt Taven. Yeah. Oh, Mike, Bennett has, Mike Bennett has done a successful job of redefining himself and rebuilding. However, Matt Taven, mm. he, he, he like the freckle-faced stepchild who just keeps following along. And you're going, well, he's here. I mean, let's face it. Dominic Mysterio got more respect than he does. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he does. Because, you know, Dominic You think this is a game to me? I served hard time. Exactly. Hard time. You think that <laughs> mullet grew naturally if it wasn't for hard time? No. Nope. Hell no. No, it didn't. It did not. <laughs> but, director, are you... What are your takes on this? Are you accepting this? Or what the hell is going on with that? Uh, I do like that they are giving the casual fan a backstory, which is something that they don't generally do. Yeah. You know, everyone is supposed to just know this backstory. And so at least they're trying to make us care about it. I think Roddy is terrible on the mic. I don't understand that. <laughs> it's so weird. You, um, mean as, you mean as generic white guy number one? Generic white guy number one. And as, a, <laughs> and as a slightly almost less generic white guy, I'm not offended by that at all. <laughs> Remember, you're, you're not white, bro. You, you're, you're oh, that's not, right. I'm thinking I'm Mikla. That's right. I'm into it. Yeah, you're Mikla, right? Uh, you're oh, Mikla. yeah. I'm half something out there. I don't know what. But um, – yeah, it could have been shorter, but I at least I like the attempt that they're trying to create the backstory. As far as where it's going to go, I, I don't know. So far, it's going to be Adam and MJF versus these two. Maybe they find a third. Maybe it's Fish or O'Reilly, whichever one is not like retired due to severe injury. I forget which one's which. Um, yeah, I don't know. Or, I mean, the, I'm still also waiting for the big MJF shoe to drop. I still think he, we are going to just yeah. love him. And then he's just going to pull the biggest devil move of all time. And maybe he does join the kingdom. And then this is all for that. I don't know. I do like um, what Tempo's saying, though. That reminds me of PWG right there, Mount Rushmore. Instead of yeah. being yeah. the yeah. Young Bucks and, Ke and Kevin Owens, that could be. And that's the big ad. That's if Colorado comes back ahead of time. We don't know that. That's a good yeah, call. That's a good call, sure. Tempo. Yeah. I mean, DOM, we'll do you have any, any take on this one? Yeah, you know, I mean, for starters, Matt Taven calling somebody corny just got me laughing my ass off. Like, really, mm -hmm. you, you, you are the corniest <laughs> son of a bitch alive. Where's the last place Matt Taven was? ROH. Yeah, was it? Okay, before ROH, I mean. He <laughs> <laughs> been in ROH for a minute. That was where I called him. And he's been using the word Melvin his whole career, and, he's been, and then he called somebody corny. I was like, dude. Melvin! No. Oh my God. no, shut the fuck up. Like, no, you, 
You cannot call somebody corny. Don Don Callis cannot call anyone a, so, a sociopath either. That is literally the pot calling the kettle black. That is bullshit. You need to stop that. You're bullshit, Jim Corden. Exactly. But but these three guys basically painted Adam Cole as the bad guy and all this other stuff. Yet yet they yet two of them are the kingdom, which Adam Cole put pushed to the forefront and then left as they said to join the Bullet Club. But he has since gone on to form other factions, roll on his own, and they are still the kingdom. You ought to be thanking this motherfucker. Not calling him out on national TV. What the hell is wrong with you? Maybe. You are who you are because he made you. <laughs> he and Matt Hardy made the fucking kingdom. If you watch ROH, you know. I think Temple might have brought it up. I don't know. The comments mm-hmm. by too fast. And they are still rolling with that today. You owe him your livelihood. And you're in the ring talking shit because he hasn't called you. Um... I don't know if you noticed this, fellas. Adam Cole, a little busy lately. Just, just a little busy. And there's only so many homies he can get in the PC. Like he brought in Roddy, he brought in Kyle, he brought in, he brought in freaking Bobby. How many guys do you think Trips was gonna let him bring through the door? Especially once Vince shut that down and said we're not doing any talent anymore. That's the point. Mm-hmm. Like this. So, you know, like when when you're as deep of a of a wrestling fan as I am, you hear this shit and you're like, just shut the hell up. And as far as Roddy's concerned, I loved when Roddy debuted because he didn't say anything. He didn't he didn't cut a promo. They just hit his music. He walked out and he saved Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. Single handedly. And then all of a sudden had the matchup with Joe and shit went sideways and then you know Adam's running with MJF and now he's the guy in the neck brace again only he might be more pathetic now than he was in NXT it's it's getting ridiculous it's like I don't know why these guys are complaining you basically have a career riding the coattails of Adam Cole so how about you shut the fuck up thank him and move on Yeah, that's exactly how Roger goes sound right now, crying and shit. That's exactly how I, I think the problem is, is that it's the storyline they gave him. I got no problem with them being pissed off at Cole. I need a better reason than you left us. That's like being mad at someone graduating high school. I thought we were friends, man. <laughs> I said we were friends. Exactly. It's like. It's like, like if I don't talk to Ivan for two weeks, he's not going to hit me up and be like, I thought we were friends, man. What the yeah, fuck? so I kind of feel like they need a, like, Roddy kind of has a beef that he could have, except it's gone a little, it's gone a little infantile in my opinion. And I don't, the kingdom, I'm still not entirely sure what they're shooting for, other than they just, like, they're trying to buck for like another faction, like another member of their faction, which is perfectly fine. It's just their reasoning for their anger doesn't really vibe with quote unquote the kingdom as right. it was. Like if you want to be mad at somebody, be mad at Cole because you know, yeah, yeah, he did graduate without you, but it's like you we still great and we're gonna teach you yeah. a lesson for leaving us. Yeah, that's a much better reason. That's a much better reason to be mad at somebody. Honestly, like what was what was the point to the whole segment? It almost sounded like they were warning MJF from afar. Yeah. Like, oh, you don't have to worry about turning on him. He'll turn on you. Look at us. Yeah. Y'all absolutely. just sound like y'all just sound like exes who just mad. Yeah. <laughs> Stacy's. 
<laughs> exactly. That's how it is. Like we went on one date six years ago. Why the fuck are you still here? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh man. Not that I've had anyone like that in my lifetime. Jesus Christ. Of course not. <laughs> no, of course not. We don't want <laughs> almost knocked over my microphone in shame. I apologize. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right, main event time. Let's talk about it. Then after this, we can finish the payback and then all out. We got the international championship on the line. Of course, Orange Cassidy defending against uh, Penta and Cero Miedo. Right there, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, the winner of that matchup will face John Moxley for the international championship at all out. Which I'm assuming that should be the main event, which I have a feeling it will be the main event because right now with the card, it's like all messed up. We'll get into the card after we're done with payback. But this here, I'll tell you, I heard a lot of critiques out there around the social media world, a critiquing, and mind you, just to clarify, this gentleman, the director is a former professional wrestler, so he will clarify it for me what I'm about to say. But one thing is for sure, people were not happy the fact. That the selling of the King Destroyer was too giving, because it wasn't like, oh shit, wait a minute, why is this, why is this happening? Why is uh, they're still getting, they're still doing it, and then they're like, oh, they're shaking up. What the hell? You're not selling it. You're not selling the move. You're not making. You're pretty much embarrassing the Canadian Destroyer. Shut up. They hit two. They Penta hit two of them, and Cassidy came back with his own. That's fucking amazeballs. I know. That's drama. I know, but they, they criticize the fact that because uh, that See, it's not a protected it's not a protected move. These people can fuck right off. The move is now. <laughs> oh, no. Everybody kind of does do the move, and it does mean a little bit to everybody. And if you're going to be a purist and defend the honor of the great Pete Williams, I get that. But as far as I'm concerned, it's the Mexican destroyer. Penta does it a great way. Every he finds new ways to do it. He's yeah. done it from the inside of the ring, over the ropes to the outside, through a table. Off the top of a ladder. <laughs> 75-year-old Dusty Rhodes does it, man. Let him do the damn thing. And if mm-hmm. they want to add this to the hot spot at the end of the match where it's two in a row and then I come back with Cassidy's own, I don't give a shit. That's awesome. Oh, wow. He didn't kill somebody with it. Fucking Cody Rhodes has to hit five Cody cutters just to finish a uh, fucking Crossroads. thing. Mm-hmm. Not, these aren't even finishers anymore. They're just signatures you do over and over again. Mm-hmm. It takes Brock nine mm-hmm. F5s. So, like... Yeah. I think three Canadian destroyers to add drama to a match is all good. It's and not his finisher. It's that package file driver. And he hit two of those that match and didn't finish the match. And no one's That's the part that. that got me mad. I, see, they were focused on the wrong move. Because yeah. the, the the match itself was great. Absolutely. And, and Penta hits him with, fear, with the fear factor on the apron, on drags the apron. him in, covers him. He the hits a delayed crash. one. That delayed drop it was amazing. Yeah, I was like, it was, was brutal. And and Cassidy grabbing the rope, I totally understood that part. But he immediately drags him to the center of the ring and hits him with another fear factor, covers him, and this time Cassidy's able to throw a fucking shoulder up and then the schoolboy his ass at, or yeah. backslide his ass and get a three count. That yeah. part, that wrong. part made me mad. I, I, I gotta tell you, you know what? This is my newest thing with wrestling right now. If we're gonna say we're we want storytelling, the idea of having like an ultimate finisher, unless you're the damn Undertaker, let it go. Oh no, 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 I'm I'm fine with that part, but but just 
<laughs>、yeah, people have, yeah, people have, not only Kepler have, but, but, but it looked like Cassidy was dead and he managed to not only kick out after a second one, but then get the schoolboy. And people have said throughout this run, some people have said that Orange Cassidy is, is being built way too
And the way he's handled this international championship, I have genuinely been impressed with his run. And I, like I said, 100%, like he, like you said, he's the Gunther that pretty much like, pushes that belt forward. And he, like, because remember, we didn't care about the international championship because we thought it was a throwaway title that they just gave to gave it a pop because he was out of town a lot. Right. Um, take, hey, take it over, take it across the pond, defend it in a few places. We'll record mm-hmm. it. It's like we'll see the Rev Pro and know we're getting pressed, like that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Honestly, Bring it over there so maybe we can work into Wembley eventually. You know, the- <laughs> Orange Cassidy has literally like he's defending that thing. He comes out with all like eight thousand pounds of kinesio tape all over his body. Oh Still, God, like, yeah. Battling like you wouldn't believe. Like honestly, do I think he'll beat Mox? Nope. Probably I not. Think, I think honestly, if he's gonna lose the belt, he get he he the man needs some time off because he's like, looking- do it, it's weird because like do I think he'll beat Mox? No, but would I be surprised if he did? No, not right, mm-hmm. not right now. Yeah, not after all the bullshit he's been through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he see, but he does seem a little wore down a little bit. Like I mean, I he's could been be wore down for four months. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's always been what the opening of the show every fucking time, always. And, 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 always, always, and he does a fantastic job. And then mm-hmm. I'm with you, Pepsi Phil. I mean, he, 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 I think this time, I think Moxie might win the belt, and I think this time they he needs to take time off, take mm-hmm. some time off. He deserves it. I I'm with you on that. Like Jade. <laughs> Like Jade, Jade, <laughs> take, take the time off he deserves. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking forward to seeing this matchup. I think he's going to give the best for it. Yeah. I did enjoy his main event. It was great. I know people critique about it, get it. But mind you, I've seen Penta live in person. This man could put up a fucking show. I so mean, I'm very happy to see what he could do. Uh, I'm glad he was main event. I'm sure director is my witness. If you watched him in Lucha Underground, you know what he can do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's a lot more than you're seeing in AEW. Well, yeah. I mean, it is. But I mean, I got to tell you right now, probably the happiest moment of my life was in All In where he switched outfits and just came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. When you thought he was hurt and couldn't come out anymore, it's like, is that I mean, a new no, outfit? I was just changing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and it wasn't like Matt Hardy who just took off a hat or a jacket or something. He had a whole new outfit ready to go. And I'm like, did he just oh, come out? So yeah, it's coming like it's like similar to Lucha Underground, but but obviously he didn't do that like coming out of the matchup. But it's more like he changed character. He went from like a this to the dark when he was with Vampiro. Dark, you know, yeah. yeah. So I remember. That they I mean, but. But I think this hero behind him, that was some shit. Hey, that was an awesome <laughs> fucking story. I, don't get, I, I, I think, love that. I think this match at all out will probably be their best match all the entire night if it comes up. But all you know what? I do love this comment, Temple. I wouldn't be mad at that at all if it ended in a no contest and in then Bastard the Bastard oh. returns it all out. Yeah, that's I actually like that. yeah, that's a good call. It would be yeah. it would be cool, but it would also be like, hey, where were you at all in then? You know, like it was mm-hmm. it was right there. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, honestly, yeah. Like I said, it's, I mean, this is like I said, this is like a wrestling holiday this weekend because we got so much wrestling, and honestly, they're not competing against each other. And I don't care what anyone says, they're not. No, you're right, they're not. So you actually get to enjoy all of it across both spectrums. I mean, who's, who's competing? Payback and Collision. <laughs> exactly. That's the only thing. Real. <laughs> but director, any final thoughts on this? I uh, I don't know. Yeah, obviously, I think this is – it was a great match. I liked a silent Orange Cassidy, but he definitely had a lot to say. He does look tired, and he is very good at portraying that, especially yeah. with the drink mm-hmm. that he's on. 
I would love to see him beat Mox. That would be just the giant feather in the cap. I don't think it's going to happen, but I would love to see that. That would be so. So would that, I. That would that would be that would solidify him yeah. as someone who can be taken seriously. Yeah. And uh, all the Jim Cornettes can fuck right off on Orange Cassidy because he made the best. <laughs> the, man, honestly, the man goes to work. The man works. I don't give a fuck. Honestly, director, that's what I was just 100%. Like, 100%. If there are corny followers out there who thought he wasn't legitimate before that, beating Mox should shut them right Not even off. beating Mox. Just his career as up to this point now is enough. But if oh, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm talking about those folks. You know what I mean. Else, then, yeah. If those guys I mean, don't like Orange like Mox, and that's the win that it takes, and I don't care what they think, anyways. Because I, I really, I wasn't, I wasn't a cat, I wasn't an Orange Cassidy fan at the beginning, like Pepsi Phil. And Bruce beat me about the head with how awesome mm-hmm. he was, how much he mm-hmm. saw him do, and this and that and the other. And the more I watched him, the more I agreed with the dude. And so I've been on the bandwagon for a while, but I'm talking about those other people who still to this day want to talk about, oh, well, you know, he still has to do the silly little kicks and the hands in the pockets. I mean, I got to say, there's something to be said for the fact Corny that worshipers. Yeah, he still <laughs> rides that gimmick. And honestly, it's not a, it's, it's a different gimmick, at least. It is that not, is true. It's not something you've seen before. And is it frustrating sometimes? Yeah. But you know what? It's yeah. like, it's it's compelling to watch. And Orange Cassidy has kept me interested in what he does. And that's the job, isn't it? Yeah. Like, honestly, yeah. I was frustrated with the finish. But when it was when it's all said and done, it, I still enjoyed the shit out of the match. I didn't, I didn't hate that finish. I thought that was pretty clever. I thought and it I'm made looking sense. forward to he and Mox. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, if he beats Mox the same way, I will laugh my ass off. Yeah. I mean, so honestly, kind of this, is, this, is this even a gimmicked match? Is this like, <laughs> um, no, it's, 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 it's going to happen. It's a it's, title match. It's a title match. And it's honestly, match. this is one of well, the title matches have no DQs, right? I mean, Mock would mm-hmm. want to lose the belt on a DQ, so. I mean, does he get anything by winning the belt, though? Moxley? He, yeah. Yeah. Nah, not for me. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> not really. Well, I mean, there's no Brian Danielson. What else they got to do? They got to do something. But I mean, he's never won this belt, and and this oh, well, is one true. of the yeah. this is one of the few matches on this card that actually has that big fight feel to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's no Grand Slam chance in AEW right now. I can't think of any. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Never been. No. no. Even if you just know, even if you don't count the All Atlantic title, if you count the you know the Dynamite title, the tag, and the heavyweight, I don't know if anyone's had. All three of those. No. Kenny had two. Kenny's no. the big two. Yeah. A, a lot of guys had two. Nobody's won them all. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now there's four, but you know, like Darby's won everything but, but the world title. About, when you think about the Grand Slam title in WWE, you don't include the U.S. belt, right? You just it's just IC tag and heavyweight. That's it. No, or you do include the you do include the U. I thought you did include the U.S. belt. But before yeah, that, yeah, you did. Before I mean, that, oh, yeah, before they introduced it, you didn't. No. All right. I mean. Well, uh, Temple got something for you right there about the promo. His promo that. was fire. Chris can speak. He's actually good in the ring. Who's Chris? Oh, Orange Cassidy. Yeah. yeah. No, his I, promo I like the promo. Great. I, I, I like the promo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I didn't say I didn't like his promo. I said I'm just I like that he doesn't talk, but I think that this was him getting his point across about how just worn and torn he's becoming, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I like that he doesn't talk because when he does speak, it feels more important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like Silent he Bob. Like, oh shit, he's got something to say. Yes, listen, yeah. Silent Bob. <laughs> Silent Bob, man, he just, son of a bitch, doesn't speak for ten years, and all of a sudden he's got something to say. Mm-hmm. Right? 
You're like, what? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I'm pretty like, listen. <laughs> yes, it was. It really Orange was. Cassidy versus Osprey really was a great match. It really I was. Kind of feel like that one. I feel like that one ended a little too early for my taste. Because it was still a great match. Though. Not a fight for every kind of thing, but like people. Mm-hmm. Just enjoy wrestling, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, before director goes, because I know he has to leave soon. Let's just get this out of the way, and then we'll finish the payback. Just very then momentarily. Is that yeah? Because we'll, we still got to finish payback. But yes, yeah, oh, right, yeah. I mean, look, this is by far okay. So this is why I'm confused. Okay, why? Okay, we. Okay, I heard the press the press conference today. They mm-hmm. asked Tony Khan, "Hey, are you gonna have Phil Brooks back? Are you gonna have CM Punk for all out? We're still making the investigation. We still don't know. Uh, we right. uh, I can't have no comment. So I can't answer that question. But great question though. I'm like, oh, I keep saying that Tony Khan. Stop saying that shit. It's not a great question. Just say don't, don't stop saying it. But we see what's happening on Collision. Ricky Starks is gonna call out Ricky Steamboat." And then challenge him to a strap match for yeah. fucking all out. We see that, and then we have these matches already listed that we already talked about. You know, most of them, not all of them, because we didn't want to. You know, we had Omega Kaneshita. We saw the the the, the promo on Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Oh, how do you beat him? You know, we did see Miro. Yeah, John and, was and breaking it down, man. Jesus, he was breaking it down. We saw Power Hobbs Hobbs. I'm looking forward. That's the one I'm invested for. Yes. because I think Miro's gonna put over Hobbs very well. And I think that match is going to be the one I'm really going to be intrigued of. We did see, of course, uh, Christian Cage and Luchasaurus and Scarby under the TNT mm-hmm. title. Which is funny because I'm going to say it right here live on, on that we're on. Director was like, who the fuck is a TNT champion I, right I now? Don't know. I was watching that right. I was like, I have no fucking clue who that's about. And I, after he said it, I was like, oh, duh. But they're not doing a good it's job. It's hard to blame you, dude. It, it's yeah. hard. Yeah, I'm with you. But the, it I, really I, was is. Saying, I was telling Chris that. The outside director that most of this was is really more on collision and rampage than fucking TNT. You don't really see it on Dynamite. Mm-hmm. You hardly see it. And then, of course, we did see the segment Bullet Club, of course, Gold versus FTR versus and the Young Bucks, which is Jay White, Juice Robinson, and the Gun Club versus the interns. Of course, yes, the interns. Mm-hmm. And we do have Chris Stanley. They already announced it versus her Ruby Soho. We saw that. I'm looking right. forward to that. Also, we're seeing as well Samoa Joe versus. Of course, Shane Taylor, Taylor oh. Promotions. I'm excited for that one. Oh. That one I'm going, Nettie. People do not know Shane Taylor. Who go back to fucking YouTube is matches. Go back and go to the Joe in the Ring podcast. Shout out to mm-hmm. Frank and Kyle and Bruce. And, and you have everybody there, man. Oh, man. They did. They interviewed Shane Taylor. They it's did a great, a great interview They with did Shane. a great interview. And Shane Taylor is underrated. Does not get his credit credits due. Then we have, of course, the Ring of Honor tag team titles are going to be defended, which we already know who they are going to defend it. But if you want me to spoil it, I can spoil it for you because it's right there on Rampage. Uh, you, plus, you if you heard Seltzer, you already heard. I'll give you a clue. It's very simple. The director can, and Dom can literally know who it is. It's right here. There you go. That's all I got to do. <laughs> That's all I got to do. Yep. Yeah. Who are going to be challenging? Who are going to be challenging? Uh, you know, Adam Cole and MJF for that. For those. So we know these are the matches by far. Tony Khan announced as well he was going to have you know Billy Stark versus Athena for zero hour. That's not going to happen. Billy Stark's not there yet. It might oh. happen, but he's having surprises matches for zero hour. You'll be announcing him most likely during Rampage or Collision for us to find out exactly. But by far, this is, these are the matches that we have. 
So I'm going to go with you, director. I'm not saying you're breaking down everyone individually, but which one are you invested? Which one are you intrigued? And are you actually looking forward to seeing All Out? I mean, I'm going to watch it for sure. I always look forward to pay-per-view. Can't, can't, can't hide that. Um, definitely interested in the main event. I'm assuming that's Mox and Orange Cassidy. Uh, yep. We do not know who the tag titles are going to be defended against. I'm excited for that. Um, Miro and Hobbs is I, – I, I, I said it out loud. I'm not really excited for it. I just was reading things. <laughs> I was just reading things. Yeah. Um, I mean, and then I love Statlander. So those are the three right there. I don't yeah. know if any of those – match of the night is definitely going to be hopefully Orange Cassidy and Mox if they do it right. Okay. Do you see Ruby Soho walking away with a TBS title? That's the question. Fuck no. What are you talking about? <laughs> the runner-up? Really? The runner-up? <laughs> so, always a bridesmaid, never a bride? The runner-up, Ruby Soho. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, man. But D.O.M., what are your excitement for this card by, by far? And which one got you invested out of all of them right here, see? Um, well, obviously, uh, obviously, I'm invested in Cassidy and Mox. That's going to be a great match. Um, but the ones that I'm really interested in on this card are just involving, like, big, meaty men slapping fucking meat. Like, like we're, we're getting Miro and Powerhouse Hobbs. Oh, my God, that's going to be amazing. And then... I think Shane Taylor and Samoa Joe will top that by leaps and bounds. Like I, as soon as I saw Shane Taylor cutting that promo on Dynamite, I was like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Yes, this needs to happen like now! Fuck Sunday! Do it tonight! <laughs> <laughs> like I need it! I need it now!" <laughs> and and I, I I would while I would hate to see Samoa Joe eat two L's at two pay-per-views in seven days, maybe eight. No, seven. My bad. Uh, it would... If it's Shane Taylor, I'm okay with it. Because he is, he is by, at least in my opinion, he is the greatest ROH TV champion of all time. All fucking time. Yeah. And of course, I'm interested in Statlander and Ruby, because I... I, 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 I bus balls on Ruby and she really is the runner up. So where's the lie, but it's going to be a tremendous match. Statlander is a tremendous story. Consider it like, was she blown out both knees in the last two years? And she's still back as a champ and and probably hotter than she's ever been in her entire career. It it speaks volumes for, there's no chance in hell that Ruby's taking that title, but it's going to be a fun match. The rest, I'm just kind of like, meh. Like, okay, you know, if if Dark Order is getting getting that tag title shot, good for them. Uh, I'm glad they're actually making some waves somewhere because they have done absolutely fucking nothing since they lost that match against the Elite with Hangman Page. Yeah, I said it. No, you're right. I mean, you're right. You're absolutely right in that. I'm, I'm invested too. I want to see what. And so, at least getting them some wins, even if it is on ROH, and getting them in a title match, it, it, it at least feels like you're giving these guys something. And Silver and Reynolds have been amazing together long before AEW. Yeah, that is very, very true. So that's that's pretty cool. And, and, and just bonus topic: Ricky the Dragon Steamboat is another one of those guys like Sting that can just fucking go. No matter how old he is. Oh my the God, guy can go. Hey. You remember that match he had with Jericho at WWE? Like, he looked amazing. <laughs> That's right. He did. He did. He was oh still coming God. off the top rope and everything, man. 
It was beautiful. I, I really enjoyed that. That was fucking amazing. I he is really, an older really... version of Sting. <laughs> oh my god, definitely, man. But he's, I, like, I, I, he's like hardcore great grandpa at this point. <laughs> yes, he is. But I'm actually invested. Uh, this one, I know. Look, I'll say one thing that I know they asked Tony Khan the question in the press conference. They asked him, "Hey, so." You know, where are you happy with the success that you're doing all around, all in, and all and all out, like in this type of days, without booking any matches ahead of time, even though you booked some, some, but not really many all. Uh, he is confident that it is going to be good. It's going to be a yearly thing. But here's the idea that I have for you, Tony Khan, and I want to get, you know, director's point and and Dom's point and Phil's Pepsi failures. I would book this shit. Okay. It's fine how he did it, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. But how would I would do it? If you're going to have it in one fucking place, book it like fucking Mania. Book Tonight. it like fucking Mania. Tonight. Make this all in. I mean, all out. Your fucking NXT type of style. Use that pay-per-view to build your mid-cards. Build the people that you really hard to use. Or use that as to build the women roster more. Because we, we heard the prayer conference is only gone. People were talking about, wait, why are you not booking women's? Why, why are we going to see more women's matches? Either they ask you in front of Soraya after math. When about mm-hmm. are going to book one match? Or are you going to book another one? Well, we're going to see Soraya. How's she feeling? Maybe we could book her. We don't know. So they're calling you out on this, Tony Khan. So, I mean, you, I mean, I would, you, if you're going to make this a yearly thing, like your WrestleMania weekend, all in, all out, have one of them to be your pre NXT just like Mania weekend and then have your Mania weekend. I think that's the best way to do it because uh, it well go ahead Tom. I'm I'm done but yeah. Oh no no no. I was about to say I'm with you on that completely. Like night 1 all in, night 2 all out. You skip all these travel problems that you had. You skip these booking problems cuz you're getting everybody in. So you can even you can even get a dynamite in another arena say in England in between, you know, leading into the show and just bring everybody there and keep them there instead of having to say okay the following week we got to go here and then we got to stay here and then we're going to go and then we're going to do another pay-per-view because because clearly nothing against this card but like clearly it didn't work out very well yeah but if you were able to keep everybody there and just say you know saturday all in sunday all out and and charge and charge extra for the two-night bundle uh, maybe not a hundred bucks, but get a little something, you know, uh, both nights, 75. Yeah. I'm with you. Make people feel like they're catching a break. You book me, you, you can book the events better. You can keep everybody there and you can get a hot crowd from one night to transition into another night and you can sell 80,000 tickets twice. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's Damn. perfect. Yeah. I, I mean, director. Do you feel the same, or how do you feel about it? Should they book it that way coming up? Like, make like a mania weekend, they should book it in the same place instead of doing it separate. How this year, what do you think? What are your thoughts? You mean like well, okay. splitting, splitting up all in into two nights or having no, 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 like three events, three events? You know, okay, give me an example. You see what well, happened? Where did they, they have they had collision? Where was collision? Not at the Wembley, right? It was at the somewhere else. Yeah. They, they, they yeah, it was pre recorded and they put it out on Saturday from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Yes, all right. So, have collision just at a smaller venue nearby. What about all out, though? Oh, okay. If you don't get my question, 
let me clarify once again. My question is, if you're going to, like, Tony Khan is doing two events, right? We saw, we're seeing it right now. Like a TV now, show and then like a pay-per-view. No, I'm talking about those pay-per-views, two of them. Okay. Well, well, that's the question pretty much to you is, would you book, like, all, like, all out like an NXT, but mind you, in the same place, like London. Let's say, instead of having the two different continents, because you see, he had he had all in in London. We're having it out here in, in uh, Chicago. So right. let's say next year, he does. He said he's going to do the same thing, right? Would you book both events in one place in one continent, or were you, or would you rather be comfortable in doing how he did it here? I, I think by next year they're going to have enough people watching the product to be able to do. <coughs> they could do a collision at a smaller venue. Or, and then the all out at the big venue. That makes sense to me. Okay. I mean, you know, you're not having SmackDown at WrestleMania at SoFi. SmackDown was at like the Forum or Staples Center, and then the <coughs> SoFi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just do that. There's no reason to. I mean, unless you're not going to guarantee the same attendance. I mean, you have to consider the overhead on renting out SoFi or Wembley. Collision is not going to cover that. Mm-hmm. That's true. Not even if you even if you wanted to skip collision to do like a two nighter in Wembley, I think it would be worth it. I think, in my opinion, all <laughs> in perfect amount of pacing. It was not a seven hour. It wasn't twenty hours like WrestleMania. It didn't need to be two nights. The yeah. pacing in the show was perfect. The matches, if anything, that I complained was they were like all the matches were four minutes too short. But in the long run, I didn't feel exhausted at the end of it. So I liked exactly how the pacing was on, uh, on that all on that all out. I think they should have cut some matches shorter and extended some other ones. But overall, the start to finish was a plus. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Pepsi, <laughs> Phil, how do you feel? What what match are you invested on this? And should Tony Khan book this in the same continent if he's gonna do this again next year? Um, I'm not really invested in much of them. Um, in regards to the other question, um. I don't see so here's the thing. I'm not thinking about attendance rates because I think they'll cover that easily. Yeah. My question is there's still a pay-per-view. Even if you take the pay-per-view aspect out of one of the shows, it won't it probably won't cover the cost of doing it other than like regular TV. Yeah. Um, so to actually make it worthwhile, they'll both have to be a type if we're gonna do the NXT to say NXT to the next uh, WrestleMania pay-per-view thing yeah. pipeline. That's two pay-per-views people who don't attend the event live will have to end up paying for. And unfortunately those events will be cost 50 bucks a pop. And I think while I think logistically it makes more sense, I think financially they probably won't get what they want out of it the most. I think the way I think having all in and all out the way it is right now, mm-hmm. but maybe having it to to Chris's point, like you have a you have your all in event, you have a follow up event that's not pay per view, but is like live television. That's like basically like your raw night. Like they, mm. I don't think it'll be in Wembley as well, but I think having it in like say, what's uh what's this what's the other spot that in New York that they do after MSG uh, uh, WWE does MSG kind of like a smaller venue that's also famous like oh, the Smackdown restaurant yeah <laughs> <laughs> what was that called oh my God. was that called Smackdown Live or something yeah, yeah. It was, is it, was it the O2 arena 
No. That's no. about that shit. But one of those, but something like that will probably work for right. him yeah, really yeah. well because oh. it carries yeah. over. Oh, it, yeah, it's like the, the Islanders play. The, the Islanders play. That's the other one. Yeah, it's like the that I think one. it's like the Nassau Cause, Arena. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine if you had All In and then you had a show the next day in the same city or at least a few a few drives away? People have a hotel for the main big main event. The follow up is in the same city, but at a small, a little bit not a smaller venue, but like a, a like a not as faint, like not as expensive venue is probably the word is the phrase you want to put it. They mm-hmm. get to go to that one, then it's just like a follow up of what they saw yesterday or like the last pay per view event. I mean, on this one, I'm not thinking of like money and buys. I'm thinking more like marketing and playing the long game. Because mm-hmm. here's the thing: if you do all in and you did all out in the same way, yeah. this card is a lot easier to plan, and you don't need it. Indeed, it feels a lot less random than mm-hmm. it does than it does right now. From a booking mm-hmm. perspective, I think it feels a lot less random because honestly, if you saw all in, like as much as like Miro and like honestly Miro and Hobbs, why? <laughs> like, I mean, oh, why? Why are you doing this to me, man? Why? Have you watched oh. Collision? <laughs> well, no, here's the thing, though. It's like, like there's, I like, it's, it's like I understand they need to. Like, don't get me wrong. On paper, it looks like a great match, but the question is, is why are they battling? Like, other than Miro just going for dominance, and you know Hobbs trying to come out the dark. No pun intended. Hobbs going for redemption. Yeah, what he said. redemption is pretty much what it is. Yeah, his yeah, team is over pretty much. His team is mm-hmm. over. But like honestly, I want, like I, I want. A, I mean, it's all in, all out. It should be a continuation of what happened to all in. Like that's what, yeah. like that's the point of the name. All in, all out. Like what? It should be like part two of all in. Like that's mm. what I feel like the name should be, from a booking um, perspective. Like I put you on that. Yeah, because like think about it. Every match that we saw, there there is a continuation storyline that they started. Right. Like maybe we get an MJF versus um you know the um, against Roddy. I mean maybe we get like what a random. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of the matches that like maybe we get like a, a little beef between Tony and Pay and Soraya. Not nah, Pay. Mm-hmm. Soraya. That's new, right. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Like, yeah. Or even get better than you, Bebe, against the Kingdom. Yeah, like there are like they have stories they can follow up the next day. Like, I mean, I mean, look at MJF. The man did two matches, one in the very beginning, one at the end. Like, honestly, having them do an ROH tag match at all out after what we just saw at all in would be amazing. Oh, yeah. Then, uh-huh. then that tag then that tag match blows up much better and feels that much great. And if you do the swerve at all out, then it's just like, oh. We thought this was gonna happen at all in. Um, Joe and well, we can't say Joe and Punk right now, but like, can you say Jack Perry <laughs> right now? <laughs> but, but like, then you have, you can't like, even say none of this. but then you got the acclaim, and then the acclaim was like, but who, who, like, the other trios they have, and like, see, there are no other trios that they claim, no, have. but on Saturday Collision, they are facing uh, Matt Menard and what's his face, and uh, oh, Garcia. the guys from JS, yeah, 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 yeah. Daddy Magic, and yeah. uh, Garcia. So that's, that's a good, that's an all out, that's a great all out fallout, but I mean, yeah, no. but they're you know, Tony Khan is hey, he, he took and he took the risk, so it's fine. I'm not like sometimes oh, you gotta, yeah. in, in, in order to learn how to succeed, you gotta learn how to fail sometimes. Yeah, I mean, don't. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, oh, I'm not offended. I, I'm not pissed or like, oh, disappointed. That's fine. You need to do that anyways, because by the way, the, the Warner Brothers are paying you. 
So you got to fucking make sure you keep it up with that. It's I different. Mean, like I said, I mean, like I said, you have like you have to catch the match. That's a follow up right there. Like you could have more matches like those. Yeah. I mean, truth be told, there should be Takeshita versus um the Hokage himself. Uh, oh my god, like, yes. Like, and we should say we should see we should be seeing that. Like mm-hmm. that's that'd be a fun match to watch. Um, yeah. so I mean, I, I understand the idea behind it, and it's a good idea. I just think execution wise, don't make the second one a pay per view. Make it like uh make it like a dynamite, or but in the same city because that hey, way. Thank you. Thank, but see, uh, uh, look, I'm with you too. I'm with you because it's the same way how Dom mentioned too. Dom mentioned like a package. I'm with Dom on that too. But so it's remember, like, but remember, like, but remember time zones. Time zones. That, time zones are well, yeah. but, but who fucking doesn't do it for the World Cup? Why can't it do it for professional wrestling? Because <laughs> right? we were there. We were there. Because <laughs> Chris and I, Chris and I were up at nine in the morning, and we were like, "Fuck, we need to get up and Because drinking pro beers at ten a.m. Pro wrestling. Like, he don't drink. I was the only one drinking. So I mean, oh, pro, I mean, I pro wrestling. He was, not he the one was eating Takis at night in the morning. Who the fuck eats fucking Takis at night in the morning? You were drinking up beer when you, you know rolled up. Yeah, I, 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 keep keep it fine. I hate this. I hate to say it this way, but pro wrestling is not the World Cup. Despite what, despite what it's our it's, it's our World Cup for us, damn it. Don't tell it's the people in Wembley it wasn't. They didn't give a shit. <laughs> they didn't give a shit. They were there. Hey, they were getting drunk. They were loud. <laughs> I mean, I understand, but yeah, I mean, like I said, that's kind of how I would do it. Like, but I mean, if they can get, like you said, if they get, like the point of it after, like I said, the point after pay per view is to get more eyes on you for the next pay per view. Like all out's not the pay per view you want to push on. Um, what's the next one they have coming up? Full gear. That's where we're going. LA, yeah. baby. We're yeah. in the right I got to bounce. I will okay. see you guys next time. 9.30 on the dot. All righty, brother. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you director. <laughs> Love there you, bro. You so that's that's always been my thing. Like, I need I need them to do a proper follow-up for their pay-per-views because, like, they had a great pay-per-view, and honestly, they should be, like, going, see, we had a great pay-per-view. Look what we do next kind of concept. Absolutely. And I just need them They're to like, we had a great pay-per-view, and now this. And unfortunately, a CM Punk story, the CM Punk storyline stole all the momentum from All In. That's true too. That's like true. that's the that's the that's, that's what takes me off more than anything else. All yeah. In was their best event they've had in probably a year. It, and it feels it feels like every time you're riding <laughs> on something AEW did, CM Punk has to fuck it up. Yeah. I, I mean, Pepsi, you got a good feel. You got a good fucking point. I, I, I'm not disagreeing. It just, you know, I'm with you. You have a point, brother. I, I, oh, punky. No, <laughs> hey, he's a real. Hey, he's a real Pepsi Phil. God. Mm-hmm. Like oh I said, no, that's, that's a fact. He's the only yeah, Pepsi like, Phil in wrestling that matters. That's what pissed me off more than anything in the world. It's like they had a great event. What's Tony Khan talking about? Every question is, what are you doing? With, what are you? What are you doing with Jack Perry? What are you doing with? What are you CM doing with Park? Phil? What are you doing with Punky? <laughs> like I said, like what honestly, tell the truth, unless you're in Chicago, no one cares. Like mm-hmm. to your point, Dom, you're right. If he said he quit, good. Fuck that, means we, that means we can actually get a pay-per-view of one we enjoy and not worry about fallout from here. Right. And yeah. I gotta have some straight edge douchebag drop a turd in my punch bowl immediately mm-hmm. after. That'd be nice. Because <laughs> it's honestly, been happening for like a fucking year now. That'd be nice. Because keep in mind, he didn't just ruin it for Jack Perry. He ruined it for everybody in that locker room. Mm-hmm. Like, his antics ruined it for everyone in that locker room. Like, yes. this would be Soraya's big moment. She won a championship 
with her family, and right. even her mom was involved in the wrestling. Right. How about Will Ospreay? And Will Ospreay you know? having like a match of his life. You got one of the Reading best legend. Events, <laughs> one, of the, one of the best main events we've had story wise at AEW. Mm-hmm. You had then you had then we had a trios match, which was great. Yes, and then we had and then we had what we referred to as the Stadium Stampede. Which was also a probably a like beautifully timed, beautifully barbaric match. Yeah. What are we talking about? Yeah. I it, I mean, this honestly feels like night one and night two of WrestleMania. Where yeah. night one Thank is, you. Oh my god. And you're so fucking excited. Oh. You can't wait to come back for night two. And then you get to night two and you're like, wait, what the fuck happened? Exactly. Exactly. Um, I want to have the place for it because yes, you're right. And you know what? Give Theo what he wants. Give me what I want. Give me what I want. Like honestly, that's the that's that's what this whole situation. That's what this that's what bothers me most about this situation. But the the thing about them doing a two night pay per view is they ha- they are closely tied, obviously, with New Japan, and nobody pulls off a two night pay per view like New Japan does. That is true, very true. However, though, yeah, I think I they know. could take pieces from New Japan, add it to their style, create a two-night pay-per-view that flows a little bit better I like mean, All why, In did. Like, why are we worried about... And now we got something. I'm with you, but here, and I apologize for interrupting Pepsi, but I'm, like, and I'm just saying, no, the thing is that, see, New Japan learned a lesson. When they did Wrestle Kingdom for two nights, they, they did it. They did it for a couple... They did it by about two or three years, if I'm correct. Yeah. Uh, but other than that... They realize, okay, yeah, it's overwhelming. It's too much, especially the time here on our time, not on their time, not on the sign on our time. Uh, Pepsi still mentioned earlier earlier in the show. Yeah, but 3 a.m. 3 a.m. in the morning, and it is like, what the fuck, I'm my time. <laughs> Shit, man, we're not even at the main event. Goddamn, <sighs> hell, like, yeah, I'm going to stay up, and it's just starting no, 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 you see, this is, it's, it's whole, exactly right. Think about that. Like, two nights, mm-hmm. hey, what, two, three in the morning, Eastern time, and one o'clock Pacific, uh, mm-hmm. in the morning, uh, no. They learned their lesson. And they're like, you know what? We're, we can't do that anymore. Now we gotta like, okay, yeah. WWE well, is different. Be, that would work better on British Standard Time though, because you're starting that shit in the afternoon. Well, Tempo, you're out by no, six, I mean, and they say Tempo, we'll see you the next right afternoon. Tempo's already mentioned right here. So all in at Wembley and then all out at a few months stadium. The Tony Car. Oh, you're right, Tempo. Good call on that, bro. That's I forgot yes. about that. Here's yes, I totally forgot about that. Here's a question yep. for you. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. Why are we talking about all in, all out? And AEW, and I know it's his baby, but here's the thing: the man also owns ROH. Mm. Why does it need to be an AEW all in all out function? Like, if he still wants to bring it back, you do all in, all in England. We do we do an ROH pay per view because, like those, like we've already established, those are two different fan bases. Mm. Um, yeah, ROH at Fulham Fulham Stadium, I think that's how you pronounce it. Excuse me if it's not. Um, yeah. And then we go to Dynamite in another city, or like uh, like a Wednesday night, and a regular one. Then you have then you have like then you have your circuit right there, and then All Out feels a little less random, but you still high off basically two some two because let's face it, ROH pay per view is still great. Period. Yeah. Oh no, it is. It is. And I wouldn't even be mad like if they wanted to say you know All Out's the next night mm-hmm. in in Fulham. And mm-hmm. you're gonna have Shane Taylor and Joe for the TV title. You're gonna have Better Than You, Bebe, in the Kingdom for the ROH. Yeah, titles. yeah. But that works because they don't have, you know, the type of title picture that say WWE does. So you can't mm-hmm. have a world title match or whatever on one night, and then a universal title or whatever the fuck you call it now mm-hmm. on the other night. It, 
you would have to include ROH and, and make you know bigger matches for the next day. Like, okay, we're we're getting those. We're getting we're getting Eddie and Claudio for the ROH title. Yeah, exactly. Like, so, uh, he has like he has a bunch of options. Like, I if he's include worried, him, yeah, if know? he's worried about ROH getting numbers, I mean, you obviously adjust because, like, let's face it, the ROH fan and the AEW fan are very are vastly different folks. Like, Agreed. Like, will he, have, will he get ROH? Putting, putting the ROH guys in that big event in that big mm-hmm. in that big weekend will maybe make people go and actually subscribe and start watching ROH. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Because uh, we know the pay per view slap. We know the talent is great. A lot of people don't nope. because they're on a paywall. And people are like, "Fuck that! Mm-hmm. I get Peacock for free. You want me to pay for this shit? Fuck yes. you!" <laughs> I mean, I honestly, I mean, to everyone's credit, if them not having a network or like a Peacock or even a Netflix, they actually they can run their shows because Netflix mm-hmm. just has up. Netflix does weekly shows they from do. Korea, so they can, they, can host, they can host a they can host an AEW night. Yes, $15. Netflix like, has talked about wrestling since Lucha Underground. Mm-hmm. And, they still and it was a fucking success, but they deny it. They're bullshit, Netflix. You're denying <laughs> it because Lucha they've Underground. Never, they've, never really, they've never really gotten invested in any of the promotions that they've talked about, whether it was that. They they even talked about bringing um, um, OVW back when now Al Snow is running it. And, right. You're absolutely right. Correct. And that yes. never happened. That's you know, a- that's if they were willing to give ROH the shot, mm-hmm. it would probably be beneficial to both sides. But for whatever reason, for whatever reason, and Netflix they don't has, need Netflix. to invest in wrestling. Yeah, Netflix has a problem with their programming where it's like they're inconsistent with their efforts. Because, like I said, there's probably one person who actually wants to wrestle, but it's like he's probably it's probably going uphill. If you look at it, Glow is one of their most popular series. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, exactly. All time. Exactly. Don't remind All me. Time. You're going to hurt my feelings. Don't I hurt. love You're that series. Hurt it. Exactly. I know. They Honestly, it, it. It. I was mad. Fuck, and they fucking, that's, that's my point. It was one of their great, yeah. it was one of their best series. They fucking canceled it. I would stay up to fucking three in the morning watching that shit because I, 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 I oh my God, yes. It was I like, oh, care. season two's out. We're watching the whole fucking thing. Yeah, I'm watching the whole damn shit. Get comfy. Yeah, I mean, that was the point, though. That, I mean, that's the thing. Order some pizza, Glow, get comfy. We ain't moving. Glow, Click. Glow, <laughs> yes. Glow got them out of, like, yes. serious. Remember, Glow came out, and, like, it was supposed to be Orange is the New Black, but Glow ended up being, like, what Orange is the New Black was supposed to be for them. Mm-hmm. Glow carried them out for a good five years before they started coming out with, and respectfully, some good shows. Because, honestly, Glow was the only reason at one point I was watching Netflix. Amen. Um, and now it's like they forget. They forgot what they. They forgot eventually what eventually Cobra Kai. But yeah, Glow. That was oh, it. Yes, eventually Cobra <laughs> Kai. But that's the thing, though. Sport. Like I don't know. There's something about like I don't like. I think people people treat wrestling like it's the third rail because mm-hmm. even oh, the WWE with Fox and USA are still having their own problems. Even though, True. as they put it, Raw is still the longest running serialized television show. <laughs> Episodic television series about exactly. SmackDown gets solid numbers, like numbers that literally blow my door, and they still have to fight for their space. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. Let something else come up and they're on I FS1 mean, and, like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, and you know what? And we will and we'll do it for a debate center because Netflix is taking out wrestling uh premieres that on September the 13th is coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh they're pretty much 
doing the indies. So we're going to see that, and I'm looking forward to see how that okay. – we'll do a review about it. I am – we'll do an episode to review it on Debate Center. We'll fuck yeah, it. I mean, I'd be fuck down it. for that. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, speaking of code is like I – mean, what AEW needs is a network to host them. Like – that is like because, like I said, I mean that's Preach what, it. that's what that's remember remember Preach when Impact it. had a network and like they, they were blowing up and then they lost was it was it the, they lost the Nashville network which actually wasn't called the Nashville network when they went no, uh, no it was it was Spike <laughs> yeah Spike it was Spike, it was Spike. Spike and, then, yeah. and then Paramount bought them out and didn't want and didn't renew Impact's contract exactly so yeah. I mean. Like whatever happens, wrestling. Like, like I think we were talked about this before. At one point, wrestling was on television, like as a main like everywhere, yeah. like a mainstay. Like you got like Saturday, Sunday morning, or Saturday afternoon, you'd have pro wrestling. Look at. I remember mm-hmm. looking at NWA matches on mm-hmm. television in the afternoon. For some reason, I don't understand why. Because like, let's like, say what you will about Vince. WWE is like a hot commodity, and the fact that someone doesn't want to go. We would like to get a wrestling syndicate to do the same thing for us as well. Oh, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing. I, I'm mm-hmm. with you on that. I, yeah, like, yeah. We, I've been we, saying we, it forever. Yeah, there's there's no debate on that for sure. Like there so, is. Uh, so right honestly, what's it going to take to flip the switch? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know for people yes. to realize that wrestling. Tony Khan, damn it, make us mm-hmm. a board of directors. Damn it, we should honestly. fucking do it. Let's Tony fucking Kevin. go. You need us. You need I mean, us, Kevin. I mean, need I mean, us. Maybe maybe he does. Get a, the repubs right here, the real one. Not the other. Maybe he does a Ted Turner and just buy his own network. <laughs> that would be great. I would fucking love that. So All I mean, right. but let's fucking move on so we can close it out here because we. Yeah, here please, mm-hmm. please. All right, but before we do, ladies and gentlemen, just very make sure you buy your tickets on PCW Ultra Creature Feature October twenty eighth. TRWT and Circle of the Bay will be sponsoring two matches. It is official, ladies and gentlemen. It's been announced already. Yeah. You will see it on their Instagram. Because, uh, spoiler alert, I know I'm spoiling it right now, but I hate the hell spoiler. Fuck it, I don't give a shit. I, I'm not getting in trouble. Sheik, I'm sorry. If you're watching this, I do apologize. Sheik, we love you. Yes, TRWT will be, will be sponsoring the PCW Ultra Light Heavyweight Championship. As Brian Keys, who will be competing on Rampage versus Adam Cannon Page, he will be defending the PCW Ultra title versus the one and only Jack Cartwheel. It will be happening, and they will be sponsoring that match. And Circle of the Bay will be sponsoring the main event. So I can't tell you that one at least, but that one you will have to find out when you follow PCW. Make sure for all your SoCal pro wrestling fans, buy your tickets at that link right there below, as you see, Ultra. Hash, you know, uh, was it? I'm just not underscore. Uh, Jesus Christ, see, I'm already from my English. Ultra dash October dot event and bright, bright dot com. Not gonna lie, got me, just, right. got me hyped for it. That's right. Yeah, this is all this is all news to me, and mm-hmm. I'm so excited because like Brian Keith is awesome. Mm-hmm. We have a couple of guys in our group on Facebook who absolutely love him. Like we're yeah. posting about his mm-hmm. match coming up, and because he might be on TRWT. Stay tuned. Uh, Spoiler alert! Uh, Stay tuned. Let's for that. fucking go. So, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> there you have it. T PCW Ultra. Make sure you go. Follow them on social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Go to their website. Buy the tickets now. As, of course, the director myself will be there. And, of course, TRWT will be there representing. 
from the East Coast and be sponsoring the PCW Ultra Light Heavyweight Championship, Jack Wright. Brian Keys versus Jack Cartwheel. Looking forward to seeing that match. Just going to be excited. Make sure that is right. So let's get into it as we close it out here, gentlemen. We're missing two matches from Payback. We already finished the tag team one. Let's talk to the women and let's get into the action here with this one. Now we got, of course, the oh, women, the WWE Women's Championship match. Battle of the Raquel Rodriguez. Challenging Rhea Ripley for this championship. Look, I was digressed now, gentlemen. I've been excited for this match. I thought they were going to book this from Mania 40 to make it intriguing. Because, I, you know, from the beginning of it, when before Rhea became Judgment Day, I thought that was going to happen. But now we're seeing this at Differential. I like it. But one thing I dislike, and I, Dom heard me, and I digress about it all the time. Raquel Rodriguez, stop with smiley shit. That's mm. that's why that's why Addy posts the smiley thing for a reason. Mm-hmm. There's that's mm-hmm. why I posted that for a reason. Mm-hmm. That, look, it's Kyle, hard to find a non-smiley picture of Raquel Rodriguez. I just and, not, and yet I and I both did. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. This is such good shit. Good shit, big man. Because I'm tired of this. Look, I, I get why. I know you. I already know you. We make movies. Not anymore, pal. There's <laughs> professional wrestling right here because I want this one to be like ugh, aggressive. I want that Bruce's aggression. I that's what I want from Raquel Rodriguez. No, you know what I want? You know what I want? I want that. I, I want what they had in black and gold. Thank you. That's what yes. I was gonna get to. That's mm-hmm. what I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey. Honestly, I'm in the same boat. I would have been excited for this match in NXT black and gold. The Raquel Rodriguez, who was terrifying, like literally, yeah. you're going. I don't like the woman who you see. Go, oh, she's hot, but she's also terrifying to watch. She scares the living hell out of me. Exactly. That's who Mercedes I want. Mercedes Martinez of WWE. Exactly. <laughs> Honestly, her like to your point, Ivan and Dom. The smiling thing. I'm mm-hmm. like, ain't nobody scared of you. Nobody scared of your smoke. Mm-mm. Like honestly, I Rhea, I enjoy. Like honestly, Rhea smiles a lot, but for some reason, it's a little more terrifying. It's like an evil smiles. smile. Yeah, this one is just like it's like it's honestly like Raquel Rodriguez is trying too hard to be a face, and I'm like, I don't need you to be a face. I need you to be scary. Cause Thank you. I need Thank her. You. I need like don't get me wrong. She's a powerhouse. She and she and like that's her yeah. thing. Like it's not and it's. And there's no shame in that. Like, she can go in the ring, just slobber knock with the best of them, and still come out looking strong. But my issue is the fact that she's a little too jovial for my taste. Like, I want I, I want terrifying Raquel Rodriguez. That's the only reason. Like, I want Raquel Gonzalez back. Yes, thank you. <laughs> That's what I want. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I am with you. I'm but still go- excited for this match. Yes. I, I th- these women are just beautiful amazons and and i'm sure somewhere china will look down on this and smile i mean she still wrestles the same but there's like that there's 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 not a lot of it it's, it doesn't have that same edge like it did in nxt black and gold on this that- day sorry <laughs> i can say clearly what is pain? so i mean don't get me wrong though i am excited for the match though i think 
I'm definitely excited for it. It's going to be a good match. It's just Raquel doesn't have that killer instinct that she had when she had a different last. They watered her down like they always do people from NXT. And and they made that same same mistake with Rhea Ripley when she came up. Mm -hmm. And then then Tripp's course corrected, and we got this. And Mm. this is what Rhea Ripley really is. Mm-hmm. And that's what we need. I mean, I remember Blonde Rhea. We remember Blonde Rhea Ripley. We remember in the, that first women's tournament. Oh, in a, in a, in a, and, the, and, and WrestleMania against Charlotte with the all-white mm-hmm. outfit and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, they 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 sucked all the Rhea Ripley out of Rhea Ripley. And then and then one day, Trips just went, no, be you. And we got this. Mm-hmm. That's what we need with Raquel Rodriguez. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. Stop sucking I... all the Raquel out of her and say, go be you. I mean, she's a badass already. They don't need to do anything exactly. with her. She's, like, I just, she's oh, a badass. Look, I, I she's from a wrestling family. Like, yes. Just let her be herself. Mm-hmm. I just want this to be a great Coleman event. Like yes. how you both mentioned, mm-hmm. NXT style, and make the story go. Mm-hmm. Because right now, that Rodriguez. The one thing is that Rodriguez, it has not done, is really be a serious competitor. And I know people are going to be like, what are you talking about? No, hold the fuck up. Wait a minute. So we like, you have to understand. We have not seen Raquel Rodriguez be a serious competitor. She's always, get- She's always in tag teams. Get- you know yeah, what we've you, you know what we've seen we've seen women smaller than Raquel Rodriguez in, injure Raquel Rodriguez on multiple yeah. fucking occasions. I mean, know? no, no difference. She still smiles. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, "Fuck you," and yeah. start just dropping bitches because I can. I mean, no disrespect, <laughs> to, no disrespect to her, but Liz teaming her up with Liz was a huge mistake. Oh yeah. I mean, not the note. Um, like I said, I think it's it, was yeah, it, it did hurt. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Because honestly. She came out, she was like they, they tried to keep her a little bit scary, then they cleaned her up a little bit. And then I don't know, they started putting her in tag teams with people who honestly needed the help. Mm-hmm. And she was helping them get over, but she wasn't helping herself. Yeah. She was she was the wardlow to somebody else's MJF. Yes, exactly. Yeah, good call. Now. And Raquel yeah. is better than that. Yeah. Raquel is so much better than that. She proved it in NXT. And here's, here's an interesting. You remember when Natalia had her last match, mm-hmm. um, and which honestly probably was probably one of the best matches she's had in a really long time. Apparently, she does an interview. I think it was on Busted Open Radio. Um, it was mm-hmm. like her, Mickey James, I think Bubba, and one other person. And she was talking about the fact that you know she hadn't gone hardcore like that. Not it wasn't a hardcore match. It was just she hadn't gone hard like, like that tilt. until honestly. Forever, they like when they put the stupid bunny ears on her. She just they stopped giving her fluff matches, mm-hmm. and she was worried that she couldn't go anymore. But then she did that match, and everybody was just like, "Oh, she's a heart." You know, right? Like, yes. But, she, oh, I remember this. I remember this woman exactly. Like, yeah, I that... think Raquel, I think Raquel needs one of those matches, and I'm really hoping that's what this is for. This match with Rhea is that for her? Amen. Because honestly, uh, yeah, good call. Honestly, what... if they bang, if they bang hard. Excuse me. Um, if they smash, and- bang it, damn it! Who cares? TVMA <laughs> over here, bang. If they bang, go, bang, if, bang, if they bang. go hard in this match, like I know they can, like I, I like I know they can. Like they did before. Mm-hmm. Like they did before in the past. 
this could this this could actually beat out the main event. This yeah. could genuinely beat Dang. out the main event. Oh my it has God. the potential oh. to be match of the night. Yes. That's a fact. Yes. That's what yes. that's what I'm that's what I'm hoping happen. That they become match of the night and everyone gets pissed because they have to go after these two. Right? Oh. Oh. Shucky, ducky, quack, quack. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. Damn it, Phil. This is why we think she's born the show because God. Jesus Christ, you have a mm-hmm. good point. Such good shit. Such good shit. Damn it, that's good shit. Such good shit. So I'm kind of, like I said, so like I said, they got the shot. I mean, <laughs> I still enjoy the fact that the only reason the women's division existed back then was because of Fit Finley, who was just like, yo, they wrestlers. That's what I do. You oh, know they no, can no. I, right I, I, I am so with you. But here's the biggest question, gentlemen. We mm-hmm. we, we all are collaborating. You know, we're all pretty much giving our take of this matchup. It's going to be exciting. Could be the match of the night, hopefully for the event. Mm-hmm. The biggest question is, who goes home with that belt? Oh, no, that's Rhea's this, belt. That's Rhea's belt. Uh, yeah. So you say it's Rhea's. Gotta, it's got to be Rhea. Honestly, she's in Judgment Day. She is literally the hottest woman on the roster right now. Taking yeah. that belt off of her, honestly, serves no purpose and honestly None. would probably ruin the Judgment Day storyline. Because right now yeah. it becomes an issue. Like, I think her having the belt, honestly, is it's kind of like Flair with the Horseman. Flair with the belt made the Horseman great. But, like, like Flair in general made the Horseman great. But Flair with the belt made them iconic. Yeah. Like, yeah. even when Arn and Tully didn't have tag belts anymore, yeah. her with the belt pretty much carries that entire team. And that's not no, and that's no disrespect to Damien and Finn, who right now their drama is pretty hilarious in and of itself. It really is. It really is. I, 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 gotta, do this. I gotta do this. I gotta do this. <laughs> there it is, honey. If you're watching this, just please mm-hmm. just respect. Okay. So I, she, I like and like I said, she. I mean, I don't know I'm how, but like they have slowly done the one thing I never thought I'd see at a WWE. They have a they have a male faction with a woman who is with a woman leader as the male of the male faction. Oh yeah, Rhea is the leader of the Judgment mm-hmm. Day. I don't care what Finn says. I've yeah. been saying that for months. Like I you have know, been my, like, my my my. Uh, I'm hoping, you know, I I Rhea's retaining. That's for sure. Yeah. But I'm mm-hmm. hoping after this match, something in Raquel clicks. Like, yes, finally understands. That, like this is who I need to be, kind of that natty moment that you were talking about. Like yeah. this is who I am. This is who I need to be. Mm-hmm. Fuck all this happy perky shit. All that's doing is setting me back. Mm-hmm. This is what I really am. And we get this again somewhere down the line. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe WrestleMania forty. Maybe one mm-hmm. of the bigger pay per views in the fall. But it's. It's going to it, it. It really has the potential to be the match of the night on this card. And and looking at the card, some of the people on it, that says a lot. But if you've seen what they've done prior to coming to the main roster, mm-hmm. you know it for a fact. Yeah. Ooh. To this day. To this day. Every fucking day. Yep. <laughs> That's why he's notorious. That's why he's notorious for a reason. See, I could play this song, I could, but unfortunately, YouTube will fucking ban us. Yeah, I'd rather I mean, not do it. Mm-hmm. So I'll find, I'll find a way. Don't even worry. I got you, bro. I mean, that's. that's the, I mean, honestly, that's the next debate I'd like to do on NXT. On 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 that we do. 
Oh, what? yeah, hell yeah. What's what is it with the what is it with the writers there from NXT to to the main roster? All of a sudden they decided everything that they did at NXT doesn't count for anything. Because the fact is that it's a new roster, you're going into a different crowd, and it's the main roster, and not only that, mind you, that you mentioned earlier when we get in the show, mm-hmm. when you're not off the air, what Endeavor is now as of now, <coughs> your time, excuse me. Are now officially owners, <coughs> excuse me, of WWE. Oh, so dude. now, yeah. so now it's a whole different story. We will see within the next thirty days of how that's going to change. But here's don't the, know as of yet. But I get your here's point. The thing, the, here's the thing, though: they moved them to the main roster because they have developed a huge fan base in NXT. Indeed, absolutely. Do they not recognize that that those fans will follow them to the main roster for the reasons they followed them in NXT? And that's the nature of why they mix it up as of late because they wanted to be mixed it up, recognize them. NXT yeah, is yeah. not done anywhere, so they want to make sure that NXT still get recognition as the main roster. That's why a lot of them go over there. Like we see Dana, we see we see you know Baron Corbin. We so we see a lot of people that Raymond Sterling was over yeah. there too. Yeah, Bill Rhea was her herself, you know, recently. So it, it's it's a it's a recognition of it and making sure the marketing is still there for both products. It, it is true, it, but I feel but I feel like the main roster team writer team still still thinks of NXT as a lower brand. Well, we got to put it that way, and it's an unfortunate. And I'm not I'm going based upon what they see. I'm not mm-hmm. going based on what we talked about, mm-hmm. like how we feel about it. I agree with you. I'm not disagreeing. It's just I'm going based upon how they see it. Yeah, yeah. see more that that term matter. Because okay, mm-hmm. it comes to big leagues, pal. You, you, yeah, yeah, exactly. You, I mean, if you want to look at it from a bigger picture perspective, I feel mm-hmm. like WWE looks at anything that isn't WWE, including NXT, as mm-hmm. you haven't done shit here, so you haven't done shit. That's the that's see here's like the, look at LA Knight. Yeah, but here's the but here's everywhere the thing. else, man's a main eventer. Here's here, the pro- no. Here's the yeah. <laughs> Here's the issue with that argument. It's not like people at NXT are not already WWE. It's literally like oh, baseball. It's like baseball in the AAA league. They're not like coming in fresh. They know the system already. They know how to they know where the hard camera is. They know how to work a crowd. They've been through the train to be on the main roster. And they oh, no, I totally NXT. agree with you. I'm saying so the idea that they're just dudes off the, the dudes that, like indie guys, I can understand that. I can understand that reasoning. NXT guys, I'm just like they're literally in your backyard, and like they've been watching you through the fence. So it's not like they're newbies to your system. Like it's not like when they brought in folks like you know, like Taya Valkyrie or whatever the hell they called her when she first came in. Mm. Oh, she was uh, Frankie, Frankie Monet and Frankie yeah. Monet. Like, oh my it's God. not like them. Like it's like you got it's like you got someone like you got the undisputed in your backyard, and your first start is break them up. And bring one of them in as a manager, Budge, or Bungie, mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, like yeah. that, that literally, like that to me seems like bad business planning. But yeah. then again, I don't know how to say. I don't like I said. But again, I'm not a wrestler, so I don't know what the theory is behind. Oh no! I, I by the way, I totally agree with you. I was just giving you WWE standpoint. Yeah, 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 right, yeah. On all of it, it's of course, like yeah, if I, you ain't done it here, then you ain't done shit, and you yeah. have to start all over. Yeah, I mean, half these kids have been like, first of all, half these kids were taught by Shawn Michaels. I think he got enough stroke to go. Maybe Shawn taught them something down there. You think? You well, think? Let us, let us hope At the same time, doing. though, he trained he trained the dragon, and look how long it took Daniel Bryan to get to the main event. True. That's true. That's very. That's true. true. 
Any final thoughts so we can move on to the main event and close it oh, up? I don't got nothing. Yeah, hope good luck to these two. I hope this is a match of the night, and I'm yep. hoping so. So mm-hmm. let's see. So, I'm hoping this is the the match that changes Raquel. Yes, <laughs> I hope so too. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Say, oh my God, this is why I love you. Because you fucking <laughs> say <laughs> you say the words out of my mouth that I want to say. See, psycho psycho devious. Right devious here. psychos right here. Mm-hmm. Devious Pepsi drinking psychos tonight. Always yes. <laughs> the main event, gentlemen, for payback oh. is the WWE World Heavyweight Championship on the line. Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura, the heel. For God's sake, Papa H, give us a fucking heel theme song with the themes, with the lyrics. Give mm-hmm. us that before I tell this. No, solo! I just, just do it for God's sake, because I want to I mean, see that. Honestly, I'm going to be in a minority here and, oh, say, and say I want Shinsuke to win. You're ah! not. Yeah, it is. Let me, let me explain. Oh, He's, yeah. But this is my reasoning. Uh, before Seth you Rollins, do, before you do, tell me he didn't just say that. Did. Here's the reason why. Here's the reason why. Seth Rollins is a legit workhorse. He has had a back pain lumbar issue for four years. <laughs> this dude doesn't complain. He's about that work. I wouldn't you know what it must have taken for him to actually admit that he's had legitimate back pain? Like put it in a story. Exactly. Honestly, he needs a break to get that back, that lumbar issue fixed. And honestly, if he loses this belt to Shinsuke, it, it's perfectly fine with me. He goes home, gets surgery, gets his back taken care of, and comes back probably in six months, and then gets his belt back. But honestly, I'm okay if Shinsuke wins this one. I mean, I know Seth wouldn't be, but honestly, this is one of those matches that, like, I think for it, for out of just sheer set, save health for Seth, yeah, he should, he should, he should, he should drop the belt, go get, go get surgery for his back because, like I said, this man don't complain, even when he blew out his knee, and that dude had an ACL and an MCL, mm-hmm. and he didn't complain. And like, honestly, he had he had the shortest comeback that I have seen from them injuries. Yeah. So the dude, so for him to actually admit to the fact that his back's bothering him and has been for four years, let that man drop the belt so he can go get surgery and get that thing taken care of. Oh no, I gotta I gotta say, Phil, um I'm with you for all that and for the fact that Shinsuke has been this close to a world championship, and every time they have done him fucking dirty. Mm-hmm. They did him dirty with gender. They did him and maybe even AJ Styles a little dirty at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Because we all know those two have had some absolutely pun intended phenomenal fucking matches. And, and that WrestleMania match is probably the worst one of them all. Mm-hmm. And then all the stuff after with the kicking in the nuts, you yes. know, English and all that shit. Like for for all of for all that Seth has had to bear carrying his brand and, mm-hmm. and the company. Mm-hmm. And for everything that Shinsuke has been through from the call-up from NXT, which personally, I didn't think he needed to go to in the fucking first place. Let's just say that. I mean, truth be told, I think he's been there long enough to learn the system and knows how to... He, he's probably much better at carrying that championship belt than he was the first time around. 
right? And and for all for all those reasons, and and for the way that Shinsuke has pulled this story off, the way that he he you know he did the whisper and the swerve, and then he talked about you know. I told him I've got your uh, I've got your back, and then he started the whole the let the whole cat out of the bag. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I I absolutely fucking loved it for all those reasons, and for the fact that I fucking love this man and he's earned it. Give Shinsuke the win. Let him finally not get done dirty in a title match. And this let is no, this, and this is honestly my picks literally just more out of Seth's health. Because honestly, yeah. if both on of both sides, it's like let let Shinsuke get what he's earned. Let Seth get the time, mm-hmm. do what he needs to do to be back mm-hmm. and better than ever. If and both of, if both of them one hundred percent, and maybe Seth. take that title back when mm-hmm. he comes back from yeah. Shinsuke. And Seth is the guy that would be willing to do it because how many years had it been before he won a world title? Mm-hmm. He helped when he had him. He had him for a while, but when mm-hmm. he once he lost it, he did not get it back for several fucking years. But at the same time, he was carrying the company even without a title. He was carrying the company even if he was losing these high-profile matches with Edge or Cody or mm-hmm. whoever the fuck. Now keep in mind also, the man doesn't need the belt. He doesn't. He that is was so be my over, next point. He is so over, over right now. The belt he. They gave him the belt to make that belt not seem like a secondary title to the Universal. Right. So him losing the belt. He's done a good job, a great job proving no way. That, that belt is right there in line with the other one. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't lose anything if he drops it to Shinsuke. But, it, but Shinsuke gains everything mm-hmm. with a title win against Seth Rollins. Exactly. It legitimizes his whole run in WWE. Winning a, belt on a, winning a belt at a pay-per-view event is definitely what that man's need right now. I don't care if it's, a, I don't care if it's like a second-rate pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. I don't care if Seth is hurt. If he takes that title, Seth Rollins, in the main event of a pay-per-view, everything that he has done in WWE is legit. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it goes back to NXT Shinsuke. That's yeah. what, that's what it is. It's, and I know Ivan seems to disagree with letting Shinsuke. Uh, uh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I, I, go ahead, continue. That I, I'll play my clip once you get turned up. No, I'm, I'm good. That's that's I think, all I, think I, that was, had. I think Give honestly, the man what he's earned. Too. Damn it! I think that's all I have too. Like I said, and again, the only reason I feel this way is because I think Seth has uh, he's earned a break from that beatdown from the body from beatdown his body's been getting. Um, and, I, and honestly, I think he's carried that championship well enough right now that he could pass it on. And, and when, and, you, go when ahead, you look at these two, would you see them the way they the way they move, the way they wrestle, the way they work, the way they they they, they are practically the same fucking person? Yeah, I mean they 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 had the same school of wrestling. I mean they both. I mean let's face it. To this day, the day I heard Will Osprey say, "If I had anybody to choose to fight, I'd I'd want Seth Rollins." Mm-hmm. I have never wanted anything that badly before in my life. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'll it'll never happen, at least not yet, anyway. But as uh-huh. of right, but like seeing this is about. I mean, this isn't as close as we're gonna get, but this is. Yeah, you got strong style versus Seth Rollins, who basically smash mouth. So. Oh, <laughs> All right, devious brother, let us have. What do you got? What do you got, sir? What do you got, sir? Man, all I gotta say is, you guys. That's uh... what I'm talking about. That's why he's the MVP. That's why he's the goat. The goat. 
<laughs> oh my man, you got me. You guys are the motherfucking gold you're saying. <laughs> you got me. I thought you were about to just blast us. Yep. Fuck no, 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 no. Because you guys made fucking valid points that it's hard for me to kind of debate. Because that's what I want too, damn it. I want, oh God, I want it so Nakamura bad. to win. Because I'm sick and tired of not this man getting the fucking belt. Mm-hmm. I, you both made valid points of Rollins. I agree with that. I feel he needs a challenge. And mind you, you want to make this guy the title to count more than one. You want mm-hmm. it to be like a oh yeah, you know what? They're gonna two-time world heavyweight champion. That's fine. He could be Nakamura later. That's fine. I'm okay with that. I I, I just need Nakamura to win. Yeah. I need you okay. Papa H. You gave, you gave Oscar, because I know you pushed for her to Vince. Mm-hmm. You took over and you gave it to Eo Sky, which I was happy about. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. oh yeah. I need you to give it to this man. Mm-hmm. You failed. I know it wasn't you, Papa H. I know it was Vince. You piece of shit. I know it was you. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> you, I, I'm pretty sure you were like, no, 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 no. No, 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 hell no, no. How are you, Vince? Now Papa H is in control, so I want him to put Nakamura in the belt. As much, because look, this is a, I like the story, how it's going. Mm-hmm. Especially how Nakamura, I know people were like, why speaking Japanese? Translate, hello, it's right there. Like, you don't see the fucking translation. I mean, honestly, they did it with Oscar. They did it with Oscar. Thank, thank you. Thank you. That's what I'm talking about. Me, Why are you tripping that, that they're speaking Japanese? Like, oh. what, what the fuck? You got a translator on your phone. Yeah. What's up with that? Honestly, my big thing is, here's the thing I love. When Oscar and Eo were beefing and they were yelling at each other, oh. Bianca Belair literally speaks no Japanese, but knew what was happening mm-hmm. and sold the hell out of that. She and did. the fact she that did. I didn't know what was happening, but I was like, I was vested in that conversation because they looked genuinely pissed at each other. I was like, yep, that's how you, that's that's what drama looks like. And you know, here here's probably my final thought on this whole thing. Like, mm-hmm. okay, Seth getting that belt makes it feel like a legitimate belt, like it's mm-hmm. right there on par on par with the other mm-hmm. championship. Mm-hmm. Yes. If you want to continue that, if you want to maybe make it stand out a little bit. Answer me this question. When was the last time a Japanese wrestler held a WWE World Championship and Yokozuna doesn't fucking count? No, so Anoki uh, was the last one. The, no, Anoki doesn't. Anoki does not count. Oh, you're right. They, they didn't didn't they say that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Anoki's run does not count oh, as a title run. So right. no, that's, you know, you know, you're right. You're right. I, I that's right, yeah. that's how you elevate that championship mm-hmm. without Seth. Mm-hmm. You're lying. Sorry, <laughs> Robin, but you see, Dom, has to, Dom has a good point. I'm not saying that he doesn't. He has a good point. Mm-hmm. But no, I mean that's this is what I would like to have is Nakamura to win this belt and run mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. And I want him to because you're we seen this man's heelish before with AJ. And it was for me, honestly, it was a great story. I just wish that Vince could have booked it differently. Yeah, right here, Pop H could book this one different with Rollins. Mm-hmm. I like the fact how they booked it because you're bringing up somebody's back. Uh, Pepsi mentioned about his injuries. Mm-hmm. 
This was legitimate. For him mm-hmm. to bring it up, I got your back. For him mm-hmm. to say that, that is already like, fuck, it makes you think of like a Japanese fucking movie or mm-hmm. a movie in general. It makes you think that. Mm-hmm. So that's like, okay, have, why not have him Nakamura win this belt? I mean, like, so we were in Japan. We saw him with a championship run. Dang. And honestly, mm-hmm. in Japan, he was great with it. So it's not like Amazing. he's not used to it. So, oh, and he and he's been a WWE NXT great title run. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I, mean, I agree. So it's but, not like you don't got history. But I already know that this is gonna happen. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. I know. I mean, I, I'm, I'm a, we know, we know, Phil, we know, Pepsi. It's yeah, gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, it's I, gonna I, be by a close shot, but yeah. I hope that it continues the story, though, because I, I feel hope, like it'd be ridiculous if that it ends that way. That okay, I, I, I beat him, and that's it. You the thing, I, the thing I don't want is like for this run to end, mm-hmm. and then him to disappear, and then come back as a face, like. Thank the, you. Like literally, the storyline just stops right there. He disappears, yeah, and then Nakamura be. comes back, and it's like er, we forgot about everything you just did. Like, Thank you. even if he loses, that heel run is great. Thank he you. a heel is great because he, because I think he's got the momentum now to actually be a great heel yes. full time. Because honestly, even though EO's with Bailey, and honestly, their weird little whatever that is going whatever on, that click kids, is what they got going. Click is, it's still hilarious to watch because like they're ter- Bailey's terrible. I mean, I love her, and she does a great job of being a terrible person. Yeah. Um, so, seeing what Nakamura could do, because truth be told, giving him what was his what was his name? Um, who's the guitar player fella? Um, uh, not Elias, but the other one, Rick no, Boogs. Rick Boogs. Yeah, honestly, that was a terrible plan. Horrible. Like, I have, like I have no idea why those two were together. Fucking but honest, I mean, well, probably because like his music was guitar based. Um, but honestly, Nakamura needs to have a solo run. Where honestly, if I if it was up to me, I would not force that man to speak English ever. Hmm. I'm with you on that because it, it uh, gives the attraction not only just like mm-hmm. mainly us, but many more the international audience. Yeah, especially you want yeah. more Japan to be out there. Mm-hmm. And to yeah. add on what you're saying, I, I would really. Make Nakamura like Okada. Okada yeah. has an attitude. Like he's those that give it, even though he's a he's a baby face, but he's like his attitude. I mean, Tanahishi does a great job with it. Oh yeah, like, he does. They call him a tweener, but honestly, he's just he's like he's it's a stone cold run, basically. Well, that that's what it is, pretty much. I mean, yeah. like when Nakamura can be the same, it's just the difference is he's an American, he's an American professional wrestling yeah. company. So it's just like like, to add on to both of you guys' battle points, this and, man and, and, needs to win this belt. And to Dom's point, it's Don Nakamura. The man has put in the work to earn that title. Mm-hmm. He's genuinely put in the work to put that title on. And I He's think, worked overtime for that title at this yeah, point. Yeah, and I mean, I, like I said, I would, like like I said, my favorite, remember when, um, <laughs> when, um, who was it? Um, say, oh, what was his name? Um, sexy guy. He was fighting um, the Japanese, the Japanese, the Japanese faction, and um, Valvinus. Valvinus. Yeah. yeah, thank you, Valvinus. Uh, yes, the, the old Japanese faction. <laughs> Not, the entire faction didn't speak English, but the entire time we knew what they were saying. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they spoke a little bit of English, like here and there, but honestly, their entire shtick was we don't speak English, and they were like the only thing they said was cut your PP off. 
That mm-hmm. was it. And, and Funaki uh, with the subtitles. That exactly. Was and honestly, indeed. Indeed. Exactly. And honestly, I think Nakamura could do a version of that as a heel. That honestly, if it was me, I would never. I like just don't even bother speaking English, bro. Yeah. Don't like let the do what they did with Oscar and EO. Let the fans translate that and put the. Well, yeah, let him uh, do like, it with AJ. Just say, "Hey, me no speak English." Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I'm. I know because it's because it's Shinsuke. I'm in my feels on this one, but when I think about it, I, I would rather have Nakamura take the title and let Seth go go get go get right. Mm-hmm. Than to say have Seth relinquish the title somewhere down the line, maybe in the near future, after beating Nakamura. Honestly, we've seen that too many times, frankly. Because we we just we just had a tournament and crowned a champion. Now he's mm-hmm. gonna give the belt back, and mm-hmm. then what? We have another tournament. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yeah, okay, maybe they could say they go back to the the. I think it was maybe ninety. It might have been '92 with Ric Flair and say the winner of the Royal Rumble becomes the new World Heavyweight Champion. Mm-hmm. But it, it it would make more of an impact to have Shinsuke beat him, yeah, and take that title. And let's face it, honestly, somebody winning that title adds to it. Someone yeah. has to win that title. It can't be like I won and gave it up. It can't be like I, I, I won in. Well, you can say, and, and I don't think Seth would want to say like, "Oh, I got the win," but you know, uh, yeah, my back even further. So I'm I mean, truth, like I said, truth be told, him admitting to pack pain means that he did like he was pissed. He had to do it. Like he looked pissed. He had to admit to it. But let's face it, that dude. I mean, you, know, you gotta take your health seriously, and like he brought it up. I mean, oh, there's only yeah. so, there's only so much you can do. And that's not to say Seth can't go, because let's no. face it, he still can go with a burger with a hurt back. Who? Yeah, he could. Who yeah. even thought? Who even thought he had a bad back before Shinsuke brought it up? Yeah, nobody. Mm-hmm. No one. So you know, it, it's not like it's not like it's hindering him as far as in ring, but we've also seen in the past with guys like HBK. Mm-hmm. Where you know he he pushed a back injury, he pushed a back injury, and lost years of his career. Exactly, and was and was practically lucky enough to be able to get clear to get back in a ring eventually. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. want to see that happen to Seth Rollins. Exactly, exactly. Like I'd rather lose him for six months than have than have him quit. Then lose him like, for six years. Yeah, six years early. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like HBK. Yeah. <laughs> so you know I mean, mean that there was there was a long time between that that last match with mm-hmm. I think it was Stone Cold and then the comeback against Triple H at SummerSlam. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, when he came back, he looked amazing. Oh yeah, and but, I loved but it. He still, but, but he still had to take a break. He had to take a long. That's what I mean. He had to take a long break, and I don't want to see that happen to Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I I I enjoy the guy too much. I respect the guy too mm-hmm. much. I, I wouldn't want to see that happen to Seth. I would mm-hmm. rather have him drop the title, you know, make a little history with Shinsuke, give him what he's earned, go get right, get back, and, and roll from there mm-hmm. than to have him push this too far and then we're missing him for, you know, years. Yeah. Or, so. or, or God forbid, worse. Mm-hmm. 
So, um, but again, I mean, like I said, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Like I said, it depends on it depends on how he's feeling. So, I mean, if he thinks he can go, I mean, well, we get a good match. Well, Either clearly, way, if he's been dealing with this for years, he thinks he can go. So yeah. that was the whole. That was the whole. <laughs> HB HBK thought he could go, mm-hmm. and he could until he couldn't, and then yeah. it was just. Hey, maybe we'll see you in six, seven years. I don't want that to happen to Seth Rollins. So I'm actually so my my biggest question is what do they do with Shinsuke after he wins the title? Why not just continue the story? As long as you continue the story and make him really relevant as a heel. Mm-hmm. Want to make it that happen? You really want to push that more? True. Mind you, I don't mind him to have a run. He deserves to have a run because he's been in for the company for quite some time already. He has mm-hmm. not had a I mean, run. I'm so, sure we have. I'm sure we have another like secondary pay per view coming before Rumble. Oh yeah, and, well, be, well, mind you, before Survivor Series, though. I mean, I think before this, Survivor Series. I'm I sorry, because we're. No, no, you're good, yeah, you're I'm sure in October we're gonna have. I mean, something. He, I don't remember if, what it if is. If he wins this, if he wins this, he's close to a Grand Slam winner. Yeah, yeah, that's true. yeah, yeah. I guess you really could consider him like a Miz Grand Slam, you know, type champion, but it it. Since we have another pay per view between this and Survivor Series, you could kind of pick back up that little feud he had with Ricochet going into Money in the Bank, oh. and let that be like the the jump off feud for the secondary pay per view, and then work into something maybe a little bit bigger going mm-hmm. towards Survivor Series. Yep. But I, I think considering the circumstances, if this all were to happen, you could go with something that's going to be good because if you watch those matches with Shinsuke and Ricochet they were fucking amazing they were it's going to be good the story is built in so you can pick right up from the raw after and move forward with that so you could even you could and and you could even stretch it and say maybe Bronson Reed confronts him because they had him involved in that in that with him and Ricochet but then you would have to turn Bronson Reed face Okay, now here's the here's something I don't like that. So I'm saying here's something we haven't considered. If the judgment day loses and Damien mm. cashes in right after Shinsuke wins the belt. Oh. Oh. There there that's yeah, that's a storyline. Now whether he wins, whether Damien wins remains to be seen. But if he yep. cashes in and gets that belt, God, what does that do to the judgment day storyline? I don't know, but it would piss me off. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> and, and I like Damian Priest, but it would piss me off. But that's the best part, because like, if they're worried about getting the championship off Seth and you want to add an impact, yes, Shinsuke beating him would have impact. Him losing it, a la heist of the century. But you know would, what? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it would work here, but I know it worked wonders for Josh Alexander. Mm-hmm. Because if you remember, he beat Christian for the world title, and Moose came out and and took it from him like ten seconds after. Yeah. Oh, oh, wait. <laughs> but then, then Josh climbed back, got the title, and had this amazingly long title reign. If they wanted to adapt that with Damian and Shinsuke, I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm going to have to wait on that one because I want to see the page. I want right, to see we're getting one. so far ahead of ourselves. Yeah, so I'd we, rather wait to see what we watch it. <laughs> we got to see what time. happens first in this. I mean, that's kind of yeah. like I, it just dawned on me that they're both at the same pay per view. Yeah, 
Yeah. And they're both going for title runs. And this is obviously the main event. And, yeah. and, and no offense to the tag team match, but it's got to be going off a lot. Yeah. So I'm saying it's sooner than, than that. That's why like the women's going to be the co-main event. It makes kind of sense. Mm-hmm. I feel like it could be the third one before the main event, and then it kind of makes sense from there. Because it could be from the case, like I don't want to get into too much details because I'd rather just wait. But yeah. it could be the case that that you know Damien could be like, you know what, the hell with it, I'm just gonna go in and just you know, screw that. I it's my turn now. Well, yeah, I'm tired he could literally of just jump off the apron and walk now, out on Finn. Now, yeah. keep, now keep in mind I'm saying that, but what happens if Damien goes for it and Finn and Finn screws it? <laughs> well, look, that's what remember Rhea said it on Raw that she be like in, in none of this shit where said I'm gonna be the one in charge to make changes. Yeah, she said that. Like, so we, him, yeah, yeah. Finn so is like, but then, but then to your point, Finn screws over Damien. They do a thing where Finn gets beaten out, and JD and him become a tag team. Where and they feud with the remaining members of Judgment Day. Mm-hmm. And well, I mean, well, yeah. what, we're gonna have to look, like, man. We're gonna have to wait and see. Yeah, we yeah, gotta put a pin in some of this. Yeah, I know. I'm, but the thing is, there's there, anything uh, could happen right like, now. This like the like, multi, like the multiverse. There's money. There's so many options. <laughs> Jesus, there is so many freaking options. I'll tell you that. This is like a. This is like the wrap up after the watch along, you know. Like once the shit has played out, then we yep. talk about it. Mm-hmm. We were so far ahead of ourselves. We're on Monday. <laughs> Absolutely, that's why. But, but that's the. Fun I do part love of, it though. That's the I fun part of this because, like, I'm serious. Going, man. If you're like, it's not even if you're booking it right. It's like what logically makes sense to do for the next couple of pay per views. No, that's Absolutely. what. That's that's when you know wrestling is good when it gets you thinking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And speaking of that, ladies and gentlemen, we are done for this evening. You see the train. We've been here four hours and 11 minutes of fantastic yeah. covering a lot of things, but we wanted all to do for it you. for all for you guys because we're going to have a long weekend, Labor Day weekend. Mm-hmm. We're, we wanted to get everything out of the way for you guys to enjoy pro wrestling at its best as we are as well. And do not forget as well, this Tomorrow, tune in to Top Rope Wrestling Talk because they'll be on as well. Of course. They will be on the show tomorrow. Turn, tune in tomorrow. That is right at 8.30 Eastern Time, 5, 6.30 Central, 5.30 Pacific. Because I know Bruce is going to go streaking naked tomorrow on this channel. <laughs> oh, I and hope he not. He will, will be. Yes. I MJ. mean, you need to see that. I rather I rather see him streak buck naked in the studio than I see him outside doing hurricane eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> safety first, people. If we safety have to break, first, if, of course. If it's gotta be butt naked festivus in, in circular debate, so be it. <laughs> it's gonna happen, ladies and gentlemen. You gotta make sure you tune in tomorrow here, 8 30 Eastern, 6 30 Central, 5 30 Pacific, here on COD. TRWT is back in action. And they're going to fucking give it all out. No pun intended. I can't wait to Bruce, see you this Friday. I, I'm looking forward to tomorrow. What, what mm-hmm. the hell is going to happen? And I'm, I'm excited to hear Bruce and Wendy's thoughts. And more DOMs because I know he may just gave what he gave us here. But he mm-hmm. got a lot more to say. When he Man, I'm going to let them talk a lot. Like, here's a match. Discuss. I know you're gonna give them what they want, baby. That's what. No, that's what once again, thanks for inviting me, Ivan. Man, it's oh great. no, man, Pepsi Phil, yeah. we appreciate you. It's for a pleasure. Appreciate y'all having me on. No, but your it's family, now, man, pleasure, you're, you you're part of the TRWT COD mm-hmm. family. 
We already yeah. mentioned it from the beginning show mm -hmm. that you will they will be seeing you here and listening to you here on this channel. It doesn't matter where you're at, but we are, on this channel, we are like the gorillas of destiny, only we're not Samoa. Oh, yes, I, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but also to not forget, ladies and gentlemen, as well, besides Friday, we do have a lot going on coming up. Uh this yeah. we got huh, we got you covered all Labor Day weekend, folks. We do. <laughs> I will probably yeah. definitely be I'll definitely be watching along with y'all payback. Oh yeah. Saturday, <laughs> of course, we're gonna be having a watch along here on this channel. Of course, us three right here, the gorillas of destiny right here, the gorillas of debate, the top <laughs> rope of debate. That's what we'll call it right here. <laughs> because we're right here, we're gonna go all payback for all of you guys on Saturday here, doing an incredible watch along. And Sunday, the following day, we will do all out for you two. All out the Labor Day weekend, which is not over because Monday on Labor Day, we'll be back here to do a recap of both shows to close it out because there's a lot going on in professional wrestling. We can, we can, we can hopefully celebrate Shinsuke's championship. Hopefully. Hopefully. And hopefully come Tuesday, my son's in school and I'm not divorced. <laughs> 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 no, nah, we might get that's, some. That's gonna make top rope of debate real awkward. <laughs> oh, no. no, we may but even don't get worry, some, because we may even get some life. lady psycho appearances on mm, these shows. I'm so hoping. stay tuned, folks. Yes, stay tuned. Make sure and please tomorrow tune in 8 30 Eastern here once again because the recap is not over of all in because we gotta hear. The one assault or earth of podcasting. We got to hear oh, Bruce course. to give his uh, thoughts to on about his being oh, right. <laughs> I, I, I need to make him a video of celebration. I got to make him a video of that crap. I need to just for him, <laughs> just for him to enjoy it because he needs to. And then once again, do not forget, ladies and gentlemen, as well. I announced yeah, it earlier, please. but I'm going to keep pronouncing it. One, uh, for all SoCal wrestling fans out there here in Southern California, October 28th, PCW oh, presents to you Creature Feature. And, of course, TRWT and COD will be sponsoring two matches. And if you come and watch us, we will be having interviews for you coming soon to go ahead and push the matches that we are sponsoring. So you got to make sure, if you guys want to know, you got to follow PCW and you got to follow us as well on our social media platforms. It's right below the description. Follow Top Rope Wrestle Talk. And not only that, you got to follow our brother here from another mother who is a part of the familia. Pepsi Phil, let the people know where can they find you and let them know where can they catch you besides, well, there's many pretty much over here. <laughs> yeah. But where can they follow you? I, 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 take you it away. You can find me on Instagram on blackgobachev, instagram.com or pjp pjp.com on Instagram. I will be sure the next time post a little bit of information for everybody because I was completely unprepared for today. My bad. Um, but just, just look up my name on the internet and you basically, well, and you'll be able to find me on the internet, and then we can just do all stuff. And usually, I'm in Top Rope, the Top yeah. Rope Wrestling Group. So that's usually the best way to talk to me. I'm quite personable, and people enjoy me there, despite my saucy sense of humor. Um, oh, we love it! Yeah. We love it! <laughs> oh, so, I love it. it! There it is. So, and honestly, right now, that's and anywhere on Facebook if you follow it. So. Absolutely, it has been a, it has been a joy. Thank you so much. Oh man, the joy's not over, brother. Your pleasure is ours. You're a mm -hmm. part of the family, 
And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Mm -hmm. Pepsi Bill is officially part of this family. You'll be seeing him here on his channel. Mm -hmm. And he'll have his own show, Bobby, too. So they say tune. Mm -hmm. So hey, 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 hey. Mm -hmm. A lot of things happening on Top Pro Wrestling Talk and Circle Debate. You got to stay tuned for that. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, you know it's about that time because it is about that time. Transform and roll out. Shout out to a G. Optimus. That's right, Optimus Prime, <laughs> baby. It's about time for us to grow out, out mm -hmm. of this channel because we've been here for four hours and it's about that time that we need to get our rest. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy your Labor Day weekend. Do not forget once again to tune in tomorrow here on Circle the Big Channel to tune in for Top Rope Wrestle Talk with Bruce, Mama, Mommy Chula Wendy, and the notorious one himself, D.O.M., as they'll be giving their recap of All In and their pro wrestling news, new updates of it, and anything else happening in the world of professional wrestling, they will give it to you. They'll deliver it to you just like we do. They deliver it to you more. So Booyah. make sure you tune in for that. And for that note, ladies and gentlemen, I want to appreciate everybody for tuning in and all of the audio platform yes. listeners out there as well. Thank you so much out there, the audio platforms that are listening to this all over the world, Japan, Brazil, Switzerland, Germany, everywhere in California, the United States, everywhere, Ireland. Thank you very much. Keep we see you. We love you. Keep subscribing. Be good, you know. this channel. And remember that Pepsi Phil here is part of this family as well. Follow yep, him as well. And... Remember, ladies and gentlemen, Pepsi Phil, the notorious one, DOM, TRWT, COD, myself as well, and FDS, and the rest of the DeLorean podcast. We don't just podcast, talk bullshit on Facebook. <laughs> don't fucking also make, make music. music. Mm -hmm. Or anything else in the world. We fucking make a history. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, I'll let Don close it out here. So just tell them, Dom. Oh, what enjoy. Is it all oh, enjoy all this wrestling in this weekend, folks. If it's not your cup of tea, let somebody else drink it. Thanks, Brian. Wait, Thank you, Brian. Love you too, Brian. We love you, Brian. We got to come on to watch along, Brian. Hit me up mm. if you're down. Yep. We, wanna, we would love to have you on with us. All but right. yes, there Thanks you have it, ladies and gentlemen. We fucking make history. Enjoy, ladies and gentlemen. Peace See out, you tomorrow. See you this week. Must be you, too. Goodbye. Mwah. And good. Night. Oh my god, it's so great. Bang! Yes!